to the Pulp MX Show. Presented by Motosport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den. With your hosts, Steve Mathis and David Fellerman. And now strap in and get ready. It's showtime. Time. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp of Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, and Decal Works. Coming at you. It's Wednesday. It's a Wednesday show. Yay. First one ever because we have two Dallas Supercrosses to talk about. And uh, I'm looking forward to having a, a really great show tonight. A terrific uh, uh, guests, a, a decent in-studio co-host. We got lots to get into when it comes to Dallas Supercross. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. 702-586-7857. Sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. You have all the codes on there. Codes for the guys at uh, Vertex and codes for Maxima and codes for Atlas Brace and Guts Racing, among others. We have uh, Karcher. And Arma affiliation, so there's codes for those guys as well. If you're getting a pressure washer or you're going to try to get some supplements, blitz up from the folks at uh, Arma. So please check out sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. As always, the Pulpamex app is uh, is also your friend on that. You can search all the podcasts on there and figure out which ones that you like and everything else. Everything we do is on there, from the Steve Mathis show to the Privateer Island shows to the Fantasy Podcast. Everything's on there. So thank you uh, again for listening. Really looking forward to tonight's show. Something different, I think. Hunter Lawrence will be on. Honda's Hunter Lawrence. He just won his first 250 Supercross ever and took the points lead at that. So Hunter Lawrence will be calling in. Uh, Ricky Carmichael will be on. Some guy named Carmichael. 150 wins in Supercross and Motocross. He will be on as well. So looking forward to having RC talking about some Supercross. And then Rutledge Wood will call in from Georgia. Uh, He is a uh, NBC Sports reporter he does nascar stuff he, he has his own show on netflix a couple shows on netflix he did top gear for a while and he's done some supercross stuff with our buddy daniel blair they had him uh, doing a bunch of interesting things last dallas one race so we'll have rutledge on and we'll address the haters and uh, if you are one of those guys that can't stand rutledge i don't know why but if you are one of them call in talk to him 702-586 pulp this is that simple man so thank you everybody for listening uh cooper webb doing the double in dallas so far and of course the saturday race coming up here so thanks to our sponsors motorsport.com fly racing decal works vortex racing race tech suspension and engines vertex pistons x brand goggles michelin starcross 5 maxima usa firepower batteries and chains pro filter skosh cambio cbd Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Get Data, Atlas Neck Brace. Of course, who uses Atlas Brace? The Chiz uses Atlas Brace, and he keeps on chizzing out there. So thank you to Atlas as well for coming on board. FMF, Guts Racing, Art of Sport, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Cycles, WUSA, Ride Engineering, and Works Chassis Lab all on board with us tonight. So uh, thank you people for listening, and uh, yeah, looking forward to tonight's show. So my co-host for the show He's a multi-time Supercross and Motocross champion. He is a race winner. He has won GPs, 125s, 250 GPs. He, uh, he's got a 125 Supercross title. He's got a lot more going on. He used to ride for Factory Suzuki as well. It's my buddy, David Villeman. What's up, DV? How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. You're good? Yeah. Right, thanks for coming in. So we last had you in studio. July 23rd, 2018. 
That's the last time you were in. Wow, almost yeah. three years, yeah. two and a half years. <laughs> yeah, show number 346, we are on show 458 right now. So welcome back. Did you miss me? Yes, we missed you immensely. So yeah. thanks for coming in. Uh, yeah, I haven't been to Vegas since the the last race of the season in 19 when right. Dylan won his first title. And that is when, um, with about a lap to go, you were in the press box with me. I think you were next to me in the press box with about a lap to go, and then you were gone. And then I looked up, and you're on the floor. It was the quickest I've ever seen a human being get from the press box to the floor at Sam Boyd Stadium. So yeah, that was uh, unexpected, obviously. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I had to uh, to go down. Yeah. So, so uh, thanks for coming in. I want to pick your brain on uh, all of the stuff that's been going on when it comes to racing and working with uh, Dylan Ferrandez, of course. And we got some penalties as well to talk about uh, e-bike life, Honda Ridgeline life. I want to talk to you about your builds, your retro builds that you've been doing that you knock out seemingly every couple of months. So we got lots to talk about when it comes to uh, to everything that's been going on. Uh, Working the camera over there, being the director of the show, working on the Pulpmex app as we speak. Mm-hmm. It's Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? How are Hi, you? Hi, Steve. What's happening? I'm not tired today. No, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're welcome for you that. You were getting a lot of I, shit about that. Was I? Yeah, on I Twitter. Was. On, on Twitter, I yeah. Do yeah. I care? 30 no. seconds into the last show, he goes, I go, How are you doing, Marks? He's like, I'm so tired. I'm like, Oh, that's going to be great. Great. That's going to be awesome. Hey. You know, if so I hadn't said anything. No one would have noticed. Uh, also, Great show. also taking your calls over there. He uh, he shuffled the schedule around because of the man right here in studio. Yeah, I wanted to be with DV. Tits legendary. What's up? Tits? Yeah. By the way, I'm tired enough for the both of us. So, just great short show. Great. Would be great. I'm still tired. I just didn't yeah. say it. Here we okay. go. That, that's short my, show. That's <laughs> short show. That's my yeah, help. That's, that's an oxymoron. That's my help over here. <laughs> it's DV. not going to happen. Both guys are tired, and, yeah. and that's it. So. Uh, but no, looking forward to uh, to talking some some supercross. Of course, Rutledge Wood coming on, and I don't you don't know anything about him, but he seems like a good guy. Same, and, and I'm looking forward to talking to him. And Ricky Carmichael, you know RC a little bit. Yeah, you going to talk to him about that title chase? O two? No, no. What could have been DV? No. What could have been? It's uh no uh, nothing. Second. <laughs> That's all I got. That's it. That's all I got for you. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Uh, huge swing in the points, DV. Got Cooper Webb. We saw what he did in Daytona. And then he goes and wins the two Dallas races that, that were very start dependent, but they are what they are. And he got the starts. And he's got he's got a 12-point lead now. What the hell happened? Yeah, I think it, he's good. It's good. <laughs> it's, That's why we bring DV up, everybody. He's good. That's not um, – it's not the best. Um you know, if you ask me, like, uh, who's who's the best rider, like uh, skill wise, I would I would probably say Roxanne, maybe. Yep. Um, uh, there's stuff that that Coop does that I don't really like, um, especially when you see him going super tight in turns and kind of stop and then stay low. Mm-hmm. And he did way better at Dallas too, um, but some of the Orlando's and stuff, like, he still. Th- it makes it work, but right. I don't know why he goes in his turn so tight when he's by himself. Yep. Kind of like lose loses momentum kind of. But what's great about him is he put himself in position every time yeah. to, to to have the best results he can. Like you can see like Daytona, for example. Like uh, he, he was an off day, but right. he managed to pass a placing girl in the last lap and yeah. get second. Yeah. And then he gained points on Roxanne and only lost three on Tomac. So yep. that was that was great. 
And um, what's really impressive also, uh, he can adjust and adapt during a main event. He knows what he does bad, mm -hmm. and he changes all the time. Yeah, you know, change lines, and he doesn't get stuck in a rut forever. He, he kind of he has this uh, creativity to to change and to make the good decision. Like we see, like in um, the last race on Saturday, in the whoops, he started jumping, and yeah. then he, he, he started uh, uh, yesterday. You mean Tuesday? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yesterday. Uh, yeah, he started jumping. He started blistering. jumping <laughs> and then he blisting and jumping and then he he jumped and blissed and <laughs> he tried everything. Yeah, and then he ended up doing what was working for him: blisting at first, going three three inside. That worked. That maybe it wasn't like the best thing. Yeah, to do, but for him that was right. the best. And then he did that. Uh, there's a a triple on the. When they crossed the starting line, mm -hmm. there was that triple on the tabletop. Yep. He wasn't doing at the beginning, and Tomac was catching him by doing it yep. behind him. Yep. And he actually felt it. He felt Tomac catching him right there. And then you see him, after like six, seven laps, he went outside and did that triple on. Mm -hmm. And then that kind of kept the gap a little better because every time Tomac was like super close right yep. here. Yeah. And, and what Tomac did not do well is he kept going outside on that that upper turn thing, I don't know how you call it. Yeah, the uh, the, the elevator turn, yeah. Elevator yeah. turn, yeah. yeah. He kept going outside for yeah. 10 lap plus. I'm like, he lose contact every time. He, it seems like he was better by doing that triple on. Yeah, and he was better in the whoops. Better in the whoops. Yep. He was catching yep. all the way to that spot, and then you would lose like, yep. you know, 10, 15 yards doing that, that line, which g gave uh, Webb some breathing room. Yep. And then Webb figured out why he was coming. And that's what is good about Webb. Every race, he makes it work, even if he doesn't do it right. We can see Orlando too, like uh, in those whoops. I'm sure we're going to talk about the whoops, obviously in Orlando. But um, he, he he was jumping them like so fast too, like compared to the other guy where uh, Adam uh, yeah. crashed. Yeah, yeah, he was basically doing uh, was it three, four? Yeah, but yeah. he was blisting. Right, he was kind of like. Uh, Blisting the first one yep. and jump three rather than going in that pocket yep. like Adam was doing and right. went and over it, the balls. Yeah, going up. So he wasn't going in there. He was just like kind of blisting the 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 first big one. Yep. Jumping three and out. Um, that was that was great. And then Marvin was doing it in the e race and uh, I actually took a video of it and I sent it to Dylan. And says that's the way you do it. Yeah. Only only uh, Marvin was doing it in the e race. Everybody else was struggling. Uh, that's why I sent the video to, to Dylan. And in the main, uh, Marvin stopped doing it. Mm -hmm. And actually, Coop did it perfectly. Yeah, Osborne figured it out fast, too. Yeah. Um, you know what's impressive? And you've done this. You've been there. He ate shit pretty good in the whoops. Dude, he slammed his face in practice. Yeah, so. That was good. Yeah, I watched the. Yeah, the and, and then he comes back and he immediately puts on, like, the next practice. He's, he's wide open. He's second or third fastest. You know he was. Buzzed a little bit from that, right? It's it's, yeah. it's not that bad. You guys make it look like okay. It's you crash all the time. We're used to crashing, you know, like uh, stuff like this happen. Yeah, it looked bad, right? But you know, we're used to it. Yeah, it, that that shouldn't uh, for a guy like Cooper or maybe some other guys are gonna, you know, uh, slow down and take it easy for the rest of the night. Yep. But not a guy like Webb, you know. Yeah. yeah. Even if you too. If you put Tomac in his position, yeah, or, any of the guys, uh, yeah. any of the good yeah. guys, 
you know, we've seen uh, we've seen Baba Crush in practice and win. We've seen uh, yeah. maybe Chad or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they come back and right. it's like nothing happened. Uh, so it wasn't. Yeah, it looked bad, but well, I wasn't really surprised about that. What do you make of Roxon's drop off here? He, he was upset at Daytona. He got pushed wide, right? Big deal. But he was upset, and now he. Uh, how he do you, how do you get upset about that? I, I don't know, DV. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it's great. You, you gotta expect that. Cooper's going to do that if he's on the inside and, yeah. and he's racing you for the championship. But that thing was great. The strategy uh, uh, by by Webb was great. You got to make the guy you're racing with or against in the championship, you got to make him slow down and lose position. And then that was great. Right. That was a great move. He did not touch him. He did not do anything. Right. You're allowed to... Guys, watch uh, Froze uh, videos from the '90s. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he no, put I... you in the ABLs every right. every um, chance he got. Um, but, but so that that wasn't bad at all. No, no, no. And then so you know, a poor Dallas won this one. He got third, which is good. His first podium in three races, which is good. But he was off again. Like he he was right there. They they started one, two, three. Kenny was right on Tomac's wheel, and they pulled away a little bit. <clears throat> I think. What's going on with Roxon? So yesterday, those three guys. They're the same. You know, p- yep. people are going to say, oh, yes, they started one, two, three. They finished one, two, three. So the start is is the key. The start is not the key because you could actually pass guys. You know, like yeah. Anderson st- crashed on the start, came back six. So you you can actually pass on that track. Yeah. Right? You just have to find some a few things. Um, but what they don't do is I think they stay in their line. Like Tomac stay in, in his line. Like they the outside of the elevator turn, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then you got to... Um, same thing for a guy like Tomac. You're not allowed to make the mistake he made before the whoops. You mm-hmm. got to make sure. You, you, you got to uh, be worried about where your wheels are on the track before you open the throttle. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure your wheel in that in the, is in the rut because you, before you gas it, right? Um, so he should have made that mistake, obviously. But that's what I'm saying with with. With Coop is he always gets a few things here and there that makes him better because mm-hmm. he can adapt to the track changing or to uh, he figures out what line or what rut is better right away. You see him like try a bunch of things, you know, like at different races. He goes outside, inside. The other guys they stay in there. They're scared to 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 move to change stuff, right. you know. And I think that's the key. Uh, Obviously, those three guys, they're, like, so close. Uh, um, and how, how the only thing, the, the thing on Roxanne that I don't really like or mm-hmm. I don't understand, that he gets fired up on the post-race interview, mm-hmm. but not on the track. Right. You know, like, yeah, he says, Yeah, oh, he's not the type of guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, on the post-race interview, he says, when he's pissed, he's like, oh, uh, I can play oh, that yeah, game too. I'm ready for it. Like, I'm going to yeah. do it. Like, I'm ready. Like, yeah, I'm pumped up. I'm going to work hard. But, dude, five minutes ago, you were on the track. Just show us when you're on the track, you're pissed off. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't need to, to be pissed off on TV. It doesn't give you any more points, you know. So right. that's something we, we did not see yesterday. If you're pissed off and then you, you hate uh, Webb's guts, you gotta show us, yep. When you're on the yep. track, yeah. You know, you gotta ride a little bit like Basha, more aggressive. You see Basha ride uh, yesterday. He wants to pass the guy in front of him, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I don't see that from uh, 
from Kenny. But there's there's also other guys. They do the same thing uh, on post race interview. Uh, they're fired up. Yeah. Well, next week I'm 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 ready for it or whatever. Dude, you were on the track. You had 15 or 20 minutes to show that you pissed off. Yeah. Just do, yep. just do it on the how, track. How does Kenny? I I just I, look. I, I thought Kenny. Had, I thought he was going to run this thing. I thought he was going to run the table. He looked great. Bike looks great. I'm now at the point with uh, six races left. I don't know how he's going to make up 12 points, man. 12 points seems like 25 points. Uh, it's, I mean, don't you feel like right now that, that it's it's not done? I think it's it's uh, it's still a 50 50 chance. Obviously, you rather have 12 points lead than not. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, it can switch around. 12 points is nothing. You know, so uh, they both uh, Webb needs to be Webb is, is in the zone. You know, yeah. you see him. He's yeah. like he puts himself in position where he starts in front. He rides good. He's focused. Uh, he's well prepared. Um, it seems like they had his bike working pretty good for yep. his riding. You know, so maybe the it's not the best bike to go through the hoops. Maybe do you, you think? Know, but if Roxon if Roxon starts first. Yesterday, does he win? Does it does, does it end up like that? Like, but um, let's put it this way: um, he might, okay, he might, but uh-huh. uh, if Coop starts yeah, but third, they don't know shit. But if Cooper starts third, mm-hmm. he might win. Yeah, because he can find yeah ways, you know, to like you said, adjust. He adjusts, adjust, yeah, and yeah. look. Uh, how he passed, uh, I think in Orlando he passed Roxanne and Brayton, right? Yeah, kind of like the same, the same move Anto Lawrence did on those two guys yeah. yesterday. Yeah, that was good. Yep. You know, Roxanne could not pass Brayton. Normally, Roxanne on, should only stay two turns behind a Brayton, right? Right. right. Kind of. Yep. Brayton is a great rider, yeah. but, but yeah. Roxanne is, uh, you know, yep. a level above. Uh, but Coop gets there. He finds a way. He put himself in a position where. You know what? I'm not gonna deal with those guys. I'm passing both right away, mm-hmm. and that's why that tells me that even if Coop gets third, he might uh, might not stay third. He might get second or he might get first. Yeah. But the other guys, they they seem like they need to start first because they don't have the answers of, you know, um, adapting during the race to make it to make it work. Yep. Yeah, it uh, it's been interesting. The title's been interesting because it's swung it both 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 guys uh, early. Like I said, early on, you're like, can't, well, first of all, you're like, Tomax got this. Tomax should repeat. You know, I think he's the favorite going in, and then he's not been doing it. And I'm going to ask Carmichael about that here. He's coming up here shortly. And then uh, and then I'm all about Kenny. Kenny looks dominant. Kenny took three straight wins there in, in Indy. Looked great. And then now it's like I I don't know how anybody beats Cooper Webb right now. So it's been. Like just momentum swings either way, you know. I, I think it's it's um you, you gotta ask yourself the right question to have the right answers. You know, if you start saying, "Oh, I deep, need," it's deep. It's deep. I, I, if they start saying, "Hey, I need to, I need to start for us to win," they, they will not. They will not win. Uh, they need to to go past that. You know, that's mm-hmm. a very uh, primary thinking of, oh, I need to start first. We've we've heard it from Christian Craig earlier this season. Oh, I need to start in front of Colt to win. No. If you, have you seen uh, Dylan Ferrandez uh, all shot? No. No, I haven't. Not many times. Yeah. Maybe the last race in 19 in Vegas. Right. He doesn't. 
yeah. when he won races, he came through. You know, like when you got to adapt, you know, you got to find a way. There's always a few things. It, when the trucks are like, uh, everybody's kind of close, just a few details mm -hmm. makes you gain, they make you gain, you know, a few tenths a second. It's a huge thing. A few tenths on 10 laps is three seconds. Right. You know, like you, you, you got to find those things, Us. you know, to, 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 to be able to, to win. 702-586 Pulp. Give us a call. David Villeman in studio here. 702-586-7857 DV. The last show, we were giving away a fly racing coach's jacket. And we have 364 entries, I believe, for this. So pick a number between 1 and 364, please. Right now? Yes. Uh, I have no idea. I'm going to pick... 111. Okay. All right. JMB. JMB. All, uh, all right. We'll, we'll go through the entries and 111, you win the fly coach's jacket picked by David Villeman. David Villeman brought you by uh, Decal Works. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. They're officially licensed with all the OEMs. The expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Quality, service, and knowledgeable. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of the Red Bull KTM team with Cooper Webb and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna off-road team as well. DecalMX.com, the website. The best part is promo code PulpMX to receive 20% off your custom graphics. David Villeman brought to you by the folks at Decal Works. I just got some Project 500 stickers from those guys. What do I get it's if they brought me in? So I need to get some, right? I will give you um, some Art of Sport stuff. How's that? <laughs> do you want some Art of Sport body wash? Uh, uh, no. We're French. We don't, we don't okay. shower. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Good to know. Uh, DecalMX.com. Uh, use the code PulpMX to skip 20% off your graphics, everybody. Appreciate that. Ricky Carmichael coming right up here. Um, the 250 series has been absolutely nutty. We'll get into that a little bit. But, DV, so you've been working with Dylan Ferrandez. Uh, obviously, he's been back east. He's at, they got the go farm now. The star team does. Are you still uh, talking to him a lot? Are you still working with him? Uh, is, it, is it backed off a little bit because you're not able to really be there? Yeah, it's um. So I work with him all winter. He got hurt, so for months he didn't really ride. So mm -hmm. his preparation was not very good, um, not long enough. Uh, but um, yeah, we still um, talk. I give my input, but you know, when the team when he decided to stay there, and then the team going to Florida yeah. yep. and going to Florida earlier because they were there. Uh, from after Indy to uh, all the way to yeah, Dallas. I right. think they're coming back after Dallas. Oh, they are? Okay. Yeah. yeah. To California, I think. Um, so I'm not going to Florida. Yeah. So yeah, You're not going to do that. No, I'm not going to. Do you keep I'm in contact with them now all the time? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been texting. We didn't really text this weekend. But usually uh, I watch every practice, every um, yep. uh, ra e race main event. So I give my input. And if I see something... Uh, um, I tell him, you know, like what yep. the keys of the race or, yeah, yeah. or keys of the Key, track. Okay, okay, Jeff. Yeah, keys <laughs> of the track or um, whatever. So he's been fast. He he's got that amazing ride at Houston too, and he's been really good. Um, this weekend he was impressive, but then he dropped the last few laps. Was there a reason why? Did he? Did he no. say he just got tired? Or I don't know. Do yeah. you not say anything because I haven't heard from him. Uh, from he was the on race. the move. He got yeah. up into seventh or eighth or something. Looked good, and then he lost. Uh, Anderson got him back, and then um, uh, AP think, AP got him too. No, AP was in, always in front. 
Uh, I thought I he got AP. Yeah, no. Okay, anyway, AP was always was in the another, front. There was somebody else. But um, yeah, I think it's um, it's been fast. Uh, you clocked some good um, lap times at uh, Dallas one. Yeah. Uh, but you know, preparation Just a little short. Um, yep. New class, new everything, and I think it's it's tough to. Um, and I think it it works for a lot of guys. Um, these days, um, they want they want to ride as fast as they can, and they want the bike to help them do it. Right. Uh, which is doesn't work doesn't work that way. You know, you gotta uh, you cannot because no bike will be perfect for every situation. Exactly. Right. You cannot go from a two fifty ride the same way, uh, m- move on a 450 and expect the team or everybody to make the bike that you don't have to worry about your skills or what you do or and expect the bike to do the stuff for you right you know i think it's you have to to work on on the skill and on on the technique to make it work you know not too many people uh, uh made the switch the right way uh to be efficient on a 450, but that's something you have to learn. Yeah, you know, there's no, and I think. But overall, for, for Dylan, okay. he, he's waiting too much to get the bike the best he can, but that's not possible. Like it's not. Um, uh, yeah, I got you. Do you understand? Yeah, you, no, yeah. you have to uh, yeah. compromise. Yeah. I wonder. I'd like to talk to AP. I mean, he says it's a better bike than it was under factory Yamaha. Oh yeah, it looks very, yeah, yeah. It looks uh, way right. better. So it's, that, that part's it's more good. balance. You right. know, you remember Bosha being high from the back, yeah. and you know, uh, so the balance of the bike, you know, and then we we don't see uh, Dylan uh, on TV uh, either in practice or in a race. No. He's never really on TV. But the last couple of weeks we saw AP because he won his yep. two uh, eight races. Yep. The bike was really good. Yep. You know, if you put a uh, orange or red plastic on it. Um, all the Yamaha haters would say, "Oh, the bike is great, mm-hmm. looks, look good, right. right?" But there's this thing about the Yamaha that's not up to par, or whatever, which is not really fair. To, to um, say. But overall, have you been happy with this season, his speed and everything else? Or is I mean, what you mean? Got the podium? Like I think it's been good. Has it been great? No, but he's shown some serious speed. But, yeah, I think yeah, the results you know, are not there, but right. I think it shows uh, potential. Yes, yes potential yes. is there. Uh, but now, now you gotta you gotta score points. You gotta be top five and podium. Right. You know, like when you see guys in the top five, I think Dylan could be like a a, a Bosher guy yeah. or a placing guy. Yeah, get to get five. some podiums and then get five, five, six. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. but you cannot be like. A, uh, second faster, so make a podium, and then having a tough time being in yep. the top ten, you know, because you you make like a, a bad decision or whatever. But it's gonna, yep. it's gonna have to to learn, you yep. know, maybe the hard way. It's a tough, it's a tough year. I I, I was always against the the deep field uh, talk for yes. for uh, a decade, right? But this year you gotta give it to. Oh. You. He's to, coming around on the deep field. Yeah. He's coming he around on the deep field. He hasn't been that deep Tweet in this a while. out. Tweet it out. No. DV, it, in 2021, DV admits it's a deep field. <laughs> Thank you. It, there's a lot of guys. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. Do, do they, uh, do they, um, are they as good as their names on the jersey? 
sometimes. I don't think so. But they good guys. Right. Yeah. Um, no problems on Anderson's pass on Ferrand. Zero. Yep, I, I knew that already, but I wanted to get that zero. clarification. Right? Zero. Zero. Uh, actually, I'm, uh, I posted on Facebook something. Um, the pass, the placing your pass on, on freeze was worse. Yeah. Do you agree? Yes. Yeah, I do. Yeah. He wanted to yeah. take him out. Yeah. He, yeah. he wanted to put him on the, on the ground. Right, right. But I don't think... Anderson yeah. wanted to make a didn't crash. You know, they yeah. were kind of shit happens. But you, you cannot, in the first few laps, you cannot not scrub a triple yep. like Dylan did. He doesn't jump the triple straight up. So the guy behind just scrubbed the shit out of it. Yep. And then you cannot go right way outside, <laughs> way outside on, the, on the entrance with yeah. these like crazy people in the back. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, it's, it's good. Stuff like this is going to happen. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I'm. I'm uh, nothing wrong with uh, the pass on Dylan. Nothing wrong with the pass on uh, Malcolm. Um, right. But what about what about Malcolm's attempt on Anderson? <laughs> I, I, I love his uh, Instagram yeah. post. Try to square him up. I want to square him up. <laughs> you, you can say to to your fan base this for the guys that stay in line for your autograph. They might buy this <laughs> and buying it. You no. wanted to put him in the cheap seats yes. because. Your ego was touched, right? You know, because you got passed right. pretty bad. But no, you wanted to take him out, and then you failed. Uh, Vertex Pistons. Every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna comes with a Vertex piston in the engine. DV, did you know that from the factory? No. Sixty-five years ago, Vertex Pistons was founded in a small workshop in northern Italy. Today, they're OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna. Uh, gas gas as well as beta and tm uh two-stroke and four-stroke pistons uh please email sales at pivotworks.com to get a 25 percent discount on pistons you can use it for your retro build i actually use their uh, gasket and seal kit oh yeah the you wrench know. rabbit kit or the whole just the gasket and seals no just gasket oh, okay. and seals right. but i use vertex uh 1998 1999 yeah. oh, my Vert- fa- factory uh yamaha gp bikes that vertex piston in there there we go so uh, vertex pistons is pleased and proud to bring you our first guest of the night this man has a 150 wins in supercross and motocross he's the uh, uh the analyst on nbc sports as well for supercross and he once battled dv for a championship it's ricky carmichael what's up rc how are you Ah, uh, dude what's up are, are you uh where are you man i'm back home i flew back yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, same same. I I flew back and uh glad to be home for just what a day and a half. I was right. supposed to be home a little earlier than I was supposed to be. Uh but American Airlines uh had other plans. Yeah. But anyhow. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, yeah. So I'm in Tally for a day right, and a half. Right. Uh I'm not, I'm not going to go back for the third one. I'm staying home. I'll sit on my couch and take it all in. So Well, um, there you go. Right. Um so thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Uh look, this you know how things go with with racers getting on rolls and everything else, and I was just talking to DV about this. Like I, after Roxon swept Indy, I'm like he looks unbelievable. That new bike looks unbelievable. I'm like he's got it all together. I, I'm like I think this is it. I think he's going to do it. He's got a 16 point lead, I think, at one point. And now mm-hmm. RC uh, webs up 12, and I I'm all I'm all about Cooper Webb right now. <laughs> the, the momentum is just crazy. Like I don't see, and now I don't see how Kenny. Gets these 12 points back. DV's not with me quite on that, but it just feels yeah. like a, a tidal wave for Roxon, and now it feels like a tidal wave for Webb. Well, I mean, certainly certainly Cooper Webb, and and I watch how he's been, been able to, to manage championships uh, through his out, throughout his 250 career. 
his 450 career in 2019, and it, it was really, you know, I really appreciate that. And, and that's where I struggle on the broadcast is trying to um, explain that to our viewers. Is and, and people give me a lot of crap about, oh, you're on the web wagon, but I understand his ability and what he is capable of doing, uh, it, like I said, as far as managing a championship and and how strong he is mentally and that that i i just i feel like he's in the right place at the right time i feel like last year at the beginning of the series um he some something was up Mm -hmm. and he wasn't telling us something he was just too far off the mark that 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 i believed and then this year even though kenny had a good start i was watching cooper webb um, you know, like, like behind the scenes, I'm like, man, he's, he's pretty good. You know, he's pretty good. And then you look back and you, and you see what happened a couple of races. He's playing with the air shock and DV. You know yep. all about this. I mean, he's at the, the first five races, he's testing, he's not racing. And that, that, that's huge. You know what I mean? Like when, it, when there's a big difference from testing and racing and because of the schedule this year, you don't have a lot of time in between races mm-hmm. to, to work out things and go into the next weekend ready to race. So you're still trying things. And that makes a, you know, it, it, it makes a big impact. So those are the things that I watch and I take into account. And I don't always talk about that stuff because you don't have the time and right. all that fun stuff. And anyhow, so when we went to Indy, um, he started, he, he, he reverted back to just a really coil over spring, you know, tie spring, regular shock. And as soon as they went to that and they're just like, okay, this is what we got. It's consistent. Boom. He starts going better in practice. Mm-hmm. Well, then, then when he does better in practice, uh, he starts doing better in his heat race and the consistency was there. And then once that consistency got there, then he's able to just race, you know, he's not testing. And if there's an issue and it's not working perfectly, he can ride around it, but he knows what he's got at the end of the day. And that's why I think he, he is in, he, he's in the best position right now. I think the only, the only thing that he's going to be faced with that could be a challenge is we're going after, after Arlington, we're going to be all open air stadiums. And at that point, it's anybody's game. Yeah, it could be, could be weather. Um, we were talking about Roxon, and we all like Roxon. I mean, he rode for you, Ricky, yeah. over there, and, and we all like Roxon. But, DV, you were saying, like, okay, the, the, the words on the podium afterwards, on the words on the, on the Daytona broadcast are fine, but then back it up. Back up your anger, right, DV? Like, do something. And that's what you were saying. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Right. I'm like, um, I love the, that he's pissed, you right. know, like – I would be maybe. I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, what Webb uh, did to him. But you'd be pissed, but, yeah. Yeah. So you know you have a opportunity. Just back it up. Just right. show us like you piss on the track and he hasn't done it. And yeah. then this weekend the post race interview, he's like uh, almost like, uh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad I'm still in it or whatever. Like keeping the dream alive. It's keeping yeah. the dream alive. There's no dream. <laughs> it's, it's not a dream. It's right. like you gotta go for it. Right. One, you gotta, yeah. I honestly thought, RC, I thought I was watching them. I thought Roxanne would do something in practice. I thought something like just whatever. Not 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 a T bone, nothing like that, but just like, hey, fuck you, right? Like what you know, screw you, Webb. Yeah, and, but I don't you know, I don't think Kenny Kenny's not that guy. 
you know yeah i that yeah. in my opinion i don't right. i don't feel like it uh, he he's that person you would have done it that's what you would have well, done of that of course i would but <laughs> yeah. but i'm not yeah right i i mean i'm not ken roxon no, you know, I know what i mean I know. and yeah yeah you know it, like and that's the thing like yeah you you would think that ken would do that but ken isn't that guy cooper webb is like if there's if if these guys are on a heater and 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 Cooper knows it and he happens to be in front of him, I I think he's the kind of guy that he's like not gonna totally get out of the way. He's gonna right. make you have to work to get around them. And you know what, dude? If 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 that's his thing, that's his thing. I'm not hating on it. I mean, mm-hmm. and I'll be honest with you. If if I knew DV was on a on a hot lap. Uh, you know, I'm not going to go out of my way to get out of his way. Right, why, right, why would, right. It's kind of like what a, it's kind of like what Tomac said. Tomac told us in in one of our interviews that we or when we were talking with him to get some information for the broadcast. He's like, he doesn't want to help AC that much because right. if he helps AC, he's just making his job a lot harder. So it's the same thing. If I want to roll over for DV, why would I want to do that? I'm going to make it hard. I mean, the guy's already hard enough to to, to beat. Why would I want to make my job even harder, right? Yeah. So, I have, you know, I I I I see both sides, but Kenny's not that guy. You know, right, he's just right. he he's just not. He's not going to do. I don't feel like he's going to do something like that where others would. Seven zero two five eight six. Pulp, you got a question for Ricky Carmichael or David Villeman? Give us a call. Brought to you by VertexPistons.com. I just I wanted to see something, but uh, yeah, you're right. He's not that guy. I just I just like dude. We all do, yeah, man. I mean, we you, all do. We, we all do. We but, all yeah. do for sure. If, if you want to do something, uh, just do it when it counts, though. What would you do with that in practice? You know, you're I gonna, don't know. You're gonna piss him off. Even uh, yeah, worse, yeah. You know, like, so definitely Webb would be fired up, and maybe that would get worse. Count. Right. And then you haven't seen him like. Uh, uh, we haven't seen a straight battle between those two in a while, so maybe next time they'll together on the track. I mean, he's gonna have to do something. He's gonna have to try to pass him somehow. Yep. Because you know we're talking about Webb now as momentum, but you know on Saturday, let's say Roxanne wins and and Webb gets uh, third. That's a it'd be yeah, eleven seven, points. Yeah, it'd be or, seven, point, seven points. Yep. Seven points, and that's anybody's game. You right. Know? So, DV, but let me DV. Let me ask you this though. Like, don't you feel that Kenny was in a great spot to take advantage of the position that he was in? He was third in line. He could see both what what Eli was doing, uh, probably not as much as what Cooper was doing, but what like, don't you think he was in the in the best scenario or no? Because I would, I would, I really respect what your opinions. What do you not think Kenny was in the prime spot? Yes, I, I always love being behind because uh, I, yeah. you can see everything and then you can pick your spot. You can p- put yourself in a position where when you see like you're better uh, at one spot than the guy in front of you, you're going to make sure you're like, on his ass right before that spot and just try to make a move, right? Uh, and especially with Tomar going, I was talking uh, about that uh, with Steve earlier, uh, on that um, elevated turn, Tomac was going outside, losing a lot of time. Uh, he's, he's done that for like a dozen laps. Uh, and, you know, Roxanne is behind. He's, he needs to take advantage of this. You know, like, and, and it, has, it was no fire almost. You know, he was just riding his race. You know, I, I didn't think the pace was uh, uh, 
amazing. Yes, it was. But, you know, you, you see uh, lap times like uh, Anderson that was going through the pack was riding pretty yeah. much the same speed. So it's not yeah, like they were was. it's not like they were on all the level speed wise. Yeah. You know, I think they maybe had a little bit in them. You know, what I really like about Webb is his corner speed too. Like he's he's very smooth. He keeps his momentum. You, you don't see like a roost, a lot of roost in his uh it means like he doesn't yeah. uh, stop and go. Um and that's what I like. And Roxanne is kind of that kind of rider, too. Yeah. He rolls his turn a lot. So uh, it's an advantage when you, you're trying to catch a tomac. That's kind of like more like harsh, you know, right. like stop and go, makes the little slides here and there. Um, but, yeah, seriously, when I saw those guys, one, two, three, after the first slide, I'm like, dude. That's going to be... This is perfect. Yeah. That was going to be insane. Yep. You know? And then that was kind of like... Uh, <laughs> but it's not yeah. about the track, though. Everybody yeah, says, yeah. oh, this track is you can't pass. Yes, you can because Anderson crashed on the start, came back to sixth. Yep. So you can actually Barcher, pass. Barcher made some moves. Yeah, yeah. same thing. You, you can. You just have to adapt and find a way somewhere, you know? And yeah, I don't yeah. see that. I will tell you guys this, and, and, and you guys you guys are professionals at what you do. And so what we saw uh, on that 450 main being in the broadcast booth, those are one of the hardest races to 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 commentate and give analysis on because it's like you got one foot in and one foot out. They're they're like ten bike lengths gap between both of them, and you're like waiting for something to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, ah, uh, you're like, okay, yeah, he hit that corner good. He hit that corner good. Right. Like, okay, okay, well, this is what he needs to do. So you explain that, and you're like, you're waiting for a move. And you're waiting for the other shoe to drop it, <laughs> and it never does. And 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 honestly, yeah, they pulled away from Kenny a little bit. But and, and that's what I said. I I thought Eli was waiting for the last lap to pass. Mm-hmm. And, and and but other than Eli making that mistake in that one corner, that's really it for the for the top three guys. You right, know what I mean? Right. Um. You're, yeah. You're right. Did you? I don't know how you feel about this RC, but we know DV's feelings. The guys aren't really blitzing whoops anymore. No. And, and DV, no. DV's irate at this on social media. Chad's not happy. Uh, where do you stand with this, RC, on, on these well, guys? Well, I think, I, honestly, I, I feel like, uh, I feel like um, Moosecan has, has started this from several years ago. And, uh-huh. and I, here's the thing. I don't like the race to be separated by just the whoops. I don't right, want it right. to be a whoop competition. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I I want it to be a straight up race, and the best guys win. If it's going to be a whoop competition, then make the whoops gigantic. Make them Vol- Volkswagen Beetle bugs, and then <laughs> the guy who's best in the whoops is going to win. It's going to be a blowout, and then the people on online are going to complain. I want it to be close enough, and 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 if there's an option, like there kind of was this weekend, yeah. Webb started to revert back to jumping because he knew. That, that was his best, most consistent option, and Eli wasn't comfortable with that, and Eli was still blitzing it. So I like to see that balance. What I don't like to see from a racing standpoint is I don't like it to be a, a competition. I like it to be a race. That's my opinion. Right, right. So you don't want it to be uh, the second <laughs> of the 2003 season? <laughs> no, no, exactly no. Yeah, see, CDV, you know. You know all about it. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, it's like, it's not a competition. It's a race. Uh, yes, I understand. But uh, even with those whoops, the way they are, 
uh, even Orlando or whatever, you yeah. can still bless those. Uh, you know, like uh, you rode in the early 2000s. You remember the rules there were. You, could, you wouldn't even think jumping in them, you would break your forks. <laughs> See, yeah. no, you're, no. Well, that's the thing. It's like I remember me and Fonseca, we'd be walking the track and like, Dude, I hope we can jump these things. <laughs> I hope we can jump these things if they were gnarly and big. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, no, and I'm I'm being straight up. It's like if they get the, there's a breaking point, and I think it's a trend right now. And I think you guys are going to think I'm crazy, and the people listening and tuning in, it's like I feel like the bikes have exceeded the the whoop size. Whoops are pretty much the same size for the most part as they were when DV and I were racing and you know, the technology and the bikes are better. So the whoops need to, if, if people want these riders to be forced into blitzing the whoops mm -hmm. and they don't want them to have the option to jump, then make them bigger, make them bigger, steeper and make the, the, the crevices in between each whoop 10 times steeper. So you can't get yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah, but, but at the same time, then people are going to get hurt. But man, Marv has made some of these gnarly whoop sections really work. Like, yeah, but still, he's made it seriously, work. I, I, okay, you want to jump? A jump is cool. But seriously, a, a factory 450 guy that goes in and jump only three in, right? Yep. Uh, seriously, uh, <laughs> just just. Jump one more. Just try one more. Just go full one time. You know, they, you're not going to get fine. You're not going to get dogged by a got a girl because right. you jump four in. Please, one right. time. I've right. been, and I've been texting Marvin and, and uh, Dylan. I'm like, guys, it's 2021. I was jumping 3-3 at Phoenix Supercross in 98 on a YZ125. I'm like, dude, just one more. It's okay. like yeah, yeah. three, what? Ten feet more? You yeah. cannot go ten feet more with a four you, you, factory you gotta, 450 rather than right. a one twenty five uh Yamaha. Right. Dude, go four. At least right. right? But <laughs> hey, hey, I wanna I wanna divert real quick. Yeah. So I I read an interview and Mathis, I'm gonna give you a hard time right now. Okay. So you did an interview with the king. Yep. And you said about the goat. Yes. And he's like, Hey, the goat this and I don't think you should be called the goat. And hey, and 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 I want to start off by saying, like, no, I never like no, yeah, it, jumped up and down and right. said, "Hey, man, can you guys call me this?" <laughs> like, I want to be to this. I don't. I I could give two craps about that, yes, right? Right. So, anyhow, I was reading. I was reading this article, and I'm like, "What if?" So, Jeremy is the king of Supercross. There's no doubt about it. I don't think anyone's ever going to touch his his records. 110%. I just, uh, it's so far out with the parody that they have this year. And so what, so what, what is your determination between the King and the goat? Like, like, like I said, I, it's not like I was begging for someone yeah, yeah, to call yeah. me that. And it was funny how M MC says they said that they wanted, they wanted, like they, they needed for me to come up with a nickname. I mean, before the goat, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I had a nickname. It was RC, right? Right. Yeah. I, I don't. So, yeah. And Matt Walker gets credit for this because Matt Walker is the guy who came up with it. So I'm blaming Matt Walker. Yeah. Can we, yes, no, everyone, seriously. all the fans and everybody, please blame Matt Walker <laughs> no, for calling seriously. this. But 
So, so if what if what if motocross and supercross was a grand grand no. national championship? Yeah, then, 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 then what would you? Who, then who's the best? Okay, uh, Ricky, <laughs> I'm gonna stop you right here, right now. <laughs> the, you you, you got to stop being nice. You know, at one point, remember how oh, fierce you were on the, on the bike, or how you almost T-boned totally at the Butts Creek, at the at the bottom of the hill. You got to be like this in the booth, buddy. You know, you got you, you got to stick it to them. You know, yeah. you're the best ever. There's no question about it. There's no question. There's no. You're the greatest ever. That doesn't matter who gave you the freaking nickname. There's nobody else. You know, you went through everybody. You ended uh, MC's career. You had to deal with freaking Reed. That was amazing. With Bubba. You're yeah. going to piss and off Mathis. No, I'm not. <laughs> what you're I'm saying not. right I'm now. I'm not. Well, and then, you hey, know, what, are the, what are the, so in, in hockey, and on the, no, how do, you, on, how, do you guys go, do you guys go by win percentage and starts? And averages, how do you guys determine who's I the best? I feel like outdoors I feel like outdoors motocross and supercross are so different. Right? Like they I, are. I they feel are. like they're so different that if you're gonna be the GOAT then I feel like you had to have both win records. No, nah, it's, it's just stop it. Oh, <laughs> no, that, that's just, big, dude. Who's I mean, a, that's, I, I'm with you. I yeah. basketball, who's the GOAT? I, I, Jordan. Jordan. Jordan, right? Bill Russell has 11 championships. Jordan only has six. Right. Okay, we don't say Bill Russell is the GOAT because he has the more thing. <laughs> the greatest of all time uh, is right. MJ. Right. In, in our sport, in dirt bike racing, there's no competition. It's Ricky and then there's somebody. Others. No, After, no DV is being too nice. No, I'm DV not being too nice. Too You're nice. being too nice. And I'm going to tell you one more thing is <laughs> you, you're too humble on the broadcast. He is too humble on the broadcast. Just, I, I agree with just that, Ricky. stop. No, you're the, because you're I the best. You, guys, dude. No, it's not respect. You, you got to stop being humble. At one point, you, you, you were the baddest motherfucker on the, the race their bikes. Well, dude. I appreciate that. It, but dude, it, it, like... it, it, you're not going to disrespect MC, but you know what? You're the, you're the best. You know, you, no. you got to live in, uh, with your time at one point. And MC was the best Supercross um, uh, racer of all time, the best record. Yes, 100%. Was he, did he change the, the sport at one point? Yes. But you changed the sport even more. Yeah, you, you, t you took it to, to the next level. The only thing that you did, uh, or I don't know who did, the only thing that you did not do great is coming from the roof at the U.S. Yeah, that wasn't his fault. That, worked, yeah, okay. well, that wasn't my fault. That's I understand. For another, that's for another show on, on yeah, Pulp yeah. MX. Yeah, but <laughs> that's the only thing. That, that, that's something that screwed you a little bit. That right? wasn't my idea, by I, the way. I understand, yeah, yeah. but that's the only thing. The rest is... <laughs> Listen, I, I, I watched what if you every practice, every eat races, every main event. And, <laughs> dude, you got to stop being nice. You know, like, don't get walked over by guys like that. You say, no. You know what? Be like more like Shaq. Be like Shaq with <laughs> against uh, Yo, TNT, dude. How good is that? Yeah, yes, NBA? you gotta so be. Good. You gotta be Shaq, and then the rest of the guys gonna yeah, be Barkley. You gotta punch yeah, him she, down. Shaq does hammer those guys, doesn't he? Yeah, be, and he only has four rings. Right. You only have four rings. Right, right. Beat them down. I, I listen to this. I'm like, dude, are you serious? Come on, Ricky, just just stick them in. Well, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I appreciate these guys, though. That's the thing. It doesn't matter. You kind of appreciate them and tell them. TV doesn't doesn't see the softer side of me because we were fierce competitors. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I understand. But you got to be like this in the booth. Come on. When somebody says like that, I'm like, even to these days. Like, hey, McAdoo screwed up this weekend. Dude, you you, you can't do that. You can't do what he did. And Jason Anderson, love the dude, love hanging out with him. We have a great time together when we're hanging out. You can't go down the woods, the side of the woods, and grab a handful of throttle. You grab fold, get wide open right. on the flat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you can't. So I am kind of, I'm like, I'm, I'm letting it hang out in the booth a little bit. Um, well, I'm glad DV's like this way, considering you stole his O2 title, Ricky, right from, oh, right from him. You just stole it. Shit. Just stole well, it. I blame Don Maeda for that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but people, so many people always talk about the O2 season. Yes, I was, I had a 20-point lead. But 23, you, I think. No, 20. Okay. You, you got you to <laughs> go back in history and look back. <laughs> it, from the outdoors 2000, uh, right. when Ricky finished a championship, he never lost it. Right. So am I going to say... Yeah, you should. The only one guy in the world (laughs) on the planet. Am I going to say, hey, I would have won? No, because historically, when Ricky finished his championship from the 02 season, from the uh, 2000 outdoor season, he never lost a championship. I have no way. He he could have beat me even if I stayed. You know what, though? It would have been interesting because I think he would have put, Ricky, I think he would have put points on him. But I still think there was DV with the way DV was riding, like it would have came down to the very end. Yeah, but you know, eight races to go. I know, but it's twenty points and twenty points. Eight times three is twenty-four. So even if I get second every time, I I, I would have had to beat him, you know, a couple times. Okay. And it's tough to do. It's Ricky <laughs> Carmichael, you know. Despite what he thinks, he's the baddest mofo to ever race a freaking dirt bike. So uh, it's tough, you uh, know. <laughs> so that's my point. There you my go. Point RC. There it is. Oh, did we lose Ricky? We yeah, might have lost We him. lost it. It's Tallahassee doesn't have 5G yet. What's that? Maybe oh, Tallahassee. Yeah, Tallahassee doesn't have 5G. Oh, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to him right away. Uh, I, I, I do agree that he should should be harsher on these guys for sure. I mean, it's not as – Even as, when they uh, talk about, uh, you, know? you know, and no disrespect to anybody, but at one point you got to put people in their spot. You know, even to this day, if if MC and then Ricky goes to the whoops, I, I think Ricky's gonna be better. In okay. 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. So, uh, it, it's it, you know, um, y- you gotta you know show uh, respect, and I don't think Ricky uh, get the respect he deserves for what he's done. Right. He has right. a. Uh, we got a question for you here, DV. Before we get RC back here, and then. Uh, Rutledge Wood coming up here shortly. Uh, Skippy's on four. Skippy, what's your question for DV? DV, how's it going, man? Good, good. Good. Hey, so I'm I'm curious what uh, what privateers uh, you know have put out some stuff this season as far as either grit or just technique or uh, something along those lines that uh, you've been really impressed with. Some guy, somebody that is not uh, a factory rider. Uh, that's tough to say. Uh, you got to respect Cheese for. Getting in the main every weekend. That's that's the thing, and always seems like to make it work when it counts. But um, I can you know pivot from your from your question and answer it a little differently. We were talking about the whoops, yeah. And uh, you see, like um, uh, Arlington one, 
Uh, there was people jumping after yeah. that. You know, after that double. Yeah, yeah. They had a ton of speed, and guys were still jumping it. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, you know, Webb had a kind of trouble, and then uh, some other guys, uh, Roxon was were jumping in that main line. But when you see like uh, Wilson, Anderson, Plessinger, they were going through them like so fast, you know. Yep. And that shows you like those guys, they're not really. Uh, yeah, Anderson is maybe a podium guy, kind of. But the the rest of the guys, they're like top five, top ten guy, you know. Uh, if they can do it, it means like the other guys, they can also bless them. Right. You know. Yep. Um, as fast as fast as you can. So, but as far as privateer, uh, uh, you, cheers. Cheers is a good one. You catch me yeah. off guard a little okay. bit. But right. I have to think about that. All right. Thanks, Kippy. Next yeah, qu- no worries. Cheers, guys. Next question for DV. Logan, what's up? What's your question for David Billiman? <laughs> Yeah, I just uh, I just want to know what he thinks about what the difference is and what domination, like how Ricky used to dominate races and how, you know, like I feel like Cooper Webb, Eli Tomac was on the whole race. Is it just a talent thing or is it a bike thing or a skill level? Like, I just want to know what he thinks about that. Uh, don't get me started on the talent thing because that's something I don't believe in, uh, first of all. But, um, uh, no, it's uh, dedication, uh, work, drive, uh, priorities. Uh, when you get to this level, you got to be in a zone where there's nothing else, you know, uh, uh, nothing else matters. You know, what matters is uh, your work. Uh, there's no... Uh, uh, going shopping with your wife. Uh, there's no going to Disneyland. There's no uh, going to the beach. Uh, we have that drop. We there, have the drop. There is no. We're not gonna. We're not gonna play the drop. Yeah, but it, I've been saying that forever. And the guys that are successful. That's what they do. They they don't get. Uh, uh, they stay focused on what they have to do. I, and you see, like Webb. You see uh, Tomac, for example. The last last few years, there are the two guys, right? Yeah. There's no. Uh, uh, effing around on social media, being clowns, you know, it's only like a race report, uh, a photo from the race, or uh, I'm pissed, uh, I sucked, or thanks for my team, great weekend, that's it. Yeah. There's no stories of being stupid or being at the at the beach or, or Disneyland. Or uh, The focus is there. Tomac and, and Webb, they, they're competitors. They want to win. You know, they work hard. Uh, they kind of like in the shadow of all the guys they want to Show everything. You, you have no life when you're one of those guys. No, when, when and and I was the same. Yeah, uh, we were talking uh, to Ricky earlier, but I was racing him, so I had to be. Uh, I had no uh, no life either. I was uh, waking up in the morning. I was uh, motoring. Uh, I was training and getting in the zone to be the best I can be. If you want to be that guy, if you want to be in the front and winning, you you cannot. Um, uh, just go off of that road of success, you know, like every time you do something different, uh, that, oh, it's off day, I'm going to go surfing, no, off day, you know why, you you rest up, you stay on your couch, you watch Netflix, you rest, so the next day, you're 100% to go back to work and to be efficient, if you go, yeah, surfing, jet skiing, or this, or effing around, then the next day, you're not 100%, you're tired, you saw you're not be you're not going to be efficient in your work, and that's going to affect your performance. And that's what um, I think Webb and Tomac. When Tomac was like a, a cyborg winning, and then when you see Webb right now, and what I love about Webb, he wins, he does a fist pump, he looks like he lost. 
yeah. because he expects to win. That's his job. Ricky was the same. You know? Yes, you can be super happy when you win a championship. I understand that. But when you win races, you paid to win races. You you just did your job. You know, if you get third, you actually did not do your job yet. Right. You know, so um, thanks, Logan. Thanks for the call, man. Yes, sir. And, and yep. as always, don't forget. I mean, wake up, Supercross. <laughs> eat Supercross. <laughs> Shit, Supercross, <laughs> fuck Supercross, <laughs> and sleep Supercross. There we go, everybody. Wise words from David. That's Bellamy. it. Uh, we're working on getting Ricky back. Uh, his phone might have died there. But uh, for now, uh, let me tell you about Artisport, one of the fastest growing new body and skincare planet brands on the planet. Ken Roxon's a part, part, uh, partner in this as well as guys like James Harden. Uh, I use the deodorant, the body wash, all of that. Uh, the products are formulated with a natural botanical ingredients to keep you smelling fresh all day. Even better, they leave out the bad stuff. Uh, award-winning products from ESPN, Sports Illustrated, GQ, and more. All products under ten bucks. DV, I'm going to give you some of Artisport. Um, All great, and uh, you can get. We don't. It. We don't use deodorant. I know, but maybe you can try to use some of it now. I know uh, you're French, but does Spooky like those on you? Yes, yeah. she, she loves it. Uh, charcoal face wash, any dandruff shampoo, all of it under ten bucks. Uh, we're going to bring in our first guest, or next guest, I should say, brought to you by Artisport.com. He has been the uh, uh, the pit commentator at a couple of races this year. He does work with the NASCAR guys. He's got a Netflix show, uh, a couple of the Netflix shows going on. He's a very, very busy guy. You may remember from Top Gear a few years back. It's Rutledge Wood. What's up, man? How are you? Good. How you guys doing? Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. I really, really oh, appreciate my, it. My pleasure. I'm sure you're a busy guy. And uh, Blair Army. You know, I didn't know if you wanted to hide from Blair Army or not, but uh, <laughs> uh, thanks for uh, for calling in. So, Rutledge, what? Um, you, look, you've been around Supercross a while. You, you've, I think you were around a few years back, even. So it's not like your first yeah. time ever seeing the sport. I remember seeing you at Anaheim or something. Um, That's right, A one A one twenty fourteen. Yeah, the first one I got to cover. What do you think of our sport? What do you think of Supercross? I love it, man. I love it. Uh, shout out to the Blair Army. The the funny thing is, um, here's what I know about the sport. It's it's incredible. Uh, the athleticism it takes is is so insane. The stuff that I see each time I'm there, I learn more and more. You know, I'm so fascinated by people like Dirtworks and who those guys are and the way they look at. You know, a situation we saw when I was down in Orlando, man, it was it was raining bucket yep. at, at noon. And we came out there, and for that team to be so good and so efficient and we did not have a crap race that night was unbelievable. Like, that, yeah. just there's so few places in the world where you would have a team that's that good and that qualified. So, uh, for me, I'm one of these people that I absolutely love the sport. Um, I, of course, was a, was a big uh, Carmichael fan and – um, and, and MC and uh, James Stewart. I mean, I've, I've Chad Reed. It's hard not to love right. so many of these guys that we've been watching forever. So the funny thing I can tell you is I learned the first time I covered A1 is that Supercross fans are different. And to me, mostly, <laughs> I'll just hit it right on the on the head. I don't mind going after it. Here's what it is. It's a bunch of really insecure dudes that think if someone new comes in, that it's like a band that, that everyone loves because they haven't been signed. And then right. the moment you hear them on the radio, they're the same people. They're like, all oh, these guys sold out. You bet they sold out every damn seat yeah. because they wanted to be able to pay for stuff. So that's what I think is funny about not all of them. I don't want to blanket it. But the brothers right. that, yes, like, of course. Yeah. That, that are disturbed by someone like me coming in, they're really funny because they're also the most transparent people. Like, I feel bad. This guy on Twitter today picked on me, and he's like, this redneck needs to go back to NASCAR. And I pointed out 
the irony of a person wearing an affliction shirt saying that, and the dude changed his picture, and I felt so <laughs> bad about it. I was like, bro, you don't have to do that. The cool thing is, yeah. and I think you probably saw talking to to Daniel, but like, dude, Daniel's awesome. I love Will. She and I have a bunch of uh, of friends in common from her covering Rally Cross. Of course, mm-hmm. one of my best friends, Tanner Fauci, I did talk here with, but. I knew at Orlando because it had been a few years since I've been covering race. I was at Atlanta last year. That was the last event I got to take my daughters to because, again, I'm a fan. Yeah. And it's funny. Um, I knew that people were going to be like, "Who? who's this guy? Right. But it's a, it's a funny thing because they their first thought is, well, I must be there to take Daniel's job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not how this stuff works. And I get that people don't understand television, and a lot of these fans don't. The, at least the, this vocal minority, they truly don't get motorsports. And that's okay. That's not their job. But, you know, to have the experience of someone like Daniel, who is elbow to elbow with Ricky, and, and dude, when someone looks at, like, I loved watching him Saturday night at Arlington when he watched Roxon out of the gate. Dude, Daniel was a rocket. He flew over there, went right to it, and was like, hey, guys, here's the camera. Give me what I need. Because if people, and I know a lot of people don't know, but, you know, our job on the TV side is to constantly look for things that, hey, here's something we can sell. Yeah. Here's an idea. Here's this and that. Well, I am not that guy during a race. And you, there's a reason why. It's because that's not my job, and right. I'm not there to add that. I'm there to help people understand, like, how big this stuff is, the people it, 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 it really takes. I was on the phone earlier with – with uh, with Ricky, we were talking this afternoon, just kind of recapping everything. And it's funny because Ricky had no idea where the flaggers came from. Right, right. <laughs> and I just want to point out that I get one person at home may not get that, but guess what? Like yeah. the the question I raised today is like, well, what if you don't know what people really want to see? Like, what if they have a different feeling of you? The reason that Top Gear worked and we did seven years and 72 shows is because if you were into cars, we would give you that information. And that's, that's what I am. I love cars. I love everything with an engine, but guess what? The reason that so many wives and girlfriends and kids love that show is because we were just idiots being idiots talking about the same sort of stuff that you and I would. So that's in a nutshell, like that's kind of where I, I come from. So I don't mind the, this small it's only been like 10 dudes honestly that have had anything to say one guy (laughs) put up a brilliant meme that i just want to say i get it like i have a great sense of humor as a person i i think things are funny i've i've laughed a lot of my life somebody put up this meme and it was a picture of jason momoa on a red carpet and it was like a a good broadcast and jason momoa was running up on whoever the actor was and it said rutledge wood i just want you to know dude that's funny. I, I can absolutely laugh at that. Here's what makes me not laugh at a person like that. Whoever that dude is, is so scared and insecure as a human being that he's not even, that's not even his page. Yeah. So I don't know how to tell people like, bro, I made it through eighth grade in Alabama. There's nothing on the internet that a stranger is going to say that's going to genuinely affect me in any capacity. Yeah. So yeah. as you know, everybody's got an opinion. Right, they're not always right. And, like, the the day they announced Top Gear and they used a picture, here's what I should tell you. NASCAR used to tell me I had to wear a a tuxedo to the banquet. And I thought that was dumb. Because, to be fair, half of our fans don't wear shirts in the grandstands. Why do I need to wear a tuxedo (laughs) and act like I'm a big deal? It's not not my thing. There's a reason I wear jeans and, and a plaid shirt everywhere. 
So I decide one year I'm going to make fun of these guys back. So I went and got a rental tuxedo in Las Vegas for the banquet. It's pink. It's about six sizes too big. <laughs> and the day they announced Top Gear, Jalopnik or somebody else found that picture. Oh, yeah. And right, used of course. that as their release. And I just want you all to know, there's nothing that anyone could say on the Internet that's worse than that day. Yeah. Like, that was <laughs> – I just told my mom, just don't get on the Internet today. Yeah. There's a bunch of bros that are – and that's another one of those times that, like, Top Gear at the time was the most viewed show in the world. Yeah. Except the bros here that watched didn't know that. So they thought, like – Oh, I've got something special, and there's no way. Well, guess what? Like yeah, yeah. those guys, the UK guys got paid from our show. We we didn't like steal the name. It was a franchise show. We had half the producers that they did. It was a co co branded show with mm-hmm. History and BBC. So we were in like a hundred countries in eighty different languages. Yeah, and those guys only. I mean, we didn't get fired for the record. BBC screwed that up, but. Uh, you know, it's funny that everybody has these opinions and they're so unique. They're so coveted that we're not. There's only like 12 human conditions. We're all the same. We just right. like to think we're real special for five minutes. So yeah. I love the sport. I don't mind the tangling with people. And, and as you know, you don't have to wage every war, but sometimes it's funny to just hold a mirror up and ask people if they like what they see. Right. Well, it's funny that you went on some my social stuff today and you, you, you basically went on, and then when you would talk to these guys, they would change their tune right away. They're like, "Oh, cool, man, right on!" <laughs> like, it's Dude, just, absolutely. Yeah. But that's how almost, for the record, that's how probably ninety-five percent of interactions go. I know, right? If you look at people who say something, because it's a, at at the core of it, all they really want to do is be heard. And people think, "Well, if I'm nasty, I'll get their attention." Bro, that's not how it works. If you tell me, "Hey, what did you think of this?" or "What did you notice?" Like, I'll answer that all day. Every time I'm in an airport or, you know, in a rental car shuttle, I'm writing people back because I feel like if I go to work, that's their time. I signed up for this. I totally get it. But there's that weird line of what people, their perception, and and it obviously must be reality. And I didn't tangle with anybody on there. I just pointed out, like, hey, uh, it's different than you think. And even, like, I heard you say something when you were on there with Dan. You're like, you know, I could be down there doing that sort of thing. And all I would say is, like, absolutely you could. But you'd have to suffer the same problem, which is, well, why are you talking to, to us about flaggers? Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because no, it's, out, it's, a huge, it's a huge thing that these incredible people show up every out. single week. And without them, dude, we can't race. Yeah. So the fact that, like, I here's what, why I'm a dork. I, and, and, again, I don't want to say that I ride – like anyone that actually rides. I have a, a KLX 110 <laughs> yeah. that I put around in the backyard with my kids, and I got them the little Jeremy McGrath electric razors. I got hurt on my bike two weeks ago because one of their friends was riding with us. Fear locked on me. Like he went, he was on the other side of the damn yard, turned, went straight and locked on me. And I was like, oh, I'm going to punt this kid. So I had to lock it up. Ended up my foot got like trashed under the tire anyway. I wish there had been a flagger there for me. Yeah, you could you could have used the flagger, right? Exactly. I absolutely could have. I was watching that practice as we were shooting that piece. I saw this dude's chain slap off, and immediately I start waving the yellow flag. And the guy next to me, Bill's like, "No, no, don't wave it, don't wave it." I was like, "That guy lost his chain. That bike's done." And he was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, wave that." Yeah. And I was thinking, like, this isn't going to make the piece. And then, of course, where do you think my head went next? Hey, we got to get that chain off before it gets spit onto the dude behind him yeah, yeah. Or, or us or whatever. And they're like, no, 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 you can't go out there. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. I'll let somebody else go. So then, you know, when you're doing that flag position, for the record, you have about three whoops that you can see that accident happening in slow motion. 
And so, again, this guy went down on a 250. And because I've flipped a super light truck out in Surprise, Arizona, on the whoops before, I know what it feels like to be a quarter turn off the whoops. Right. It sucks. Right. And I saw this cat go, and I started waving the flag. And, again, people were looking at me like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, yep, there it goes. Okay. So All right. I just yeah. think stuff like that is cool. It's different. And it's I always try to remind people, like, sometimes I've got to go to crazy things in NASCAR races that are – wild and over the top. Well, it turns out these tracks work really hard to get people there and entertain them. And, and my job is to always try to show what it's like to be there. So I'm going to do some different stuff. Well, Orlando was a little more limited to some of the people I think were a little, I don't want to say nervous about it, but it, but they were not as comfortable as that notion as, as they were for Arlington. And so that's the kind of stuff that we yeah. want to do something that's fun and different in Atlanta. Right. And uh, at the end of the day, I just want to highlight these people that make it all happen. Right. DV? Uh, can I go? Yes. Okay. I'm DV, by the way. We never met. I see you on TV, too. I used to race uh, a little bit here and there. You were. You right. got a lot of fans on online, too, brother. Yeah. But what you got to understand is this sport is not mainstream. You know, it's it's very a core sport. People that watch it, it's only half a million people watching this. You know, yeah. like, it's it's a small thing. Um, sure. Sure. Uh, do you and think if, it should be though? Uh, yeah, but no, but that's what it is. And uh, so yeah. people, they don't care. They don't care about flag girls. They don't care about the other stuff. The the stuff they already know. What they want to see is every passes on the race. They get pissed when they don't show passes. They get pissed when we don't see replay of crashes. Uh, they get pissed because they did not see Marvin crash in the practice uh, in the e race uh, yeah. last last weekend. Um, and that's the the core, they want the 100% of the sport. They don't really care about the rest, you know? And the thing yeah, is... And that's unfortunate because you and I know you need sponsors. You need eyes. Like, we need growth yeah, for but every motorsport, if, if right? If you want growth, my friend, we shouldn't be on Peacock. We, shouldn't, you, we should be free on YouTube and get millions of people. And then after, we can charge them, you know? But we, we're doing all the TV backwards, kind of. But that's not the point. The mm -hmm. point, like, you're getting hit is because you're an outsider, you know, and if I go, I'm I'm one of the guys that knows maybe the most about the sport or has been, you know, in it, right. winning races. I've coached a champion. Uh, I watched all the races the last 25 years at least. Um, but if I go to a NASCAR race and I talk about where the flag girl comes from, I, I'm going to get hate yeah, because they don't give a shit about me but right? because you're an outsider. You know, it's because the sport is core. You know, we want people. We, who do they love? Yeah. They love David Bailey. They love Ricky Carmichael. They love Fro. They don't like. Yeah, Ralph. No, they don't like Ralph. They don't like, it, like. They don't like Lee. Well, they don't like Todd funny. Harris. You know, <laughs> here's why. Here's why they stink. They get mad. They 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 bitch about Ralph, and then Ralph's gone, and then they bitch that Ralph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But sure. you know, that's exactly just, what I'm trying to say. You yeah, you yeah. pinpointed yeah, the, the problem. You're missing though. That that doesn't make it right. That makes it what the status quo is. Yeah, and the it, problem I'm is not saying, only happening. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right. It's understandable. It's understandable. Yeah, you know, and that's the way it is. And, you know, and you shouldn't go online and tell them, you know, the fans are insecure because they talk shit about you. You know, oh, no, no. Like, don't get you, don't get butt hurt because people don't like you in a sport. No, he's because not hurt. He's because not hurt. Ralph gets hit, Lee gets hit, uh, uh, Ricky also sometimes when he miss uh, names. You know, the, the, the core of this uh, defense, they're tough. 
they're tough. They're tough like the sport. Exactly the same well, thing. They, well, and I some think... of them, you're right. Some of them are tough, but some of them like this perception of toughness because that's what they're holding to be, uh, like, uh, unique uh, to them. I yeah. do. I mean, I listen, uh, you, you, yeah. I, I, yeah. you're going to have the – here's what – I'll tell you, DV, what the, what the, what the powers that be. I feel TV. like DV was getting to a point, and I didn't mean to cut him off before the question. Right, right, I'm right. I'm sorry if I did. Um, the, the powers that be are like, hey, the core fans, they will watch this no matter what. Because they love it. Because yeah, they're but, core. But the mainstream so guys, no, no, they but, will not pay to watch something they don't know. But I'm so with you. So that's why I'm, I'm telling you, he has to be on a free platform. That okay, but that's another is, topic that's for another, another story. Okay. You're, you're right. But, but yeah, if yeah. we had, right. uh, instead of having our core, which is 400, 500,000 people watching the race, you know, it's a small thing. There's a, there's a great article about how yeah. the professional bull riders grew. And okay. it was one of the things was giving it away. Giving the TV away. That's what I'm saying, exactly yeah. what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah. Put them for hey, free on YouTube, on Facebook. But Let me finish. It's, it's not Rutledge. Let, let me. Okay, sure, sure. <laughs> and uh, uh, that's like the sport. And then you can come in, a guy like you, and tell them about the. If there is three million people, like two and a half million, that don't know crap about motocross, and we have an outsider talking about how it works and how they make jumps and how they put the the monster sign and where the the the, the flagger comes from. <laughs> yes, there, there there is like there is a market for it. There's a market for, sure. but but not today with the the 500,000 people that watch the race because they know all of this and don't really care whether who they well, got the flag here's from. The, here's the most interesting question I've got for you. What if you're wrong? What if the notion that you're saying about this whole projection and all these things, what if you don't actually know? So you're basing all the things that you're talking about just strictly on your experience, <laughs> your thoughts. I don't think you've run a network. I'm I'm assuming you've not run. Uh, a, a successful motorsport brand like Feld has. So it's possible that you don't have all the answers, right? Uh, uh, we, we plateaued. Just true or false. This no, is easy. It's not a true false. Listen. It's so, okay so, if you don't. Okay, okay. We, I'm going to say this. We were like uh, 20 years ago when our ESPN2, uh, a week delay, right? Uh, obviously, more eyeballs than Peacock, right? I have nothing against Peacock. I like it. You know, I'll pay my four ninety nine. I'll watch the races. Great, um, but you know I don't own NBC. Though. Yeah, yeah, right. this isn't Rutledge's. Right? Right? Yeah, DV. I, I understand, yeah, but I that's where you and that's, you that's and where we are. That's though. that's where we are right now. Right. The sport is on Peacock, and I like it. It's fine because I'm a yeah. fan. I'm I'm a ex rider. I like the sport, so I and have I, I have what I need. And most of the time, you'd rather have it two hours delayed than not at all. Yeah, because but for yeah. me, let me finish. For me, sure. uh, most of the time. I watch the races on mute because Ricky and whoever is next to him, they don't teach me nothing, right? Because I, I know all this. I'm here to actually t tell that's people. That's not cool to me. Like, I, don't, I th think that, that's a mistake. It's not a mistake because uh, I'm a, I have a different eyes than you from the sport. DV, you know, I'm like 100% like in this. If so muted, I understand. If someone muted you every time that – they were listening to this podcast. Yeah, they, they would mute me if I was on a NASCAR or on a hockey show because I no, don't know what I'm not, talking that's, about. That's not, that's not apples to apple. It's exactly it. 
I, w- okay, go ahead. You people don't like people don't well, like outsiders in our sport. I know, I know but DB, do you I agree you, with this? I do agree with you, DB. But you're acting like Rutledge called NBC Sports and said, "Hey, I want to come on your Supercross no, race." No, no, they, they, they are trying. The powers that be I are trying. Yes, I yeah, understand yeah. So, that. So I understand. You're, but you're, you're getting mad. At you Rutledge. cannot get butthurt because there's a motocross <laughs> fan that tell you you suck. He's not butthurt. You know, it's just take it. No, don't be don't don't be emotional about it. Just you know, do your show and that's it. He's not. You get the irony, though, of you're saying you're upset that I said some of these fans are insecure. <laughs> you, yeah. get the iron- you get that, right? Like, yeah, I don't because seriously, between you, and, between you and me, when you come on, I go to the bathroom, you know, so because I don't care. That's totally fine, but I don't know who Most of the people are the same as me. the reality of, but here's the thing. I want to tell fans at home who you are, why you're important, why you matter. So if you mute that, you also are saying that there's no chance someone new could ever know you. And that's a mistake. Uh, so what I'm trying yeah. to tell you is every time that Ricky's talking or someone else, like for you muting it, you're saying, I don't care about the growth of this sport. I don't care if we get new people. And that's my point of like, maybe you're wrong. Maybe that's not the way that you look at motorsports. Because the reality is I want you watching NASCAR too, because we should all be on the same page, which is pro motorsports. Number one, number two, this podcast has sponsors. So don't get upset that someone else has to keep the lights on in the same way. Like, you just got to choose what side you're on. And I think we're on the same side. I think and so, And I get too. that you don't, you don't have to like me because I'm from the outside. I just want you to know that I have I nothing wrong with you. you I, I, I'm not. I, you know, I have, there's nothing. I'm just trying to understand why you get, you, you get hit with, on, online or whatever. He's just – you know, Here's the thing. It's it is normal. It's normal. And then, and, and, and then you think like you it get a little – be normal, You though. get a little burrowed about something that's not really relevant. You know, it's normal. You, you just – I don't think Rutledge is butthurt. He's fine. Yeah. He, he, but, he, yeah no, I'm th- totally cool. But, but, nothing, nothing can, but like, you don't have to defend yourself nothing, on, on uh, the guys that has five followers on Twitter. Or who gives a shit? Rutledge, you nothing ab- can. You're absolutely you're right. You, Rutledge, don't you don't need to answer and then say thanks to the guy that, that say, oh, you're cool. And then tell a guy that don't like you, oh, you're insecure. Go uh, back to your redneck. No, it, it does, was, it, you know, like, it's not right. It's right. not right. Uh, Rutledge. That's, hold on. Genuinely. Okay. Yeah. And you can jump in. That doesn't make any sense. I just want you to know, and I, we can disagree, like, as a person. I just want you to know, there's nothing wrong with telling people thanks for watching. Again, I think it's possible that you may not understand how all of these things work because we're totally different people. Yeah, and if you look at the But the thing is, I, do, is I don't know you, and experience. then you don't know me. Well, you know, um, but me, if you knew me, you had a different... Uh, Rutledge, thing. nothing can uh, top the, the top gear blowback i'm sure like you mentioned uh yeah yeah, nothing and you're used to it and 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 all of that i I think i'd like to see rutledge you go on nascar which you'd go on a ton and then just start talking supercross i just would love that just start talking about absolutely i've for the record and i'm again this is where it's a bummer that y'all haven't seen but like i've interviewed dungy at more than one race the first time ricky showed up at phoenix when he was in a truck for Kevin Harvick, I'm sure y'all were watching because you no, were I was in not. Sports. No. Of course you were. <laughs> yeah. But there's the problem that we're right. all on the same side. Right. right. So, number one, we should be all supporting those things because this, these guys, even the dude that you've never heard of on that 250 deserves our respect because that's hard as hell, man. And he gets out there and he throws a leg over knowing there's probably no chance 
he can get in that main tonight, but he has a dream. And I think all of those people deserve to be talked about. And I think they all have a story. To, to get to hold, like Daniel lined it up so I could hold that pit board. Dude, that's number one. I don't understand that at all. There's no way I could look over there and get any sort of rational note. And that's why I had to ask Ricky, like, did you for real pick up something from that? Because I don't understand. I can't yeah, process yeah. <laughs> information. That's a genuine question. I don't get it. And that's why I asked it. But, you know, all of these things to me are still are still related. We can be totally different people and you not understand. And it's possible that I could be wrong or you could be wrong. But all of the it shouldn't be normal. It should not be normal that anyone goes to work and strangers just think it's awesome to take a dump on them because I wouldn't want them to do that to you. And at the core, you as a human being shouldn't want that for me either. And that's probably where we differ. So I don't mind telling someone who says, dude, I loved you out there on Supercross. I don't mind telling them thanks for watching because guess what? They're important to what we do as, as a as a group, as a network, as how we're trying to build all these things. So I just want you to know, at no point will I apologize for holding up a mirror to some people, not to all. But yeah. I don't like if a dude's making fun of me and he's wearing an affliction shirt. I'm sorry that you're putting yourself in, in the line of fire. What's but wrong with that affliction shirt? Sure. No, I, I, nothing. If you're into it, <laughs> yeah, I'm so, not. Yeah. It's just funny that he called me a redneck, and all the rednecks I know wear shirts like that. So um, again, it is it is all about insecurity because it's all about pride. If we didn't treat each other like you are saying, why is this outsider here? Instead of saying, man, this is really cool. A dude that didn't have to be there, who loves motorsports, who loves the sport, signed up to go there, knowing that some of these bros are going to go after him and he still did it with a smile. Well, that's pretty cool. Like, maybe it could be like that. I don't know. It won't change it, but I still want to tell your story because the person that turns on the race on Saturday may not know who you are. And I think every time you threw a leg over the bike, that was for a reason. So maybe we could get to a point where we can all talk and we can be together. Because, like, people may not know that, that like, Jeremy McGrath has been a friend of mine for 10 years. That school bus that was in Dooney's is my old bus. Like, wow, these are my friends. These are my people. I've been watching for years. It's okay that I haven't been covering it. I'm not Daniel. I don't have those skills, those experience, but I'm not pretending to. It's just someone else's idea of what they think I must be there doing. But – if they didn't mute it and walk out, if they listen, they might realize like, oh, I had no idea the flaggers came from local tracks and actually people could sign up to do it. Yeah. How about that? That would be really cool. Uh, Dangerous as all hell, but really yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, well, let's, we got to, we pressed up for time for our next guest, but we do have, I do have some other questions for you. First of all, um, mm-hmm. what, so you've done a lot of stuff. You've got the, the floor is lava, which I've watched a few episodes, by the way, the pandemic, I had to watch it. It was a bit of a hit there. So uh, are you doing another seri- another season of that? I hope so. We got 37 million viewers in the first month, Damn. which was yeah, yeah. we were, I think, number seven on Netflix for the year. So I feel really, really good about it. I hope we get to. So you do- you've got that going on. you got the barbecue thing. you got NASCAR. Uh, you've got all your own stuff going on. Um, what do people, when you're just meeting people, just – just on a rental car shuttle bus, like you said, or anywhere else. Yeah. What do they want to talk to you about? What do they know you from? Top Gear? Lava? It's funny. It, 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 was all, it was all Top Gear for so long, and then I did a bunch of cooking shows. So then it was almost like it was reverse, where like the wives were getting to pick, and then the guys were like, oh, it's a dude from Top Gear. But I'm telling you, once I did Floor's Lava, it has switched so much because every kid, like my daughter's, all of their friends know me now from that. Right, and from, from Lava. Yeah, big yeah. surprise, they weren't, they weren't watching me on every NASCAR race and hyperdrive on Netflix and stuff like that. So 
that that's the weird thing is that it feels like there's a lot of different stuff people could know me from now, yeah. which is hilarious to me, yep. and, and I pinch myself. But lava is a big one for. Current, you I, know. I, I would think so for sure. We uh, we got some questions for you. We we do an X Brown goggle tear off segment, and uh, our buddy Jason Wygant uh, sent sent in some questions. Uh, again, EKS twenty is the code to save with Motorsport dot com with X Brown goggles. So, Rutledge, the deal with this segment is you got thirty seconds. All right, uh, so thirty seconds okay. to answer. So, uh, Travis, let's uh, let's go. All right, Rutledge, um, what's a cool bike transport vehicle that no one has thought of yet? Ooh. I just built a 62 step van um, that's like a bagged <laughs> hot rod from bread truck. Uh, I'm going to say a 96 Buick Roadmaster station wagon. Just cut the back out like an El Camino and just load it right there in the back. All right. 16 seconds. Good job. <laughs> all right. Next one. Uh, we're just doing all his. Yeah, let's just right. do three. Okay. Yeah. All right. Right. Uh, what do you think about filling the area between whoops with lava? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's brilliant. It's going to be painful. And each time people fall in the lava on floors, lava, I don't know where they go. So, like, it would be weird because they could fall in and then suddenly they could just be in, like, the broadcast booth doing a wheelie. So, that, I would be worried about that. 17 seconds. Hey, was there some serious injuries that we didn't see on TV that they didn't make the cut? Uh, like anything? Like- um, I don't think – well, it, you asked about why – Y'all were saying we've got a shoulder X. I had to explain to a friend, you know, some of these ones, um, who was it that went down so hard and got their bell rung? Um, oh, Webb. Saturday in Arlington. Webb. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, dude, that was massive. Right. And, and there's a reason we don't show those, and it's because it's not a good idea um, legally. There's a lot of stuff going on, but that that is both from the sport, the network. There's a million things. There's a reason we don't show things like that and at the end it's just we want everybody to be okay but it's not our job to to show those i still can't believe malcolm went for the comeback and got ejected from the, yeah oh that hurt man that was a tough one but uh, um, well, no i was i was more asking about lava injuries but that's okay oh gosh yeah. great oh sorry hello yeah i was like saying um, anything that we didn't watch yeah no i'm so sorry man i blew that uh no. No. No, no, no one got hurt. We, okay. had, we had a bunch of Navy SEALs run the whole thing. Oh, you did? Okay, sure yeah, that, yeah. Right. Yeah, that no one, they had to do that same sort of thing for wipeout. I think it's an insurance thing. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, nobody got hurt. All right. Last question for Rutledge Wood. All right, last one. Motor, uh, motorcycle racers shift gears and use the clutch. NASCAR Cup cars use four-speed manual transmissions. But what do you estimate is the percentage of riders and drivers that actually drive a stick in their personal vehicle? Oh gosh, it's so sad. It's so low. It's got. I bet in the U.S. it's got to be like five percent or so. I mean, it's like two percent of new cars have a manual, so it's got to be something crazy, like five or six percent. Is that it? Two percent of cars are manual transmissions. Jeez. Of the new ones, yeah, yeah new dude, ones. there's hardly any. Wow. Uh, Rutledge Wood, uh, you've passed the X Brand Goggle tear-off segment. Thank you for that. Uh, EKS twenty is the code to save with uh, X Brand Goggles. So, uh, what's next for you? Right, Lich, where are you going next? Uh, I'll be uh, I'll be at uh, Atlanta uh, on the tenth. I'll be be excited to be there. It's my home track. That one's going to be massive. It sounds like, and yeah. it's an afternoon race, so uh, I'm excited to do that. DV, don't worry, I won't talk about the flaggers that day. I'll find something new, and I'll try to. <laughs> maybe I can text you so you know when to go make a sandwich. There we go. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, thanks for coming on, Rutledge. I'd like to keep talking for sure. We got our next guest, Hunter Lawrence, is coming up. Uh, so, uh, oh, right on. Tell him to say congrats. I, I met his brother the uh, day he won. And, yeah. and, man, how awesome is that family? How yeah. cool is that? Hey, really thanks cool. for having me. I appreciate it, and I uh, appreciate what you do. No problem. Thanks, thanks, man. Appreciate it.
See you uh, that's uh, Rutledge. What, everybody? Brought to you by Artisport.com. Let's get Hunter Lawrence on the phone if we can. Artisport.com. All products under $10. Jeez, you were heated. You got heated with Rutledge. Sorry we couldn't take the phone calls, by the I way. Got, I got to defend my the, the Supercross fan base. And yeah, but the Supercross fan base was calling him like a fat redneck on my on my social. They they call me worse. <laughs> You're fine. Just get over it. Fuck yeah. you. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, that's, uh, no, you got to. You know who they are. That's why we love them. You know. Yeah, but I, I they mean, don't like Ralph. They don't like Lee. They don't like right, Todd. They don't right. like Ricky. But and then one day they love him, and then it's the way it is. You know, right. you don't. You know, uh, don't get into the, the this thing of well, uh, have to explain yourself why you a badass and why you should be uh, uh, listened. You know, it's like outsiders don't do well in a sport. They don't. But I they mean, don't listen. Don't. I, I'm the one. I've been saying it for years. You know, we were on ESPN. We were on Jay Leno. We were on. You know, and nothing's happened. We had X Games. Nothing happened. Like sports stayed the same. You know, we got we got millions of eyeballs on Jay Leno, the, and the, but sports the stays the same. Is, Saturday night, people are not home. Like you know, they right. go out. They go to eat. Uh, yeah. So we the time slot sucks. Right. There's the uh, go be on on a on a Wednesday night. Right. On a free channel, uh, so people can. Oh, dude, uh, there's a uh, racing on TV. What is that? You know, and then maybe well, we were you can, on Tuesday, so and you can get people to to see it, right? Because right now you cannot get a TV package. I, I thought Rutledge would you, sounded very nice there. I thought he can, was a very well spoken guy. He is nice. He's, you, he's maybe like a, he was, a, a, a top of his uh, top of the line in his world, but, but it's didn't super it seem like DV was very angry at Rutledge. I think that's just how DV talks. Okay. Right. He's, he's very passionate, very intense. Okay. All right. Uh, Vortex Racing. Uh, you know who uses Vortex Racing, DV? Vortex? Yeah. Vortex Racing. What, what, is that the Enderballs or the C, uh, ECU? Handlebars and sprockets. Ah, but they do like CDI. No, also, right? no that's a different Vortex. company. It's actually a d totally different company. But that's Vortex too? Yes. Okay, so I didn't know which one you were talking I about. I know, but... I do not okay. use Vortex stuff, Okay, but... but Dylan Ferrandez uses Vortex sprockets. That's okay, what I was getting at. We used that when I was at Moto Concepts. Yes. And, and, yeah, it was cool. Right, okay. So Vortex Racing, email Kyle at VortexRacing.com. They got the V3 handlebar. They got the sprockets. Uh, Chad Reed and James Stewart won championships using Vortex Racing sprockets. And, uh, and like I said, the Star Yamaha guys, 250s and 450s using Vortex Racing. Email Kyle at VortexRacing.com for a, a, a deal. Tell them you listen to Pulp MX and they'll get you dialed in. Let's welcome our next guest on the show. This uh, man won his first ever 250 Supercross on the weekend and took the points lead as well. A very impressive season so far for Honda's Hunter Lawrence. What's up, man? How are you? Welcome to the show. Thanks, Dave. I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm good. Villeman over here was yelling at Rutledge Wood, and I think Rutledge took it the wrong way, and then we just had a whole thing. So, you know. All right. Is it all under control? How are you, DV? I'm good. Congrats on the on the win, on the red plate, and on that uh, superb pass. Sweet pass. Yeah, yeah. that's great. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, do you have any Villeman memories, Hunter? See, He's before, too young. Is you... Before your time? Yeah. I'm well, Saskin. What yeah, year were you born? So... What year were you born? 99. Yeah, dude. So I remember... Number 12 on the factory Yamaha 252-stroke. Yep. W yeah. What a ride. I remember ride. that. Um, I remember a story 
I don't like stories. Track. I don't like stories. Okay. It's a story from a practice track, and I'm not sure if it was you and another rider, and another rider took you out, and you just ghosted your bike into the other rider from one other section of the track or something. I'm no. not sure. No, that's you, that's not. Uh, I don't think that's true. It didn't happen to you. Yeah. Okay. It might no. have been another French. Yeah, if rider you were, if, or... yeah, if you were talking, yeah, maybe another French rider. That sounds about <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> if you talk about me like uh, losing it with Chad because he turned the sprinkler on yep. at the Yamaha track, yes, that that story is true. But yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I ever threw my bike at anybody. Okay. Yeah. I. I yeah. I can't remember, man. I. Ah, oh, jeez, I, I don't know if Tortelli maybe. No, that sounds, no, that sounds like that a sounds so, like a no, that, that sounds like a Demaria move. Sorby thing. Sorby, dude. Oh, I can't remember. Like, dude, I don't know. I, anyway, anyway, right, off, right. off top. What's the, <laughs> what was your favorite GP track in France? Oh, dude, honestly, all of them. So the French GP, the French, the German. And the Italian GP was also pretty good. But I had, my favorites were the French and the German because the tracks were amazing. The crowd at the French GP is hands down the best crowd in any GP uh, location. Yep. Villars Sous Echo Echo was amazing track. Do you know Villars Sous Echo? Which one is that? Nineteen nineteen eighty eight. Oh, Nations. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, all, all the French tracks are uh, awesome, mate. I think they have some of the best Grand Prix there. And then the crowds are just incredible. At, at Erne, me, Siwa, and Jessiconis, we rode our pit bikes up into the, the B parking lot, and it was uh, crazy. Like, we still, I still tell people about it today, about cars that have been cut in half, front-wheel drive cars <laughs> been cut in half with a go-kart tire on an axle at the back, driving yeah. around. They, they think like, the... Road bike, engines on stands just yanking throttle cables <laughs> pouring fuel down it like it's incredible steve like it you God. cannot explain yeah, yeah. to someone what it's like it's like you enter a different world when it's, you go into that, yeah, because that parking. people think red bird uh, right. lobby is crazy yeah, yeah but they haven't been to fox hills like the brits are crazy the french are on yeah. or whatever yeah, yeah. Insane. Yes. Uh, but the, yes. if they go there, it's like it's like Mad Max. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, literally, yeah. literally so, like Mad Max. That's a very good, uh, so, yeah, visualiz <laughs> visualization. But did you did you, uh, you, did you uh, live in France when you were in, uh, doing the GPS? No. So I lived uh, like between Belgium and Germany, but I did spend quite a bit of time in the last year. Down in Hossegor with Livia Lancelot um, uh, for the the one one four Honda team. Oh uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. The uh, well, so DV, when you're like winning GPs, when you're like 1999, right, and you're winning GPs, you're like one of the points guys. Like, you're camping at the track. Yeah. Like in the in the paddock, like you can't go outside the paddock, right? Like they would just uh, rip your I, shirt from you. Uh, you could, you could, okay. but you know, I I went out and just hang out. Oh, just, you did? Yeah, but okay. some of my friends were in the lobby. I would go. They but, have like, but it was so no one freaked out when they no, saw you. No, it's okay. fine. Right. Yeah, I was just it's, thinking like you were like Jesus back then to these people. It was where it was uh, bad. It was Brosy, like yeah. going all from the hotel to the arena. Brosy, like coming after the race. Yep. Coming out of the pits, yep. we had to have like bodyguards, and then I would have a hood over my head so nobody recognized me, so I could go. Right. Because if not, like there's no way I would make it to my hotel. <laughs> there's no, there's yeah. no way. Uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. Anyways, Hunter, man, uh, 
it looks and just slowly getting better. And, 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 you know, since the start of the series, uh, winning a heat in Daytona, you know, getting on the box and now get, taking the win, like, dude, it's coming together for you. And I got to admit quicker than I thought, man, you really, really looking good. Thanks mate. Yeah. It's, you know, I've really just been focusing on, on the present every day, you know, like, yep. it's so like, it's so easy that when you're in a preseason, you know, you ask any every, every rider, you ask them, like, what's your goal? Oh, championship, championship, championship. You know, like, everyone's training every day for a championship. Not a lot of people train on Monday to be better than they were Friday. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. And then Tuesday, I want to be 1% better than I was Monday. So that's, that's what I've been doing the most. Because, like, dude, I wasn't able to hit whoops until mid-January, you know, so just because of my shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. So, like, I literally had four, five weeks of, of whoop training, you know, just because of my shoulder. So um, that whole thing was literally really put into perspective so much for me. It was, hey, I'm better than I was yesterday. My lap times, you yeah. know, in one week's time were consistently one to one and a half seconds faster all moto long, you know. So that stuff was really good. And, and yeah, I feel like we're, we're doing really well. Like, I mean, regardless of my results, on Saturday or Tuesday and Daytona, you know, every weekend's a clean slate. Just my game plan for Saturday is the same as it was mm-hmm. two weekends ago, you know. Like, yeah. I want to put it on the on the tree in qualifying, like the top five in qualifying. Those boys are, are super good at qualifying, putting in those blister and fast laps, you know, so that's not a strength of mine. So I want to put it on, on the tree in both qualities, heat one or two, good start, execute a good start, and just, be the best hunter Lawrence so that that's just what I'm focusing on dude yeah you, you can tell and uh and that pass was good that was pretty sweet that was dude. great yeah that was you really know, when great when there's an opportunity like this <laughs> you yeah. gotta take it yeah you just you just yeah. like yeah all of a sudden you're like oh look it's opening gotta go like yeah, yeah. that was great so yeah I seen because I was like kind of right on Jalique that the previous two laps and then he got up close to Harrison And then he kind of ran up the inside and, like, slowed their momentum. I'm like, all right, I have to do something. I have to go, like, just, you know, got to to go now because I knew, uh, pretty sure Cameron was behind me. So I just went for it and and just knew in that turn, hey, next corner, I got to dive dive up the inside. And, and yeah, just just made it happen. So So – for for a race like that, and look, you've won an outdoor moto before, so it's not you know it's not like you haven't won in America or anything else. You've won GPS, that kind of stuff, um, Disney nations. But it's something like that when you're you're in the lead in a Supercross, something that you dreamed of, something that you know you guys, whether you're France from France or from Canada or from Australia, everyone dreams of Supercross. Does it seem to go like super long? Are you just like, oh my god, like I got this lead, like when is this thing over? How was that like? Yeah, it was. I mean. Like, it kind of does. You kind of, like, when you're in the lead and you, you stretch the lead out, you're like, oh, okay, I'm faster than everyone. I've pulled the lead. Like, we can finish now. We're good, you know? <laughs> like, like, pull the second flag out. But no, dude, I, I was, like, just, you know, Cam just kept putting out lap times. Lap mm-hmm. time plus five, plus six, whatever it was um, during the race and, and just kept focusing. I'd look up and see the time, like, eight minutes left. All right, cool. Keep putting in your motos. Keep putting, you know, because, right. like, I think I've got a substantially less amount of riding time in the off season. So like any laps I do now are still good and adding to the bank. So yep. I'm just, yeah, just out there focusing on myself, just, you know, two laps to go white flag. I, when the white flag came out, I just told myself two laps to go. Like this isn't the last lap. You've got two more to do just right. to, 
you know, get it across the line and and yeah, like so that was that was it, man. Um, it was funny, DV. Uh, so McAdoo got docked right for his move after the crash, and and then so that wasn't a f- when we were doing the press conference. It, the results weren't out yet. Like nobody knew what the penalty you knew that was going to come. Yeah, yeah, but you didn't know yeah. how much it was going to yeah. be or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So on the on the press conference, Hunter found out he was the red po- red plate leader. Like he, oh, yeah, cool. yeah. It was like, oh, Magadu just got dropped three spots. So, but I see that those three guys are like two or three points. Yeah, yeah, it's three points, I think, isn't it, Hunter? Isn't that what it is? Yeah, like yeah. like after the night before he was docked, it was minus two, and now like I'm one ahead. But like, if I'm being completely honest, like. If I did or didn't have the red plate, being two points back, one point ahead, it's, yeah. it's literally stuff all, you know, like it's the difference between a first place and a second place points, you know, so it's, it's stuff all like, um, so yeah, like it is what it is, you know, like obviously I'm pumped to have it, like it's the first one I've ever had yeah. in my life, but at the same time, it's not like I gained like seven points or, or something, you know, dramatic like that. Right. Uh, how are the shoulders, by the way? I mean, AC went through some stuff and had to kind of get this procedure where they like put a block on his shoulder and stuff. How how are the injuries for yourself? Are, are we 100%? Or do we still have some lingering stuff? Or how is it? They're good, dude. They're good. I mean, they're like in uh, just on percentage rates compared to how they were like at January, you know, like, dude, we're, we're way better, so much stronger and stuff. We're obviously not 100% upper body shoulder strength yet, just you know, the surgery was literally just over three months ago. So mm-hmm. um, we're still building it and stuff like that. But I'm really happy with how my body is like, I feel like I can push, you know, above my threshold, like in heart rate, um, stuff like that. So that really helps. And just be- feeling normal, you know, dude, like being able to do the workload and, and my body is a little more sensitive to, recovery now like it is super important coming back from the health issues i was having so that's that's the thing we got to keep an eye on and stuff but no compared to what i was dealing with the past two years it's yeah i just feel so much so uh, much relief like dude i can yep. just push the whole moto and go to my to my max heart rate you know right yeah absolutely right how's the factory honda compared to the geico bike it's something i'm curious about i asked jet that and Jet didn't even really know, Hunter. So let's face yeah, it. Yeah, dude. It's, right. You could have asked like a, a dog and you might have got more feedback <laughs> than asking Jet. Like <laughs> as a kid, Jet used to have a flat tire and he'd come in after a moto and the front tire would be flat and he just killed it. Like he was blistering fast. And dad's like, hey, Jet, front tire's flat. And he's like, huh. <laughs> so, but yeah, the, the factory Honda, it's, it's cool. Like obviously a lot of stuff kind of transferred over from geico but just the fact that it's just me and jet on the team Mm -hmm. the boys were able to do so much more stuff because a production side of things for parts you know it was only two two parts of it or whatever like two sets of cams or four sets of cams just for example opposed to having okay we need two sets of cams for one guy's race and a backup times four riders or five riders you know so um, that side of stuff's really cool. There's a lot of funky, cool toys. You know, everyone's seen them on the bikes, like the rear wheel spin sensors, brake sensors, the fork uh, compression speed, like measures how fast the fork goes down, yep. you know, like compressors, um, stuff like that, just for data side of things. Um, but, yeah, no, it's – I mean, we can't complain, dude. The bike's really good this year and mm-hmm. and – 
again, you know, the, the Geico guys also had a really good bike in Supercross, but no, I, I'm so happy with the bike. We just had a team meeting this morning and get a bit of a game plan for Saturday and dude, we're, we're golden either way. Like I'm so happy with how everything's working. Right. DV, would you like, uh, if you were racing still, would you like the Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday thing? How would you feel about that? Uh, it's all, it all depends. You know, if okay. you're doing good, I think you want to race <laughs> every day, right. right? So you can get points. <laughs> but if you have like some lingering injuries, or if you're behind the eight ball, or, or you got hurt, uh, just kind of like Dylan or Marv. You know, Marv. Marv yeah. probably would have made the the race had it not yeah. been on a Tuesday, right? There yeah. you go. Yeah. Same thing. So really, it really depends your momentum. Right. You know, if you're doing great, yeah. like if you're Cooper Webb, I think you want to race tomorrow. And uh, if you're Marv, obviously you don't want the Tuesday race because you want to have you know a week to recover to race again. So right. Um, I think it's cool um, to stay at the stadium for three races at a time and then maybe to have more like a weekend off. So, you know, race three races and then take a week off just to recover. I right, think that's right. a good idea. Yeah. It, uh, what do you think, Hunter? I mean, you know, you're not going to get to ride, yeah. right, this week. So, No, yeah, like we had an option to ride, but like I was saying with my body and the recovery thing, it's yep. just it's super crucial at the moment. So, uh, again, what DV was saying, dude, if, if – <laughs> You know, everything's good. You want to race, you know, two days after the next, two days after the next, like we're golden. But, you know, if you have a bit of an unfortunate injury or like a lingering injury, then, yeah, you you want the weekends in between, you know, the full week to recover. But I don't know. It's it's a fine balance because even when we had the full weeks off or like the 450 guys, for example, they had during the week raced the whole week, then a race, they'd complain about, the season being so many races and they had no time off where, you know, now we're here for 10 days, but then we have two full weekends off after this before Atlanta, you know? So it's like yep. kind of a, a fine line of, you know, who's, yeah, like, you know, everyone's got a different opinion, obviously. So it's, it's just fine line. And, but I like it. I think it's good. Right. A good group of guys there in Florida. I went uh, and hung out there for a day. Bogle, Savachi, Anderson, yourself, and Jet. Uh, uh, yeah, real good, loose loose group of guys. Yeah, it was a, it was a surprise to see you out there, mate. I didn't oh, you know, know. You were, you'd venture out that far out of your, <laughs> your neck of the woods, and you were just over here. <laughs> like two days ago, and then you're back in Vegas. So yeah, you know, it's a worldwide, mate. Well, that's what that's, that's what I do. That's what I do. I travel. So I like it, Steve. I like the dedication. Yeah, dude. The group, the group's really cool. You yep. know, like I think one of the coolest things about the whole farm environment is is that kind of relaxed persona. The guys, there's no egos there. Um, it gives my family freedom like my dad does a lot of the track work my right. autistic special needs brother tate he also helps out yeah i saw him i saw him driving the tractor when i was there yeah <laughs> yeah so he he has a bar like a dragging bar and after we're done he'll go and drag the track and, and yep. flatten it all out you know like all the ruts and stuff when we want to prep it and right and dad will do the skiddy and the berm and, and the boys will help water it so that side of things awesome, you know, like we've got the go-kart track up and running again. Uh, we've got a bucket of golf balls out the back that we have a miniature driving range there. So that's awesome. And, and yeah, yeah, dude, it makes going to work so fun. We go there, we train, we do our work. After, have some lunch, whack a few golf balls maybe or do 10, 15 minutes in the go-kart and then go home and do the afternoon program. So it's, uh, yeah. it's cool, man. It's The place is sick and, and everyone's trying to, you know, 
come over there because, you know, I think they know yeah. it's pretty good. It's a um, good group of people and the setup's sick, you know, two Supercross tracks and a, and a bitch and outdoor track. Yeah, that, that yeah, that is pretty cool. DV, you never did ride at a facility really ever, did you? You had your Texas place, right? But no, I didn't have a Texas didn't place. Didn't you have a track? No, oh. it was a track, but not on my Oh, place. okay. I thought, I thought you thought um one. Yeah, yeah um, it was um, – I guess I was too old when that was kind of yeah. like uh, the, thing, the yeah. thing to do. So it would have been like a lot of a big investment for only like a couple seasons. Right. But yeah, if I was, when I moved here, like when I was 22, 23, if I had the opportunity, yes, yeah. I would have done it. Yeah. But, you know, it takes uh, uh, it takes some money. You know, yeah. it's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's good when yeah. there's a few riders that get together and then get a place and you right. know, everybody gets along and, and you can just uh, chip in. Yep. But uh, if you want to do one for, uh, round up, t- it takes you a couple mil, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, Hunter, before we let you go here, so you live in the USA now, you're from Australia, and you lived in Europe for a number of years. So I've got some st- I've got some categories where you have to tell me what the better country is, all right? All right. Better food, USA, Europe, or Australia? Switzerland. So that'd be Europe, Okay. Yeah. Are you fired? After the first question, you're fired. Why? Switzerland's no good, DV? <laughs> you talk about food e-commerce with Switzerland. If it was chocolate or watches, I understand. But food? Seriously? Wow. Okay, Hunter. Uh-huh. Are you serious? Dude, nine. I, I, I know you don't want to be in a doghouse with your with your chick or whatever. She's <laughs> from Switzerland. You don't want to, <laughs> no, no, you know. No, 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 no. But come on, bro. Hey. Come on. Bro, I love, I didn't say Geneva. I mean, I'm thinking of Zurich. Like the Swiss German food. Oh, bro, you can't go wrong with you that. Lost Obviously, me. I love you lost me at, food, you, you lost me at Zurich. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, you don't get it, DV. You don't get it, bro. <laughs> okay. Um, driving. Driving is better in Europe, USA, or Australia? Driving. <laughs> dude, uh, I'm going to say Europe. The French highways are pretty pretty good. Speed limit's 130 kilometers. Like, so it's like... What ninety mile an hour? Right, and then you got the and then you got the autobahn, which is just wide open. Yeah, the yeah. Autobahn, this, this is yeah. Uh, autobahn doesn't exist anymore. Well, the highways there, I guess I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, but it's like very, the strip is super short. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Or if it even still exists, right. I don't even know. Yeah. Um, the well, last time I was there, I I went wide open on it. It was pretty fun. But. Yeah, until you get flashed by a cop and then you go to jail. Okay. All right. Uh, this go to jail. This one might. Uh, this one I don't want to get you in trouble here, but chicks. Chicks are better in Aussie, Europe, or USA. Huh? Here, hey, Anto, you can say Switzerland. You can say Switzerland. <laughs> You're allowed to. Yeah, I mean, dude, I, I think Europe. Right. I think, yeah, I think it's safe to say. Like, there's a lot of uh, <laughs> there's a lot of mod- modded out chicks in in the state. That's for sure. Right, right. Hey, right. mod is good at the right places, buddy. <laughs> mod is good. Uh, hey, you don't race a stock bike out there. <laughs> okay, motocross tracks better in USA, Europe, or Australia? Oh my gosh, dude, you're grilling me. Ah, you, I mean, uh, you know, I, I, so Europe doesn't have the supercross tracks. Okay, supercross right. in America is absolutely amazing, but outdoor tracks, dude, they got to go to Europe. They're, the terrains where they build these things, right? It, it's incredible. The history there, dude, it's incredible. Like, I, I can't knock that. Um, some of these Australia. practice, some of these practice tracks I see the guys practicing on though, Hunter, aren't aren't exactly ideal over there. For sure, like it's gnarly conditions. Right, but that's but why I mean, they they better now. I know. That's yeah. why they ride like a- the track layout. Uh, 
dude, like the track layout is so significant to that exact spot with the terrain, mm-hmm. the hills, the mountains. It's, yeah, hard to beat. Okay. The motocross media, better in USA, in Europe, or in Australia? So I'm going to say the motocross media in America, due to the fact of the publicity, the promoting side of things, the social deals, the all of that business side mm-hmm. of things, yep. America definitely takes the cake for it. Um, but I feel like the European fan is a little more loyal. I feel like there's America's full of bandwagoners. If you're not <laughs> doing good, they'll kick you when you're down. Yeah. When you're good, you're the best ever. But in Europe, I feel like the fans, are, uh, they stick by you, you know? They stick by you a lot more. Right, right, right. Okay, fair enough. Uh, all right, that's all I got. Those are the categories that I had. So, um, cool. Appreciate, it. appreciate. It. You, you, you did, yeah, you did good. Uh, Vortex Racing bringing you Hunter Lawrence on the show. A V three bar, of course, a sprocket used by Dylan Ferrandis and uh, and uh, championships used by won by Chad Reed and James Stewart. Um, were you okay? Well, were you a McGrath guy? Were you a Carmichael guy or a Stewart guy, Hunter? Growing up, um. Dude, I was too young. Bill Apato was my guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I guess I just, You're yeah. talking to somebody that was I, born in 1999. I, I know, but he, see, but he he remembered you were number 12 on a I, Yamaha, so. I, yeah. So, no, like, I, I remembered, like, I loved Ricky and James, but I, you got to remember, I was a kid that just, like, seeing them was like, oh, these guys are the best. Yeah, when you he know? was then, 10 or 12, Bill was on yeah, top yeah. of the Yeah, yeah, but then when yeah. I started to, like, race and like you know you understand the sport more and more and you, you have you guys why you like that guy you know oh, his riding style is really cool like Villo was was my guy like that he he was my idol until till I got old enough to realize so, that I wanted to be someone's idol you know until you met him <laughs> no, I'm kidding I'm joking <laughs> <laughs> right right uh, fan- uh, fantastic hey Hunter thanks for coming on I appreciate it it's later there in uh, Texas uh Nice work this year, man. It's been really, really cool. That class, this has been awesome racing. The, uh, you know, it's been incredible every week. Just about in that class, something is it happening. Has. Yeah, and it's it's so par- it's so full of parody. All you guys are close, and so uh, man, you've been really cool. impressive. So thanks for coming on. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for having me on. Cool to chat with you guys. All right, cool. cool. Thanks, Hunter. All right, that's Hunter Lawrence. Everybody, brought to you by VortexRacing.com. Let's finish the X Brand goggles segment, shall we? Do that. Let's do the intro though, and everything. Why not? It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid fire. These questions are submitted by Jason Wygant, by the way, DV. Wow. Yeah, Weege stepping in, uh, not a Corey Moser. Uh, so thanks to X-Brand Goggles, a choice of champions. He, he does that for free? Who? Weege? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Freddie Noren, wearing X-Brand. Chiz, X-Brand. Uh, Josh Strang, X-Brand. Choice of champions everywhere, DV. Mm-hmm. Your team in 2010... At Moto Concepts, X brand. No. no, eleven. They had X brand, but with the Moto Concepts drops. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so these uh, again, you got thirty seconds, DV. Let's do this. Steve, you have not yet enrolled in the Troll Training program. Do you not believe in Troll Train? Oh, I'm pissed at Troll Train. <laughs> Fucking Troll Train. He 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 goes out there, DV. Okay, he uh, crashes in the whoops, gets up. He uh, puts in some fast times, gets like an 11th fastest or whatever, and then decides to sit the night out, but doesn't doesn't reply back to me until 7.01. We said we were not talking about Fantasy League. Remember before the show? Is I, that like, we weren't. You brought it up. Yeah. You brought so, it up. 
I told you, no fantasy league stuff. I'm against <laughs> that. <laughs> you guys take that way too seriously. Unless you own a huge, a huge amount of stock. Uh, I, I own stocks. some stock in fa- Paul Mex Fantasy. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay. okay, all right. Well, uh, yeah. Screw Troll Train. I'm very upset at it right now. All right, DV. Dylan wears an honest-to-goodness external chest protector. Should more riders wear them? That's a tough one. I got it for the kids listening. I have to say yes, but for me, no. Like, come on, Bubba, two thousand four, Supercross, when he took uh, that thing, that big Fox chest protector, two thousand three, two thousand four, looks so good. Don't crash. We, you know, pay to crash. So stay on the bike and lose the chest pro. <laughs> seriously, <laughs> you know, seriously. Wow. You, That's an anti hot take. You know what I mean? Okay. Look at Tomac. Yeah. They look like uh, weird, like with this. I know, I understand, but you know the cool factor, the MC, <laughs> the MC, the Bradshaw, the yeah, but the dude, Baba, wear the, a fucking chest protector. You can, it can, it can keep I know, you yeah, on the track. for the kids, for the kids yeah, yeah, and the parents, yes. But no, Put even those elbow guys. Elbow pads, knee pads, neck breast, helmet, goggles, chest protector, kidney belt, whatever. But for the cool star celebrity <laughs> uh, factor, we're nothing. Knee okay. braces, boots, and then just jersey. We, okay. How, how did MC win a 70? He never fell. Two? That's my point. Do not <laughs> okay. crash. All right. Do not crash. Okay. By the way, uh, the Lucid Goggle from X-Brand, now back in stock. It's a terrific goggle. It's fantastic. EKSbrand.com. Steve, how many more podiums does Kyle Peters have than Jeremy Martin this year? Well, he's got one. Thank you. Good job, Weech. Yeah, I don't Uh, don't know. Well, I was just making a joke in our group text about, oh, Star should have never let him go. You know, look, he's got doing better than (laughs) J-Mart. Uh, DB, if the Steve Mathis nets were moved to the 90-degree turns and the 90s sprouted huge outside berms, would we see passing in the 90s? No. 90s, like, uh, the more there's 90s, the less there's passing. You know, people that make tracks, you know about this. When there's four 90s on the track, forget it. You can't pass anybody. And those little inside line with one rut, those 180s, yeah. just lose those. Can you come up with something different? All right. 18 seconds. Good job. Steve, aren't most triples also long-time 250 Supercross riders? Uh, No. No, not at all. No. Chiz was a triple for a long time. No. No, not at all. That's stupid, Weech. 7.8. All right, last one. We need Moser back. We need Moser back. Oh, wow. What? (laughs) Yeah. DV, name a change or improvement area in bike handling and or feel that has led to a change in riding style or form. Like a pot, you mean? Uh, sure. It's open to interpretation here. Uh, Start hook. Uh, okay. No. I would. I would uh, get rid of those. I yeah. would. I would yep. say like uh, uh, it's I'm, not legal anymore. Right. Works connection. Great sponsor of ours. Everybody, pro launch device. Every, everybody has them. Why having them? You know, we got a great. We got ignition curves. We got a start device. We got a rear start device. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Okay. All right. So DV doesn't have one. You don't really have one. Okay. Uh, X brand goggles. Subpar questions. Choice of champions everywhere. <laughs>
Again, use X Brand and uh, and save with the with the code from Motorsport.com as well. Uh, we have um, uh, who's on the phone here? Uh, we got guys on the phone. This guy wanted to rip into Rutledge. I didn't get a chance to get to his call. Yeah, I think we got we, we took care of him. Spencer's on too. Sp- is this Spencer? Spencer? Uh, I think no. it's Tyler. Oh, Tyler. Tyler, you got a gear question. Sorry. I do, yes. Uh, I was looking at or just so, uh, surfing through social media uh, and just like with the whole uh, Renin thing and being what DeStefano is running it now with the Monster Energy Pro Circuit. Is he a Monster Energy Pro Circuit like project rider? Uh, like, rider like, DeFrancesco. Um, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. he is... Um, he is uh, wearing it, yeah, but he's a, he's a monster guy. He'll be the next guy in, in line with Mitch's yeah, team. Yeah, so, yep. like, my my question is, like, what is the whole status of that? I thought they were Fox people. I thought they'd get Fox gear for that, or is that yeah, just, like, an amateur he, thing? They yeah, can run whatever they want. Yeah, the amateur guys can do whatever they want. Um, I've long wondered why the amateur teams do this. The, am- the gear guys tell me that paying amateurs to wear their gear uh, results in sales, and I just shake my head at that, but I've been told that. Okay. So, yeah, no, yeah. I was, that was just my question. Right. I was like, was it more a foreshadowing of looking at no, is it no. Renning going to be pro circuit later? <laughs> nah, no, no, no. It's just something that they're able to do just with their own deal. So Awesome, right. awesome. Yep, DB uh, Galson bike builds, by the way. Uh, thank you. Yeah, we're going to dive more into the bike builds later. I want to got some questions for you about that. After, after food, I thought we were eating at 7. Adam is on four for you, then we'll go to commercial. Adam, what's your question for DB? DB, my question is, what would you tell Ken Roxon going into the next race? What do you got to do? Uh, go faster, try harder. <laughs> wow, <laughs> quite a coach he is. No, you got, you got to, um, he's got to realize that uh, you got to make him uh, realize uh, this opportunity to win a Supercross championship, which is like the biggest thing there is, mm-hmm. uh, might not be there uh, again. So, um, I think it's more like a drive, dedication. Um, uh, and will to to win, you know. I think he needs to uh, uh, not think about anything else. You know, I think everything his program, his writing is great, his technique is great, um, uh, his bike's good, one of the best bike out there. Um, uh, that's him, though. That's him. There's no other uh, person that can do it. Uh, just a little, f- uh, little more of a fighting spirit. And uh, yeah. and be on the bike like he's on the, with a the microphone, you know, kind of. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, firepower parts. Why don't you use firepower chains for some of your builds? What the hell is that? A firepower chain. It's a company called Firepower. They make great chains. Chiz uses them in supercars. I buy DID gold for 50 bucks on eBay. Brand new. Okay. I get you brand new firepower for free. It's gold, too. Yeah, I buy most of my stuff. I don't okay, want. but can we just yeah, talk about using could, firepower? Uh, you know, you're the one that gets free chain and free graphics and free bikes, Blue Crew. Dude, I, ra- I race for Yamaha. I won races for them. I don't even have a bike, guys. Firepower committing offering superior products for over 50 years' experience in the industry. Don't waste money when replacing OEM batteries or chains. Uh, when you can get more power and supreme reliability by choosing Firepower, they offer a wide variety of chains for DV's builds. Uh, Firepower featherweight lithium batteries, all backed by two-year warranty. Firepowerparts.com. Uh, Kyle Chisholm using Firepower Parts. Alex Ray, he's a Firepower Parts rider. I never heard about this. Okay. That's great that I come on this show. 
You know, I learned yeah, something. Yeah, now you're going to learn for it. Firepower and, and, chains. Yeah, firepowerparts.com. I'll get you a chain for one of your builds. Just do something on your social and be like, hey. Is that going to snap like my phone no. break caliper? Or? No, it is not. All right, no. okay. We got to go to commercial break here. DV's hungry. Uh, we'll be right back. Jason Thomas still coming on. We got the race tech rant of the night. We got the tweets at tits questions. I got more questions for you about what's going on in your life and, uh, and everything else. So thanks for listening. We'll be right back after this, everybody. Great radio, bros. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, Get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blows uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with the right sprocket and chain kit for your bike. With more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex EK has more gearing than your garage has room for. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Star Racing Yamaha and Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, orange, silver, and Kawasaki green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. 
warning may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will be. Call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and mention promo code PULPMX2021 and get the best deal on your next order. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp Nation. Andy from Guts Racing. We are the leaders in seat technology. We feel like for any need that you have with your seat, we've got you covered. For 2021, we're going to be adding more colors to our, our product line, and we're going to be adding more merchandise to our product line. Also new for 2021, we've expanded our distribution through motorsportoutlet.com. So please support the people that support Pulp, support Guts Racing, and also support motorsportoutlet.com. Hope to see you guys at the track soon. Once again, this is Andy Gregg from Guts Racing. Thanks again to Pulp Nation for all the support. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Radio, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you, and the Michelin Star Cross 5 Tire Range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com, visit your local dealer or online retailer, and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. 
Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Our guys at Works Connection have always been there for the Pulp MX show, and they're there for you as well. Uh, they're just as passionate and as dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30 years, Works Connection has been designing and producing innovative products like the Pro Launch Start Device, the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, and much, much more. You'll find Works Connection products on AMA Pro Riders bikes under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, as well as top teams and privateers alike. The best part of this deal is Pulp MX20 code saves you money at worksconnection.com. Stop by your local outlet and check out the new lineup of Works Connection products for 2021. I've got the perch on my bike. I've got the engine plugs. I absolutely love it. Great product. I've got the uh, start device as well, which helped me in one moto at the World Vet Championships in one moto. Not so much. Worksconnection.com. Pulp MX20 is the code to save. Please check them out. All new. 2021 products now available. Thanks for listening. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. 
to see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Back already, Paul Metro presented by Motorsport.com, Decal Works, and Fly Racing. Thanks to Hunter Lawrence, Rutledge Wood, and uh, Ricky Carmichael for coming on, and uh, Jason Thomas coming up here right away uh, from Fly Racing. Uh, Motorcycle Industry Jobs is the number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates looking for employment opportunities. It's the first and only job board. Built specifically for the motorcycle industry. Upload your resume for free today. Uh, please check them out. And uh, if you want to get started in the industry somehow, some way, you can do that. Right, DV? Uh, just go to uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Uh, job of the week this week, hard parts developer for WPS up in Boise. Yeah, hard parts developer. Full-time job up in Boise, Idaho. Uh, so this is basically uh, for their hard parts uh, category. They're seeking an innovative, creative Market-focused product, market product designer to join the growing and busy design team as a hard parts developer. So uh, this role requires strong industry knowledge and understanding of consumer needs. So thanks to those guys for coming on, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Please check that out online. I uh, also want to thank the folks at Michelin, uh, whether it's the Bicycle Tires, they sponsor the Wrap-Up Show. Have you heard of the Pulp Mix Wrap-Up Show? Nope. Okay. I don't listen to anything. Okay. Uh Pulpenbeck's uh, wrap-up show, Michelin Bicycle Tires. Also, the Starcross 5 tires that I have on my bike as well, on my Blue Crew. I want to thank those guys for supporting it. Uh, Motorcycle.michelinman.com. they got a deal on right now, DV. You go to motorsport.com. You order a set of Michelin Starcross 5s. You get a free set of tubes. And you nice. know Michelins. You, you, you go way back I, with Michelins. I use them on my builds. Uh, oh, boy, uh, Randy. He uh, gets you Starcrosses for the builds. Yeah. He, he hooked me up uh, with a few sets. Yes. Nice. And, uh, that was nice. And very nice of him. Absolutely. I, I, I want to know why tires are twice as much expensive in the U.S. than in Europe. I don't know. Is like that true? A set of tires like 160, 180 bucks. I never heard that. In Europe, it's way less than that. 
It's the same thing with mountain bike parts. I think it's import taxes and stuff like that. Okay. Trade. Uh, trade. Yep. Trade. Michelin Commander 3 Touring Tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced thread life. For sport bike and track day riders, they got the Power 5 tire and the Power GP tires. The Michelin Enduro Extreme tire, if you're going to do Erzberg, you have any interest in doing Erzberg? Uh, really not. Okay, well, if you are, you can do the Michelin Enduro Extreme tire. It's like uh, doing a Lutuke beach race. Yeah. Everybody says, oh, you want to do that? No. Dude. There's no amount of money that... A lot of moto make. guys did it, though, right? I know, yeah, but yeah. they had to. They, it was on their contract. Oh, was it really? In yeah. France, is the, that's yeah, the, it's biggest, the biggest thing, right? Yeah. That's pretty much the biggest uh, race of the year. Right. Well, uh, if you're looking for a great uh, Michelin mountain bike tire, you can do the uh, uh, E-Wild series or the Wild series if you don't have an e-bike. E-Wild series will work as well as uh, I got the DH34s as well on my on my Intense Taser. How was your e-bike? You've been e-biking a bit. Yeah, I think I went uh, three or four times out. And and are you are you, are we in? Are we doing it? Like uh, you... that's not bad. I find a. I don't want to spend ten grand on a bike, obviously. So I find one on offer up the, um, hey bike, hey bike, the yeah the brand. I've I never really heard of it, but when I saw it on your thing, I googled it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the guy, it was like from 2018, pretty good. Uh, he wanted three grand. I'm like, dude, I give you two. That's all I have. Okay, and. And, Took it. Uh, so did you, did you? It has a Yamaha battery. Yeah, Yamaha motor uh, and battery. Uh, yes. Yep. I guess so. Yeah. But you know, I know nothing about bikes. Yeah, you tell me about like uh, Shimano this and the right. Magura brakes. My brakes are soft. I need to bleed them. Okay. I'm gonna have to go on YouTube and figure out how to do it. I don't know how, where to start. My mechanic over there will dial you in right over there. I, I would have to yeah. Google uh, YouTube how to bleed brakes on a bicycle. I can do it with my eyes closed on a dirt right. bike, but right. here I have no idea. Um, there's actually a, a really neat trick you can do without bleeding them that that, that may help it. So um, I'll show, I'll tell you about that later. Uh, but you do get a workout. You you notice that? Yeah, on yeah, bike? yeah, you do. Yeah, it's it's fun and it's kind of like um, uh, yeah for us. For me, I'm 43, 40, oh, I don't even know, 44, 43, uh, <clears throat> out of shape. And if you want to have fun. In the heels yep. with a bicycle, yes. Yep. Because if I go with the regular bicycle, uh, after like 20 minutes, I'm done. You have three modes on there? I have actually five. Five modes. Oh, yeah. Yamaha uh, does that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Eco, yep. Eco Plus, Standard, right. High, and uh, Extra Power. Yep. Five. And uh, did you go Skyline already? Did you already do that? No, no. no. I, I stayed around uh, Marietta. There's a, a, a spot with a bunch of sinker tracks. I, I I need to explore, but there's single trucks everywhere. Yeah. So I did a few of them. Yep. And uh, I went in Orange County uh, the other day. Wow. Uh, on Sunday, actually. <clears throat> and uh, it was great, too. Same uh, spot in uh, Mission Bureau. Yep. Uh, where there's a bunch of single trucks, yep. too. So that was wow. fun. E-bikes, and he drives a Honda Ridgeline. Yeah. I thought your dream just came true when there was two ridge lines in the driveway when I pulled up. I said, oh, my goodness. I'm like, uh, seriously, you know what? I, and I talk shit about his truck, the one before that looks, yeah. looks like shit, kind of. Um, but the new one, look, it looks way better, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but I didn't want a full-size V8, crazy, like, uh, six-liter truck, right? Right, right. I don't... I put a bike uh, twice a year in there. Yeah. So yep, I'm with you. I'm not towing a space shuttle like in the commercials. I'm not towing Sequoias. Yeah. Right. And uh, so what did I do? But uh, these two jerk-offs, he's got a Raptor, and then he's got something else so yeah, i can't afford a raptor dude S it's, stop it stop it and uh so 
I actually rented a Tacoma one day yeah. to go pick up a bike yep. because I was somewhere and I didn't I had my, my car not my truck. So I rented a Tacoma just to go pick up a bike that I bought, a one twenty five. And uh so I drove that one and I was on the market to buy a truck. And then I looked at Rich Line and I like mid size type of deal with what what's great is it's an SUV inside. Yeah, it's fantastic. Like a, a regular car. It won't it won't off road as good as a Tacoma, but big I'm deal. not right. I'm not off roading either. The most off road yes. I do is to go from the gate of Pala to right. uh, or at the Yamaha track. Yeah, you know, that's the only off road I do. Yeah. So, and uh, the Ridgeline way more comfortable than a Tacoma. Oh yeah, it's, it's like a like a SUV. Kind my of. buddy just my buddy up in Canada, he's drove driven Tacomas for twenty years. 20 years, he's a Tacoma guy. Every second year, he gets one new one. Finally got a Honda Ridgeline, and he's like, this thing blows a Tacoma out of the water. I'm like, yeah. For, for what we do, yeah. 100%. Right. Tacoma is hard. It's like you can feel everything. It's not very comfortable. Mine, it's like an SUV with a, with a bed. It's great. I, I like it. E-bikes? I fucking love Ridgelines. E-bikes and Ridgelines. David Villain, did, did you see the, the Ridgeline in Reed's Instagram post yeah, today? Yeah. 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 Talked to Chad about it a little bit. So. Is that his? Uh, yeah. Yep, he's working with a oh, dealer down there. Oh, boy. Oh, they're everywhere. Vince Freeze. They're taking like, over the world. Kiefer, yeah. Adam Entignap, yep. You've always been the pioneer Thank of you. everything, yes. Thank you. And now, I just want to get a motocross. And now DV, DV and I will go up uh, e-biking one day. And I, I bought it uh, used. For, uh, I had a great deal, 22 grand. And, you, uh, you know, you're absolutely ridiculous. You're amazing. Like a 40. He had like 37,000 or something. That actually sounds pretty good. Did, listen, I was brought up. I was raised no money we couldn't you know we had to save for the next day yeah. in case something yeah. happened and and i never got out of this and i hate myself for it because <laughs> if i don't get a deal if i don't get a deal if i don't get 30 percent off uh on gap factory website i'm not buying shit i'm not buying my jeans right i buy only gap jeans was that know? watch new but or was that use this yeah no this this watch i bought it uh in uh, five, four, five years ago, maybe. Uh, it's from 2003, though. I do, bought it used. Okay. Okay. Do, do you buy all your parts for your project builds from eBay? Is that where you buy everything? Yeah. Uh, okay. You know what? We're, uh, we're going to talk about your builds later. Okay. okay. But I buy on eBay a lot. Okay. Like, used part, like with the reference number. I type the, the part number. You're cutting the, the bar, dealers out. And, and uh, But I buy used. And uh, I know there's... Uh, this story about oh go to your local dealer and stuff, but it takes you two or three weeks to get parts, you know. Like, right. and I tried Motorsport, I tried all this stuff, and the parts it. Motorsport is fantastic. Yeah. I get my stuff in like two days. I know, but OEM parts, yeah, too? OEM parts, like yeah, two days. I had a tough, it it takes a, a while oh, for the okay. Yamaha stuff, but I tried Rocky Mountain for because I want I needed something that they had aftermarket, and at the same time, it's like, hey, I'm gonna look at the. Honda parts that I need yeah. and a few things. So uh, I bought like three or four hundred bucks of stuff, dude. Two days, OEM aftermarket everything. Yeah, the motorsports like that. I swear to God, I'm not just pushing. Yeah, I, but been, I tried it yeah. once. Well, I, I guess uh, it depends on what yeah, yeah what it is. Yeah. Uh, Fly Racing 2021 line, of course, the light pant has BOA on the front. The Formula Helmet has a Rion technology in it as well. Uh, flyracing.com for more information on that, uh, whether it's Bogle, whether it's Savachi, Osborne, Brayton, uh, Styles Robertson, who wasn't able to race this weekend, Jalik Swole, wearing Fly, got on the podium as well. Uh, please go to your favorite e-tailer, like motorsport.com. 
or uh, or dealer and ask to see the latest and greatest from Fly. Uh, speaking of Fly Racing, it's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? How are you? Not too much. Still you, here in Arlington. You bailed on me. Yeah, I did. I did bail on you. Um, hey, speaking of that, so Brayton showed uh, Brayton Instagram just crashed today, and uh, it yep. was ugly. And yeah, then Styles looks like he's going to be out for a while. Osborne ain't coming back probably anytime soon. Fly Racing Riders taking a hit right now. Yeah, I texted uh, Max Steffens, uh, who's the marketing manager for WCS and, and you know was the athlete manager for a really long time. And I just said, hey, uh, we're, we're losing guys left and right because uh, Max was at home. And I was like, hey, we, we need you back. We, we got men down everywhere. Yeah, yeah, really. Um, but yeah, it's it's a tough deal. Um, you know, Supercross is rough, and injuries are a part of the game. But yeah, it's, it sucks to to see guys that your you know uh, your company has invested in and, and are a part of the fire racing family. It just sucks to see guys get hurt. Yeah, Brayton's crash. His bike locked up on him and uh, wow. went over the bars. Yeah, I mean yeah. that one could have been so much worse. Yeah, and, and it, I'm sure it's not good. Like injuries are never fun, but you watch that crash on tape, and, and similarly to Marvin's crash. You just you know how bad those can be, um, so you're you're thankful that it wasn't much worse. Yeah, isn't it like uh, DV. another Murkov guy that locked up at Oldenburg? Oldenburg, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he lock up his bike? Yeah, too? yeah, same thing. How do you lock up a bike in Supercross? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> you know, like right. if the revs are not high, right. you're not pinning it. Right. I'm like, how do you brew an engine? I don't stuff, especially in 2021. Right. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's not uh, not great. So let's talk about those penalties for a second on Anderson and McAdoo. McAdoo three spots, Anderson one. We'll start with Anderson. Um, yeah, I'm perfectly fine with that. DV, your thoughts? Like, so you go out of the way to really um, a tough block to really a tough block, yeah. but you don't go out of the way to just like turn your balls left to, to go, go left and go around the to, guys to right. go to go to. I don't get that. And then you don't even look. <laughs> to, to the left when you go to like next yeah. to the wolves and kind of like cruise you're like pinning it but what i don't understand is y you have three similar penalties uh hall trumped yeah uh, in lcq, yeah, LCQ. and McAdoo and, and right. anderson obviously but there's uh two spot one spot three spots so it's kind of well, like uh, what's the deal with that jt what do you think of anderson's penalty yeah i you know I, the question for me is why was McAdoo's so much more severe than Anderson's? Um, because I, I do think all all three of them should have been penalized. Right. No, they said they said that McAdoo was he actually passed two guys that two guys would have passed him had he just re-entered the track where he exited. They said the two guys uh, was it Thrasher and Cooper, one of those yep. two of those guys. They said would have got him, so he. Got in front of those two guys, and then he was one one spot for the infraction, and and mm -hmm. they gave him back the two spots that he that they figure oh, okay. based on video that he he gained by that. Anderson, okay, so they said gained no spots, right. didn't and, and but but he but you can't do that. But so you're penalty. Okay, so you know. I, I have a question. Yep. Don't you? believe this is I believe this. So I'm going to pose the question to you. Don't you think that they should impose a second penalty there instead of? Because in my opinion, well, in that situation, it used to be are, seconds. Yes, it used I, right, to be. right. Yeah. But I believe that they are unqualified to determine how many positions that that early in the race, what that did to the race, right? Because mm -hmm. now you're determining how the rest of that race played out. You know, if you think he gained three seconds, five seconds, eight seconds, which which I think you could probably deduce on tape, it's pretty easy to look and say, oh yeah, he was. I mean, that was easily a few seconds there. 
and then you deduce that, you go off the live timing, and then that's what it is. For anyone to, and myself included, for anyone to try to be the end-all, be-all and say, yep, that looks like two or three spots would have cost him over the rest of the race, to me, that just seems you, This is in regards to Anderson's to really penalty, to right? And Anderson's penalty is what you're talking about. That could do as well. That oh. could do as well. Oh, okay. for, for them to think that he wouldn't have beaten Thrasher, which I would vehemently d- disagree with, I think even if you put him behind Thrasher, he repasses him. Right. Um, yeah, maybe I there's a there's putting, a way to do something better. But also, why give uh, Antraft two position? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this I one mean, is like silly. dumb. I don't think it even mattered. It, like it, once yeah. you take one, it's over. Yeah, you know? because yeah, you take yeah, yeah. one because he's out of right, the thing. Right, right, right. But that doesn't make sense yeah, either. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. But, that but that think, should have just been one penalty. But one I think uh, they need to do something during the race. Maybe come up with a new flag. A new flag, a stop and go. Just do a stop and go. So at the end of the race, whoever finished is actually the result. Right, right. Because waiting, I was waiting for like yeah. a few hours oh. to, to see the uh, the official uh, results. There, there was one that didn't get fixed till the next morning. Yeah. yeah. So do you understand? Right. If right. there's something wrong, but on the finish line, there's a, a right. So know. so same thing with Hartraft though. So he lost his position because he's in the Anderson boat. So he lost mm-hmm. the position. Uh, because he gained a position, and then he's penalized one spot. Do you oh. see what I'm saying? So that's two. Anderson lost, Did, didn't gain a position, but but cut the track, lost a spot. Okay. So that's how they're doing it. They're whatever the penalty is with riders plus one. You know yeah. that that's what they're saying. Okay. They used to do seconds, and I, I know JT a few times with those seconds penalties. Um, it was fucking really convenient how the guy wouldn't lose a spot. They'd be like ah. Seven seconds, and then uh, the fu- the guy finished eight seconds ahead of somebody, you know? Yeah. And so I thought that was pretty random Did, as well. Then uh, Dungy got docked. Uh, he jumped on s- Yeah, that was uh, Detroit. Yeah. Detroit, Detroit, yeah. yeah. He, he lost a win there, yeah. That's different. Yeah. That's jumping on a Red Cross. But Just yeah. in, in other sports, you know, MotoGP F1, uh, they, they use this seconds penalty, and I just, I just think it's better. It takes the – Right. It takes someone out of the equation of but, basically trying to deduce how the are, race would have played out. Are you and, saying, and who, though, so, sorry to interrupt you, are you saying that, that Gallagher would time the whoop section with a stopwatch on video and then. No, no, like, but I think. How do you be, determine can, the seconds? There, I think saying. there can be round numbers. You know, you could have some sort of, um, I guess, r- regulated time frame, right? Is like, okay, if you do something egregious, it's going to be five seconds or it's going to be 10 seconds or whatever. And, hey, don't do anything stupid. You don't want a 10-second penalty? Right. Don't be an idiot. I, don't yeah, go th- wide if, open down the side of the whoops, shifting gears. Yeah. Like, and Formula One is better than that. Right. Formula One is five seconds. You know, yeah, like yeah, they, right. they tell the guys when they drive, hey, yeah. he, you, you took him out, yeah. you five seconds. Um, yeah. I don't mind the stop and go flag either, though. Yeah. I don't mind that. I think I mean, it's 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 better for everybody that because uh, then it's done. Wherever the guys finish right. on the race but, is okay, the action wait, and result. But wait a minute, just like Chad's black flag that was administered, you know, during a race that was horribly wrong, right? That was outrageous. Yes. No, no, no. But I'm saying if you do a stop and go, like without being able to like uh, uh, adjudicate it, talk about it. You know what I mean with Determined the team manager? The Determ- yeah, yeah. Like now Gary. you're now you're determining it in a moment, and now you're never yeah. getting that penalty back, right? You're bringing so, emotion, emotional decisions right. into the fray. But right. Look, right, right. look in uh, in Formula One, they do it during the race. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. So yeah, it happens. You know, um, I think you can figure the, it out the bigger but question. They have time to review, right? They go into a review process. Yeah, which, you know, yeah. I think is smarter. Like the black flag was 
clearly the most egregious I think we've ever seen. I mean, it was literally like under 60 seconds a decision was made and, yeah, and, and cost them on a race. Yeah, so I totally get that part about, yeah. like, hey, let's take this into the truck, uh, hear from everybody, and make a decision, you know. Um, but here, here's a bigger question, too, is, like, what are these guys thinking? Like, what are they thinking? Like, whether it's Savachi at PC years ago or Forkner or Cameron or Jason. Like, I, I mean, think Cameron was just pure panic. Um, he was freaking out. His heart rate was about 300 when he got up from crashing in the whoops. And I think he just panicked. He, he just veered right. And it was clearly ill-advised. Like, it was yeah, a I bad just, move. But I, I just don't think he was thinking all that clearly in the but, moment. But I just you, think Anderson, honestly, Anderson, he's degassed. He does not care. I really don't think he doesn't care. Like yeah. He was like, ah, oh, whatever, I can't get on the track. I'm just going to go wide open right here. No problem. Who cares? Right. Penalize right. me. Don't penalize me. Whatever. Right. Um, any problems with the Cade, Clayson, Alex Ray moment in the LCQ? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did- um, on a non-fantasy conversation, which I didn't take A-Ray, but I, I can certainly understand the frustration for those who did. No, but, man, LCQs suck, for one. Everybody's smashing everybody. Um, I can tell you, though, if I was there, I'd be pissed. Well, uh, yeah. he, he is. He's pissed. But Yeah, it's really hard to remove emotion out of it. But, man, that corner, you know, I saw so many people almost get teed up. And, and the, the trickiest thing about that corner was a lot of people would go high and then cut back down. And they would cut back down to try to get to the right side of the whoops or even to the middle right. And to me, that's kind of what A-Ray did. And I think in that moment, in, on the first lap of an LCQ, trying to cut back down or cut low into a bull berm is, is asking for trouble. Well, uh, there's, just, yeah. there's just no room there to do that. You almost have to assume that you're going to get T-bone there if you try to cut back down. And you just have to, even if you hate the left side, you almost have to stay wide if you go in deep and, and ride the left side down the whoops. But then again, A-Ray also told Dean Wilson I had no back brakes. He started the race yeah. with no rear brakes. So I, that's, yeah, that's I saw nice. that, which, which A-Ray crashed three times in the LCQ. Right. This is like a four-minute race, and he crashed three times. Yeah, he needs to relax. But yeah, like <laughs> JT said, don't, don't square in the, in, when right. people are behind. Remember the Dungy Bubba thing in Anaheim? It's kind of the same yeah, thing. Yeah, same thing, right? A little yeah, bit. Like, yeah. just don't, you can't cut down there. No, you, and I always told Dylan, like, if you, in the first couple laps, uh, first couple turns, uh, it's okay to roll all the way against the bells outside. So don't cut because yeah. people are coming in. Yep. You're going to crash right there. You know, like it's yep. crazy out there. No, it's crazy out there. It it is. So, with 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 um, how many rounds are down? How many rounds in the TVD series? Three rounds, right? Four. Four rounds. Four different. Okay, windows. so four rounds down. What are we? What are we? Uh, who do we like for this thing? Like, what? I thought Cooper would be, you know, not running away with this, but with a nice lead. But dude, his starts have gone. He crashes. Uh, McAdoo, you know, looks really great. Now Hunter has been coming on, and we got Hamaker. Like, uh, if I had to bet, I like uh, Justin Cooper still. Still, yeah, uh, a little faster. When everything's gonna click, start, and then it's gonna stay on the bike. And I think it's uh, speed wise is a little better than the other guys. Um, maybe also advantage with the bike. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, uh, I'll I'll say Justin Cooper for me. Yeah, even if it's it doesn't look right. like super great now All right jt i'm there too uh, you know but i've i have to say that i i was 
you know, once J-Mart went out, I thought this was going to be a runaway. And, you know, I've said that, written that multiple times. And I, I'm, I'm second-guessing myself. You know, I still do think he's the favorite to win the title. But the dominance that I thought we were going to see is not there. Um, you know, if he does win it, it's going to be a fight all the way to the end. And, and that's really his own doing. You know, he's crashing. He's getting bad starts. He's doing all the things that you really can't do if you want to run away with the series, and he's making it a little bit easy on these guys. You know, if he was putting in the performances that he was at Orlando where he just gets the start and, and he really stays out of trouble, these crashes by Hamaker and these crashes by McAdoo would be costing them big time. Like, it would, be, it would almost be over by now because these guys have left the door open at times. But Justin Cooper's doing the same things that they are. He, he's making mistakes and, and putting himself into bad situations week after week. You know, Daytona was bad. This weekend was bad. He's crashing on the first lap and really leaving the door wide open. And I think that the, the thing is, um, I don't think he's used to come through the pack. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that yeah. historically always talks yeah. good. Yep. So he, yep. he never has to pass anybody. Right. So yeah, he's, he's very much like uh, like a Michael Lefty, where yeah. if you but, give him a start, he can manage the race from the front. But other yeah, than but that, when it's you not see uh, when you see like uh, Daytona, for example, the first half or the first three quarter of the race, you look at him ride. He doesn't want to be there. Yeah, he looks he's like. Yeah. And then at one point, you know, three quarter in, he's like, "Oh, dude." Uh, I'm kind of like, go here. Yeah, I'm kind of racing for a championship. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. might, I might need to wake up <laughs> right. and then start going. Right. And then he starts going and he writes fine. Right. But I think is, uh, and th- that's what I have a problem about two days supercross with kids like this mm-hmm. and then small class. We tell them all the time, you got to get a good start to win. You got you to gotta get a good start to win. You got to get a good start to win. So every time they don't get a good start or something happened in the first yeah. lap, like, ah. they dance says, oh, I can do good. I haven't started yet. Right. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you are the first turn. You got to make the best of your race on that mm-hmm. spe- on like uh, that situation, yeah. basically. And that's what I've, I've been telling Dylan. Everybody run his team and, you know, got to get a good start. His friends, oh, got to get a good start. People online, when he reads stuff, you know, like on social media. Yep. Oh, you need a good start. You're going to kill them. I'm like, no, you don't need a good start. You need to be better than everybody. It doesn't matter about the start. You, you have to make the best of it and find a way to get up. If you get in your head that to win, you got a whole shot yeah. or start top three, when you start 10th, like your race is over. Do you understand the, yeah. the, the, yeah. the mental Absolutely. side of it? No, it makes yes. sense. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check it out. Um, I was talking about LCQs with Caden. Anyway, I mean, I don't want to bring up San Francisco again. No, no, no please not. Oh, please don't. Oh, okay. stop it. Uh, let's get us some phone calls. I had a provisional. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, here's uh, here's Derek to talk about Justin Cooper. What's up, Derek? How are you? Yeah, good timing on this. Uh, I'm good, thanks. Yep. Yeah, I've, I've been hearing you guys talk about it starts for fantasy and all this stuff. And uh, I remember it was actually Weed on the um, on the fantasy pod last year, you know, yep. Devon fantasy guy weed yeah, said that yeah his starts aren't that good and the star guys haven't been getting good starts so i actually just went back and scraped some data here his starts are not only not good they're pretty bad his entire supercross career mm-hmm. like uh a1 2018 18th place on the first lap in 2019 7th 4th 3rd 14th 6th 7th 8th 4th 
13th, 2nd, 7th, 6th. Glendale yeah. Triple Crown was an 8th, then two first. Yeah, you're interesting. Uh, yeah, but you're, you're also getting the end of the first lap, which is after a yeah, complete but, lap I after mean, that. When you're coming around first lap outside of the top 10, you're not starting well. But I'm saying that all like, those seconds and thirds, like that's the that's usually like a lap and a half after because they don't even count the first time by. It has to be a full lap. Yeah, so cases. you're saying though it's worse, right? It's worse. Yeah, it, yeah. But it could be better. Like it could be better too. Yeah, he could be he could be getting the whole shot right and getting past. Um, right. No, but it's it's something. Yeah, it's, I, mean, it's I didn't something. actually yeah. look at the video, but just like like I say, the lap right, chart right. doesn't show him being up in the podium spot usually on the end of the first lap. Right. Which. You know, and it was actually, I was just, it was funny. I was thinking about Weed saying that, and I'm like, oh, man, the fantasy expert himself. Yeah, yeah. If all, if, last year, right? Yeah, if only we had the technology to, to actually, uh, when we see the lock yeah, timing, the, course, in, right? the instant, right, it comes in. So, uh, thanks, Derek. I appreciate the, uh, the call, man. Thank you. Yeah. All right, thanks. Uh, let's go to Nash on three. Nash. Gentlemen. What's up, Gentlemen. Nash? DV's back. Dude, I, I, I was listening. I'm in the garage grinding, as always. I I just forgot how much DV adds to the show. It is raw, real, unfiltered. Poor Rutledge. I love it. Poor Rutledge. <laughs> Dude, here's what I love. Here's DV. Well, at least he knows me now. If you don't know me before tonight, maybe he knows uh, me now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, he gives it to you straight with no apologies, and it's just the reality. It's objective truth. That's yeah, it's TV. my opinion. Objective you know, my opinion, and then uh, – uh, what I know about the sport, right? So you know, it's. I think you're. I think you're pretty accomplished to have a perspective that you do, uh, uh, DV. Big, yeah. So here's here's a couple of things. First of all, DV retail is for suckers, and I totally agree with you. And so is anybody else who does what you do in terms of being. How, how much money do you have in the bank, DV? How much money do you have in the bank? Uh, enough. How much? A couple, uh, couple no. million. More. A couple, okay, more. So you're living off your 10% a year, whatever, right? Investments? Uh, yeah. 13% ten, a year? Ten, 10 is high. We did 12 last year, but, you know, okay. if, you, right. if I make uh, 7, 8 a year, I'm fine. Okay. That's so if awesome. you make $70,000 a year, like profit, off of your off your money? That's, no, that's I mean, off of 1 million. Yeah, off 1 million. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm just no. trying to go low. No, I'm just trying to go low here. I'm just, no, like, so, uh, on good, yeah. so you, yeah, so you're, you're buying used ridge lines and used OEM parts and used e bikes and used e bikes for two, 2000. Okay. Because right. I sold my, my 20 year old specialized uh, road bike for 500. So, oh my it, God, it, on offer up. <laughs> so, my e bike cost me actually, technically, it's a $1,500 Delta. So, 1500 bucks because I sold my other bike that I will not use anymore. So, Steve, Steve, remember the LeBlanc days? Oh, the black, yeah, uh, dude, yeah. Dude, oh, they've been shut legend. down for over a year, so yeah, you got out. You you got out when it was doing good. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, dude, I, I love it. You know, I've, I've been uh, I don't know, cheap. Or you can say cheap, but frugal. Or I don't spend much. I don't no. need much. I don't need much. You know, like I don't need a, a Lambo. And You're only saying buy a Lambo, but could you buy a new e-bike? You know, how rich people stay rich. No, doing what DV does. Thank you, hey, dude. DV you know just go, DV just goes no. Let's say, let's say I make between uh, let's say three, two fifty on a bad year, and then to four hundred and fifty a year. Yeah, right? on, on your investments. Investment. Yeah. yeah. 
But um, do you know how much I pay myself? No. So I don't I, have any debts. Right. I don't have any debts. I don't. Um, no mortgages on my right, houses. Right, right, right. Zero. Only <laughs> like I use a credit card that I pay every month, right? Right. But um, they pay you, DV. They pay you. I, I pay myself. I pay myself when I don't work. You right. know, uh, five thousand a month. And that's it. That's, that's it. That's fair. And and then that's when fair. I when I have to, um, so I get a for my pension. I have a pension that pays me, um, mm-hmm. and so five thousand a month. If I go and uh, have to call the bank to wire more money right. on my checking, yeah, it kills me. You, you got to live me. a little, DV. You I gotta understand. Live a little. But do, you know, that's a kind of like o- almost a disease. You know, it's, I was I was raised. Yeah, no. we we just got it. We just got it. Yeah, yeah. Because I was raised like that, and I never got out, be, even if when I made a lot of money, right? I'm and then my sick. mom, my mom is like, "Dude, are you crazy? Just buy a new truck, buy a new this, <laughs> just buy it. It's like you can." But for me to make me feel good about my purchase, I bought this. Uh, I think it was forty thousand miles Ridgeline yeah. for twenty two thousand. I was so happy. Okay. Better yeah. if I spent it thirty five thousand for a brand new uh, one, right? That's kind of like my thing. What you, what you're avoiding is post purchase dissidents, where you buy something and then you feel remorse. You remove it from. It. All right, remorse. let's get to the meat on the bone. Pretty please, sugar on top. Yeah. I know you're all busy men. Uh, first of all. Michelin Tires, Steve, you're aware that Michelin has a very strong GNCC presence. Yes, and they are the, there. They're the official sponsor or presenting sponsor or tire sponsor of the series now, yeah. They're amazing rig, home run. I bought two, everybody's, you know, oh, Nash gets this. I don't get nothing. I went and bought tires for my daughter's bike. They worked amazing. It was a home run. It's a pleasure to see them back on board. Yeah, it's cool. Second of all. I wish Randy was changing is, every tire, though. That's what I would like to see, Randy just changing every single tire. Again. Oh, my God. He was a dancer. Uh, here's the real deal question. Is, so when Roxon's talking about, at, or pardon me, when Webb's talking at the end of the event, and he's saying, and this question goes to Jason and DV and Steve, obviously four-time Manitoba champion, you can interject. Thank you. Um, when Webb is talking about, I was watching what he was doing, which is a super gift that Webb has, as we all know as fans of the sport, you two as professionals, how do you study what the guy behind you is doing when you've got to be so hyper-focused on leading that race, like the amount, the amount of concentration that has to happen, I, I, I'm fascinated to hear, and I think the other listeners would want to hear how that's done. JT, what do you think when he when he talks about that? As far as just being able to be so poised out front, as being he, able to adapt he, to, uh, to to what? No, Toma- because he heard he heard Tomac goes outside three, right? Because uh, he, okay, got it. he felt he felt it coming in. You know, he mm-hmm. he has mm-hmm. uh, he has eyes behind his head. Oh, figuring out what Tomac's doing behind him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can yeah, feel yeah. you can feel with the the noise yeah. and then uh, the if getting closer. Yeah. When, when you, you ride, you, you can actually uh, notice that. Right. Yeah. Well, and you you mm-hmm. all, you already know, and, and DV like we have all these tools now, right? That you can watch Dartfish and you watch the video. You know what's possible mm-hmm. and what's not, right? So if mm-hmm. you're doing one line and you hear someone doing something else, there's only a couple of things they can be doing. And if they're doing, you know, if they're going outside, you know that they're going outside and tripling on or doing something different because there's only a couple Mm -hmm. of options. You know, it's like, okay, he's making up time. I can hear him right on me at the end of this rhythm section, so Mm -hmm. I need to shift what I'm doing. That line's clearly better. 
these guys have so many people that are watching, spotting, advising them, like, hey, this line's faster mm-hmm. than that one. So if they know something's not working, they have to be mentally capable in the moment to, to change lines, that they have to be able so, to do that. Go ahead. No, I didn't want to interrupt you because I'm fascinated. So it's like they can hear the bike come in on them and then fade off and then no play play the roulette wheel of what combination's going on. That's that is amazing, absolutely yeah, amazing. And, and just to expound upon your point, what's more impressive to me, and not many riders can do this. Um, I've seen Ricky Carmichael used to do it all the time. Uh, I've seen Marvin Muscan do it regularly, and you see it a lot more outdoors than in Supercross too. But guys that are continuously shifting their line and trying to find a better line mid-race, mm-hmm. to me, that's, mm-hmm. that's really, really impressive because I, was, I got tunnel vision badly in a race. Like Once I got locked into doing what I was going to do, I just kept doing that over and over and over and over until the end of the race. These other guys that are exploring and trying to make their, bring mm-hmm. their lap times down in the middle of a race, like I, I watched that and I'm like, man, their level of consciousness during the race was on a different level than mine. I, I was more like mm-hmm. locked in, focused, doing what I was doing, where they're, they're kind of expanding their horizon as far as like, okay, that line's mm-hmm. not great. Maybe if I, you know, may, let's try the outside, and we'll swing in across and cut down here. And I love watching those guys try to figure the track out mid-race like that because to have that level of calm and to be thinking that mm-hmm. clearly and have lucid thought like that is, is pretty rare from what I've seen out there. It's like, like Most guys, you're like, those guys aren't even thinking at all. Like, what are you doing out there? Then you have these other guys that are so – they're thinking on such a different level to be thinking that clearly mid-race. It's, it's really cool to watch. I, uh, I always think – That's exactly what I said right. in the beginning of the show. When uh, <laughs> It's, it's uh, uh, the ability of Webb of doing that. Yeah. He knows yeah. when he, he, he doesn't go through a section the right way, he changes. Yeah, J- you know? uh, JT, DV was talking about how Webb would jump whoops, blitz jump, mm-hmm. like kind of – Figure it out. Like yeah, he changed, it out. Right. He changed three yeah. or four uh, right. ways through the roofs. He ended up blisting and then three, three inside, which was the best for him. But yeah. same thing. We talk about yeah. this outside jump on the uh, tabletop after they crossed the yeah. starting line. He wasn't doing it. He felt he felt Tomac on that triple and that little um, ninety degrees after that Tomac was on his ass. So uh, what's what is it? After six, seven laps, what he went yeah. outside, jump mm-hmm. on, off, and that, now he knows that was the line. The line went, uh, I, I think the run yeah. was uh, all uh, crap after a little bit, and everybody went back to the inside. Mm-hmm. But Webb is so good at this. He goes, he finds his line that make, he makes it work. No. And he's not well, you know, scared pretty- of doing it. And on the other hand, you have that uh, on that elevated turn, you have to mark the... Uh, keep like losing 10 yards a lap going on the outside and then you mm. know you keep mm-hmm. getting that line over and over and lost 10 yards a lap you know it's pretty cool to watch uh and and they probably didn't even show it on tv but anderson was doing that three on from the inside line yeah i saw actually was- we we caught uh wilson do it on tv one time okay yeah, yeah. It's I saw- cool. I mean, you could tell they were just Slamming yeah. in the first gear and then just seat bouncing the yeah. shit out of it. When I but when I watched cool. Wilson, I was like, "Dude, that's I, sick." That I was always, so sick. Yeah. I'm always, uh, I always admire guys. And you see, I can't think of any. I'm trying to think of some examples right now, and I got nothing. But ten minutes into a main event, somebody starts quadding something, you know, or somebody like, or somebody's quadding something and somebody's not, and they're in a battle, and then a the guy does it. 
I can think of Villapoto doing it with Stu at one race. Stu at Toronto, 2014. Yeah, Mm. like to me, Mm. you're 10 minutes in, your heart rate's at whatever, you haven't jumped something all day, tracks beat the shit. And you start jumping something like I, I but always tip my hat to that. Sometimes it's almost easier because at the end of, in my days yeah. or whatever, I remember in San Francisco. I think it was, uh, oh, I would say oh three oh four or something. It was okay. whoops and then a double double. Yeah. And uh, we started doing whoops, triple single. Yeah. Triple over a big one. Yep. Um, and, then, halfway, and then the ruts were better. Halfway, the ruts were better. Yep. The landing was a little rounder. Yep. It looked a little safer. Right. So you actually try, you know. And yeah, yeah. remember, we, we did a few things. But I think the one of the best to do that, obviously, uh, Bubba. Yeah. But close second is Chad. Chad's yeah. been like uh, right. jumping stuff in the main event, like no. Yeah, JT's talking about that too. Where Chad just is yeah. like, all right, he, he yeah. would. Well, he would just see Stu do something and say, "Well, I better do that." And yeah. Bust it out. Like, <laughs> yeah, but he also he also busted like uh, tr- uh, triples in rhythm or quads or something new in a main event by himself. He was one yeah. of the the best one to do that. Uh, Thanks, Nash. Thanks for the call, man. I, I, one, I do have a sincere question from JT, and it is not long. JT, please take back to the fly mothership. If you guys start to manufacture or uh, put on your product line a waste drink system, you will murder it. I don't know if there's copyrights yeah. with the other guy, but please yeah, tell me it's in the pine. Yeah, we're working on it. Uh, that seems to be all the rage now uh, is the uh, waste, uh, waste uh, application for, for hydration. Right. Cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank Cheers. You. Have a great show. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Dark Side. What's up, guys? DV, good having you back in, buddy. Hey, oh. How are you doing? I don't even. Dark Side, you're not doing a wrap up show this week. Uh, uh, I changed my mind. This show's too damn good. We're, we're going to do a wrap up, but I'm going to do it on a week. And coming up, when you don't do a show, we're going to. We're going to cover it a little late, but this okay. show is just too damn good not to wrap it up. All right. Did you feel like DV was a little harsh with um, Rutledge? It was a little uncomfortable, but it's classic DV. Um, okay. So, and, and I, honestly, Rose gave it right back. He didn't fold. All right. Okay. I thought that was good. And then the good goat, banter, the good debate. You. you know, okay. it's okay. Well, I give my point yeah, of view again. You did. I, and I like the goat asking you, like, what what are the requirements to be the goat? Then you know, I, mean, I thought that was pretty good. I, I hate that we lost our seal early, but yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, I, I texted my guys, like, yeah, we got to do this wrap-up. We're just going to do it a week or so late, but we're going to get it done. All right. What else, man? So I want to ask, DV, you and I, JT, we're sort of talking about the track issues and the lack of dirt or whether there is a lack of dirt. I want to get his thoughts on it, man, just um, why the tracks are not great right now, if he has any theories. We just had our first race of the year that was in 52nd range. I still think true. I still think is uh, – Jumps are too flat and too round. There's too much uh, jumping too much. You know, when you see... Have you seen a 125 jump uh, on-off in one thing back in the day? Uh, a quad. Uh, uh, oh. On-off. Yeah. You know, now they do a quad. Uh, last weekend, there were 250Fs in the LCQ were doing a quad. Right. Why? Because the banana, the transition yeah, is gray. Right. Everything is wrong. The banana. You know, <laughs> I know, we, no, I got it. I, yeah. You know, I call yeah. it, I call it like a G, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a pocket. You it's guys pocket. call it okay, a pocket. Right. I call it a banana. In French, I would say a, a banana. JT, remember this one yeah. for next time when we talk about the wrap-up show. Yeah. Yeah. Banana. And uh, <laughs> so I think it, it, they need to spread stuff out and make a little s- stuff like steeper. 
It's going it too down. fast. Too yeah. fast. Slow it down. You know, and to slow it down, don't put two stupid walls in the middle of the track. You know, that's right. the, yeah, that's the obvious. That's, that's the go-to, right? That's the only thing you got in your pocket to, to, to slow the track down is to put a, a stupid wall that everybody freaking hates right. in the middle of the track. No, just put more jumps, make it uh, steep, make an on-off where, like, it takes you... Uh, two seconds to make an on-off instead of one second because it's so flat and everybody... Right. We used to... I don't know about you, JT, but early 2000 uh, era or mid-2000s, I guess, uh, uh, some of the on-offs, uh, we were scared. Yeah. We were scared yeah. to fucking <laughs> clip it yeah. and go over the broom. You know? Hey, that's, I was, the, the first thing I was going to say when you brought that up was we had to respect the track much more than guys do now. The guys can... But that's Pace bikes, right? Blow through things. They yeah. can almost blitz through jumps. Exactly. And it really does nothing. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah they need to, to make it a little taller, a little more steeper. More dirt. They need more dirt. A little steeper. And, and then, yeah, when I see like uh, LCQ 250F guys jumping uh, uh, on off in one in four, jump. In four, yeah. In one jump, I'm like, no, right. that's not super cross right there. No. Um, JT, you got to go? Uh, no, I'm okay. okay. All right. I'm just checking. I know it was uh, later there. Um, speaking of the tracks and everything else, it's, uh, it's, uh, Alex Ray's on the line. Uh, what's up, A-Ray? How's it going, dude? How, so, how's DV? Oh, he's on fire and he's willing to work with you again. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to, every time I see him, I try to give him pointers. I give him pointers. I stop him. I was like, you do, you need to yeah. do this. You look at him, he does absolutely nothing that you told him to. It's like every, I used to, I used to freaking get so nervous when I'd see him at the track. Every time I would see him at the track, he would, I would always like fall over in a turn right where he was right. standing. Just inform me every time. Right. Every time it's you. <laughs> uh, hey, Ray, do you agree though what they're talking about the tracks, JT and DV? Uh, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I even remember like maybe around 2011, my first year of Supercross. Um, I was scared of some of the on-offs that they were that we were having to do back then. So, um, I I think that the, the tracks did used to be a bit steeper. Yeah. Now you can do on-off on the, on your taser, no right. problem. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's it's so gnarly to see the guys like literally on the fucking second lap of the first practice, everything is down, jumping everything, but no problem. I'm, I'm gonna go back, and everybody hates when I do that. But uh, in my days. <laughs> Quote unquote, uh, we have Friday practice. Yeah. Friday practice was like who has the biggest penis, all right? To see like who's yeah. going to jump a quad right. uh, in the ruts of Indianapolis, you know? Right. Like uh, there's like triples, like people would cut the track and go back to that section and, and try different things. It was so steep, it was sketchy, it was not done well, you know? Like, mm -hmm. like, on the left, the angle was like, let's say, 60 degrees. Yeah, On the man. other one, it was like 95. <laughs> right, you know, right. like, it was really yeah. bad, made bad with the tracks of a dozer, right? Yep. And uh, on Fridays, it was only a jumping day. Try to f find a way to jump crap, right? And then to, to better somebody else. Um, and if you come up short, I remember like 02, uh, Indio, uh, no, Minneapolis 02, there was like a tabletop, a single and then a ski jump, and we had to quad that in the ruts and stuff, that was like super, super sketch, right? Mm -hmm. And whatever, if you want to make the track technical, the track automatically has to become dangerous. If right. you want to make it slower, you have to make it more dangerous. More dangerous means more picky, right. uh, 
Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah, yeah. because now people have, uh, it's too easy to try. Because right. uh, if you overjump or a little short, nothing happens, right. everything is flat and round, right? But, but JT, what he's talking about, though, that's a, this is all four strokes, right? Or 90% of this issue? I don't think it has to be. I mean, okay, let's let's take, for example, the track this weekend. The the section before the finish line, I thought the step on, you know, triple on, on, step off was pretty cool. That was a cool design. But then the final two jumps, if if you went back 10 years, 20 years, whatever – those two final jumps, you wouldn't have been able to just step off and blitz through them. Like, I oh, yeah, you, you would go over the balls. Through them. Yeah. <laughs> and I was watching, like, Anderson and a few times, and those guys, they would completely screw up, and they would just hold it wide open and, like, just hammer right. through it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, Ray, dude, did you, and you, they, oh, sorry, hey, Ray, you might have did that too, right? Just. Uh, yeah, there was actually a couple times where I, I didn't get that second off right coming into that corner in the second practice. And I skimmed through it a few times. I thought I was going to get a little huck a buck coming into that corner, but right. but yeah, I mean it all you know worked out. So I, I I get what you guys are saying. That three onto the table was actually pretty damn big. Yeah, it looked it, big yeah, on, no, on TV. Like it. Looked it really cool. big. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's not normal that when you go on on off was actually uh, slower than. Uh, on roll two or like kind of blessed, right? right? That right. was almost a little bit yeah. faster. Right. Yeah, if you do that 15 years ago, you uh, you're in an ambulance. Hey, hey Ray, I've just yeah, I, I watch I watch a lot of like old YouTube videos of like DV, K Dub, Chad, all those guys. Even in in Ricky too, I wouldn't. I would be pissed. I would be pissing my pants if I had to ride some of the tracks that they had to. <laughs> like that shit, that shit looks so sketchy. That I, there's no way. Yeah, but that would <laughs> bring slower, that would though. bring the, the lap time up. Yeah, they were slower, JT. You're yeah, right. They're so it was all timing though. There's no more timing. Now it's we, like you got to go fast. We never had, and I even and I'm even talking four stroke days, like my era, oh three, oh four, oh five, oh six, when we're all in four strokes now. We didn't have any forty second tracks. I'm pretty sure, or yeah. very little, very little. San Francisco, San Francisco, San Francisco, okay. maybe yeah. one, one a year, two a year. San Francisco was always right. short, yeah. but but other than that, it was over 50 seconds. Yeah, and we're on 454 strokes. You know, I think I've seen a uh, one minute in a dome somewhere. Like uh, we really? had, yeah. yeah, we had tracks. I'm right. sure with a a minute long. Yeah. Um, A Ray, where are we at with Cade? How are we doing? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I have no idea, man. I mean, like, I guess we're good. I mean, he says it's payback for Daytona last year, and he said I cross jumped him at last year at Salt Lake. Yeah. Yeah. Revenge is a dish of cold. He's like, he's like, yeah, dude. Do you remember Daytona last year? I'm like, all all of that, all of that restarts in the new year. Like, this is a new year. Oh, there's a rule to this. Amnesty. There's amnesty at the end of the year, and then it starts back up. Yeah, yeah, it, it starts over January first. So yeah, last year, wow. I I did I, I did I did tell him he's I did tell him that he's got one coming for me, and I think I think maybe Heart Rap too. Hit, hit him back in like 2025. <laughs> okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and Loretta's dude. But was it for was you. it uh, yesterday or Saturday? Yesterday. I missed yesterday. that. You missed I had it. To miss it. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know what happened? Those of us who picked oh, A Ray in fantasy marks, we we saw it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I must have missed it. Must have been in the bathroom <laughs> with Rutledge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I, I, I obviously I don't have eyes in the back of my head. Um, it was the first lap. We were all sort of 
I mean, that LCQ, it's crazy. Right. You know, the first few laps are, are crazy. You usually just try to get to the, through the first two laps, and then you start making moves. But everyone's going crazy, you know, from 5 to 10. And, yeah, I was in, like, that 6-7 range off the start, and I went down the straightaway. And I guess, I mean, I was just going around the burn because I liked the left side of the whoops um, in the night show. Um, they were pretty good over there. So I was just like going around the berm, and then, dude, he just came in and used me as a berm. Wow. Like I had nowhere to go. JT yeah, thought you were so. trying to get to the right. Uh, I mean, the right was a lot steeper. It was right. a lot like steeper. I mean, the left it was more like knocked down, and that's I like that in the heat race. Right. So I was trying to get over there, and then yeah, man, he just used me as a berm. What? You could see a little bit on the broadcast him coming in. I think he passed two people in one turn. He had, there was me. There was two cowards. Yeah, yeah, me no, and he, someone he, behind me. He, uh, he, and he just went all the way in. You got a double decker right there. Um, JT, we had A Ray on our uh, fly show in the pits there, and uh, he brought his new chick. And then he gets taken out in the LCQ. That's a tough beat with the new chick there, JT. It's a bad beat. <laughs> it's a bad beat. So I, I, yeah, I mean, shit happens. But I'm more, I'm more concerned with how you crash three times in a four-minute race. <laughs> I didn't crash three times. What, where are you getting this from? What was the th- what was the third time? Did you pull off the third time? Like you were in the corner no, where Clayson and Hartraff got into it. You were sitting over there. No, I, I just crashed the one time with uh, with Cade, and then I did like two laps, and then I pulled off because um, oh, okay. maybe my, when my you were pulled off, happened you were, my you'd gone down there. Yeah, I just pulled in. I pulled in the mechanics area because something happened with my brakes. Um, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd say that. Um, so how's like? Is the chick still around? Yeah, she's right here. She's watching the Pulver Mech show. But she wasn't no, like. Hey, Ray, you crashed the second time. You crashed uh, after the triple, that left right. That was in the heat race. Right. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, I I, I hit there. the back of champion like because we all funneled into that right hander like super tight on the first lap, and wow. I just I hit uh, the back of champion's rear wheel and it just it popped out and I just fell over. It's just and with with Marv not good. there, with you making the main last week, and with Marv not there, and then JB was out. I mean, the the door was open, Marks. For you would have thought. You would have thought. Thanks, yep. Cade. I'm yep. gonna have words with Cade I'm when he comes. I'm sorry, guys. Like, I um, mean, I don't know. We're not mad at Maybe you. Maybe the chick is bad luck. You know, I never know. No. No, the chick, the chick <laughs> isn't bad luck. Why did you find I, her? I, I, you, we want to know. She doesn't know anything about Moto. She's not a, she doesn't, he just found her. Clearly, she doesn't. She's dating A-Ray. <laughs> Jesus. Clearly, she doesn't. <laughs> wow. Yeah, You're I know, dead. man. If she knew, she, was, she wouldn't be with him. Why? He's in the main event last weekend. He's one of the 22 best Supercross riders in the world. Did you, did you uh, make more main event or you missed more main event in your career? What, what do you mean? What, what's uh, your I've, your I've average? Your main event average? Missed, well, I didn't start making mains until I was in like really it was in care. like 2016. So, and I started in like 2011. So I had a lot of bad years prior to yeah. making ah, mains. Okay. Right. So yeah. your biting average is way under 500. She's, she obviously likes him, you know, for who he for is. Something else, right? Who knows? Yeah. God, DV. Yeah. Uh. Dude, hey, DV's tough tonight. You know, he's yes. always I'm, tough. Like I'm that, tough though. every day. I'm tough every day. Yeah, it's all fun though. <laughs> all right. Well, um, but hey, but I did, I did feel good with my riding throughout the day. I felt like, I mean, in practice, I felt the best I've felt on the bike in the past two years. I felt like I would finally like felt pretty comfortable, and I felt like I was riding like myself. What so, was uh, what was uh, your lap time? Uh, fifty-three-five. Uh, position. I don't. Seventeenth. 
17. What's, yeah, yeah. what's the chick's name? Brooke. Brooke. Do you think that Brooke so where, was... Was it Tinder or Bumble? What is it? Grinder? <laughs> what is actually. it? Huh? It was Pulp and Max. Pulp and Max? So we yeah. did. We're a matchmaker. I thought she didn't know nothing about I was in, I was in studio. I was sitting right there where you were sitting, DB, and she sees me on there and just... But she, she, she just happened to watch this oh, yeah. on, on oh, Facebook. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know anything about this. I'm going to... Yeah, uh, Rut- Rutledge got her to watch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. no, okay. So so her, her her roommate's boyfriend, I guess, is a friend or like a, a, a Supercross fan. And he was watching the show and okay. she's seen me on there just yep. looking like a complete dime piece. So, and, so that know, guy says, just, yeah, Eric is a badass mofo. That's what it is? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Enjoy the ride. Paul Pemex. Enjoy the ride. Paul <laughs> um, Pemex matching uh, services. Yeah, no, that's what we do yeah, here. That's great. Well, I hope, the, what did Brooke think of Supercross? What did she think of the whole thing? The she whole thinks show? Roxanne uh, is cute. Well, she's learned a lot. She didn't know that the tracks actually changed race to race. Oh, so yeah, she, yeah, right. Yeah, she's like, so what's usually your lap time? I'm like, it varies. She's like, oh, so the track changes. I said, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, so, Brooke, uh, who's, the, who's the hottest the one? Who's the hottest uh, guy you've seen? Who's the hottest racer you've seen? You for sure. Oh, uh, yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah, oh, my God. She's a great liar. Yeah. She, yeah, she's <laughs> Already started uh, lying. I feel, like, I feel like Barsha's hair and, like, I don't know, like, tickles. We, we, we didn't ask you. We asked her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, thanks. Those, are, those are probably my two. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all right. Sounds gay. All right, Ari. Well, thanks for calling in, buddy. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Hey, I did send you a picture of uh, my e-bike with the new DBO suspension. So yeah. I really appreciate you uh, hooking me up with those guys. Um, my e-bike looks awesome. Yeah, if, so, you, if, if somebody's in the market for mountain bike suspension, not DV, but somebody who wants to pay money, it's uh, DVO suspension. It's Pulp Mexico to save like 20% off. So DVO stuff I got for hey, hey, Ray, just, just put the bike aside. Just go ride. You know, just ride your <laughs> motorcycle. We don't give a shit about you going on ride with swap moto. That will not make you go faster or better and make mains. So go ride, you know. Okay, I'm gonna go ride. Especially on the <laughs> right now. Know. Yeah, At ten ride. o'clock Dallas. Just ride. <laughs> you guys are like five seconds off. Go get. At least Why don't two you back. help them out? I'm done helping. You know. Okay. All right. Well, you don't even help uh, Dylan anymore. I know. I'm, I'm not traveling. You know, like. Yeah. I've done this shit for like 20 plus years. I don't want to go to the races and do the airport, the hotel, the rental car, the, the COVID test, oh, the, the this. I'm, I'm over. I don't need to do this. You know, like I, it was fun until last day. It was Fuck fun when, when it was like a West Coast guy and right. not having to go to all the nationals, doing a few nationals. But when you get stuck in Salt Lake City for 20 days uh, because of COVID or whatever, and then I did all the outdoors but one, uh, and your guy is actually going to Florida to he's moving bought a house in Florida oh he's moving there yeah yeah mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm not moving to Florida especially not Tallahassee <laughs> to to go work right like yeah. I've, ha- I've worked I could have worked harder like everybody else but when you do this for so long and then uh, you, you get to the one point where you don't have to do it and and you don't want to do it you don't want to go to the races right. and all this. I I need to. Well, I don't want to be six. I'm 43. I don't want to be 65 
and and still be a a coach. I need. Right. I want to live. Right. I, you know. Right. Uh, oh, dark side. Dark side. You still there? Yeah, I got oh. before A Ray goes. Okay. So all of the listeners who don't get a chance to hang out or meet the riders, like really get to know them, they love the sport. They think it'd be so great to be a professional racer. Dude, I come out of the stadium last night, and it's Alex Ray, Brandon Hartraff, Carson Mumford. You've never met the mo- three more depressed human beings in your life. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. like, guys, you're professional racers. I literally Monday will be either digging a ditch or laying asphalt. Yeah, but they you know, ride- dark side, you make more money than them. <laughs> maybe you know maybe but they get the yeah. race though man i mean yeah, yeah it doesn't know. matter it's a job you know they they miss yeah. a, they miss the main event they don't make shit smash you know? cut to uh and to go tell angry jt that it's he should be appreciative of uh when he's throwing his helmet at frank for a shitty <laughs> yeah, main i mean event. like and i'll say this and and maybe jt and and dv will say so i mean can add to it but like for us as racers we look at ourselves as I mean, we see ourselves as only as good as we performed the night before or that night. You know, I mean, we got to hear about it from, like, social media. We got to hear about it from you guys. We got to hear it from our trainers, everyone, if we are if we don't perform. And, I mean, that's just the way we see ourselves. Like, we're only as good as what we did the night before or on that night. You know what I mean? And if you didn't perform, you feel like shit. You feel pathetic. You're like, well, I feel like I forgot how to ride a motorcycle tonight and it just wasn't my night or shit happens. I don't know. It's it's an emo- it's an emotional roller coaster sometimes to be a supercross racer. Well, for I, hope, sure. I hope Brooke knows what yeah. she's in for. Oh, I know, right? She, yeah. she made Everybody me a nice did. breakfast this morning, so it was good. Oh, good. All Everybody right, that but- did the Moto X pod show Friday night, made the main, the one guy that bailed didn't make the main. There you go, Pony Pod coming in strong. That'd be you, Ray. Ray. Right. Uh, thanks. I know I had to do. Thanks, Dark Side. Another one. Thank you, Dark Side. Dark Side. He's right. gone. He's gone. All right, A Ray. Um, thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. All right, bro. All right, you guys have a good night. We we yeah. Uh, yeah good luck this weekend in uh, in Dallas. Please don't uh, get into some sort of ramathon with Cade. Okay, it was fine. Yeah, it's all good. I appreciate it. Yeah, and DV DV just wants to be you know left alone and play his poker or his blackjack, whatever he plays, and he just wants to live his life. I right. get it. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. Right, see you. I haven't um, gambled. I haven't gambled so long. I d- I'm done. Before we let JT go, we got a couple of questions on the on the phone here. First up, it's uh, it's Jake. Jake, you want to talk about the dirt situation? Yeah. So uh, you guys were talking about that earlier, and I wanted to intervene on that with the dirt situation that maybe earlier back in the day the tracks were a little bit wider you know and we're talking we got 30 feet of concrete on each side of the track i feel like back in the day they used to have a little wider lanes and i don't maybe uh jt or dv can speak on that what do you think jt you think think it was wider i think they're kind of standardized as far as width a little bit um, just when I watch, I, I just see, I watch how fast they're going around the track. And to me, just the overall speed, I, you know, I wish we had a Wit Pro back in the day because I, I would bet they're several miles an hour faster than the tracks were, you know, 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do feel like for, you know, we always had concrete on the sides. We never went to the, to all the way to the sides, you know, like. Yeah, all- because they're not really square, right? So they they have to. When to do straight lines, they 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 cannot go all the way to the right to the stage. Yeah, re- rectangles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks, thanks, man. Thanks well, for I kind of understand that they're a little 
limited on how far wide they can go, but I've also seen arena cross tracks that I've ridden back in the 90s where they use the entire concrete floor, and then I watch it in 2000, and they get smaller. I mean, I'm in Boise, Idaho, so I've, we've never had Supercross here, but I've traveled and seen the ones in Salt Lake. And, right, but that's and a, even in they 2018, have to, they have to use the whole floor. It's a, small, it's a small arena, right? They, it's a way smaller it is. footprint, so they have to use the whole floor to make the track fit. I agree so. with him. Just because just he's in Boise, I'm going to agree with everything okay. he said. All right, so fair enough. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate okay. it. Thank you. Uh, Brandon's on four. Brandon, what's up? You got a question about tires and tracks? Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys kind of covered mainly all the things I had to say about the tracks. Um, but as far as tires go, I was wondering, like, for the factory guys, you know, they're, they're all running Dunlop for the most part. Some One team might be running Pirelli. Are they running different tires than the average guy could buy? Like, same pattern, but is it like a different compound? Oh, yeah. yeah. What's yeah. the deal? Yeah. Way different, huh, JT? Yeah, different compounds, different, uh, like, the sidewalls are stiffer. They can run different knob heights on uh, tires that you would think are what you can buy, but they would have different mm-hmm. knob heights, different co- you know, softer compound, and then stiffer sidewalls too. Construction um, and, then, and also weight. Yeah. I think it's yeah, like right. a pound yeah. lighter, or maybe on a yeah. racing tire. And then, like DV knows, but they would they can even have the same. You can have the same tire that looks the same, but they would have like an A, B, and C variation of that same tire that you could choose between two. And to the naked eye, if you were just looking at it, you wouldn't even know. But the constructions are different, and they would perform differently just from the A, B, and C variation. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, one last thing, Steve. With you not going to the race this week, is there any way we could get a live pulp show of you just covering the race, kind of like you did a few yeah, years I, back? Yeah, I did one of them, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. It was a great, great show. You're, you're going to come back? <laughs> Uh, hey, Weej isn't going. You could call Weej up, you guys. Yeah. Uh, Did you announce going. the race live? No, no, no. We had the race live, and I had the audio mixed into my mixing board. So we would listen to the announcers, and then we would just comment on what we were seeing and make jokes and talk about the race. Ah, okay. And then we would, like, play the audio for a little bit, like, play the play the Ralph and It Jeff. was a pretty good show. Yeah, people liked it. Uh, Anton did it with me. Yeah. Um and we called people from yeah, the pits. Called like, like we called stuff. J-Bone and we would call a rider. You know? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was actually pretty fun to do. Oh. So maybe, maybe I'll look into it again. Yeah, we'll see. Thanks, Brandon. Okay. Thanks. All right, thanks. All right. Trendsetter here. That's what I am. I'm a trendsetter. I'm like mm-hmm. Rutledge Wood, bringing people to the fan. Ridgeline, e-bikes, yeah. everything. Yep, you know. absolutely. Uh, all right, J- JT, uh, thanks for calling in. Anything else? Anything else on your mind? I don't think so. I'm just uh, stuck in Arlington. You know. As I said, you left me. So I did. Hope um, you feel good about yourself. Feel fantastic being home. Yes. Jerk off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Thanks for calling in, man. Uh, Pulp MX, uh, uh, Jason Thomas on Pulp MX Show, presented by Fly Racing. Thanks, man. See you guys. All right. See you. That's Jason Thomas, everybody. Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, X Brand Goggles, Vertex Pistons, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, Skosh. Cambio CBD, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection. You know Works Connection? You know yeah. like that stuff? Uh, Pulpmex20 is the code to save at worksconnection.com. Uh, get Data, Atlas Neck Brace. Pulpmex is the code to save with Atlas Brace. Uh, FMF Guts Racing. We got a code for those guys as well, whether it's fo- seat foams, seat covers, whatever it is. A lot of teams are using Guts Racing. OGO Power Sports. Send us an email using the contact form on Pulpmex. 
Uh.com, and we can pass it on to the folks at Ogio. I've got a backpack that I absolutely love from those guys. I got the 9800, of course. I got a rig bag for my motor, moto gear. Art of Sport, MotorcycleNewsyJobs.com, WUSA. Use John for, for wheels? Yeah. Have you tried? Yeah. You know yeah, what? That's yeah. out of your budget. That's out of your budget. Yeah, yeah. You got, you got me a deal. And uh, actually, on the last, uh, on the 95 cr 250 I'm doing right now, um, I got spokes and rims okay. from him. Right. And I'm getting them mounted with a guy by my house because it was like two or three weeks. Oh, he was. Uh, okay. Yeah. To, 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 to Bloom. Yeah. Ride Engineering, Works Chassis Lab on board, of course. Works Chassis Lab, big part of the FXR Chaparral uh, Honda team there with Mumford and Shock. Intense Cycles, Pulpamex 10 is the code to save whether you want an e-bike or whether you want a, a, an acoustic bike. They'll dial you in over at in, Intense Cycles. I heard that term a little while ago. Yeah, funny, right? Uh, I want to thank the folks at Scosche. Pulpamex 21 is the code to save with Scosche.com. Whether it's his base link modular charging system right in front of DV. He was using it to charge his phone earlier. And I was I was uh, wondering why it was. Yeah. And then I put my phone on because I saw the ring and I'm like, oh, that's the charger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whether it's uh, phone cords uh, for uh, Droid stuff or iPhones, whether it's this base link modular charging system, uh, headphones, uh, bike mounts, car mounts for your phone, scotch.com. Pulpamex 2021 is a code to save with those guys, so please check it out. And also, Maxima USA, Eli Tomac, the Monster Energy Pro Circuit team, of course, using Maxima USA. They have the 4-ounce SC1 now. You know the SC1? It's fantastic. They got it in 4-ounce four four cans now. So that's a sl- it's a little small one, yeah. I don't know why you'd need that small one, but hey, throw it in a backpack, I guess. AC1 is like um, uh, your bike is like crappy and you want to sell it before you take the picture. You put like SC1 everywhere. It looks like that thing is like brand new. Or if Tim Ferry is riding it and you don't want to work on it, you just spray with SC1. And then he yeah. goes racing. It was great. I think I use SC1 only on the black uh, rubber pieces, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. great. Uh, and also, Maxima USA, whether it's FFT, whether it's uh, SC1, whether it's a suspension clean, brake cleaner, uh, they've got you dialed in. Pulpamex is the code to save with those guys at, at MaximaUSA.com. Uh, so thank you to that, guys. Um, MaximaUSA.com, like I said. They also have two-stroke mixing oil, which DV, I'm building my 500 right now. And uh, you are building two strokes. So if you need 927 or you need Super M or you need K2, MaximaUSA.com. Pulp 20 is the code to save at that. Actually, Pulp 20. You think I'm going to buy stuff like... uh, Give me the codes. I got the codes. Sometimes I I send you texts. Yeah, you do. You never have them. But here you have like 20,000 codes. I I don't know what you've sent me. I don't remember. I'm always up to save like 10, 20, 30%, bro. Just ridiculous. We got And Pro Filter. Pulp 20 is the code to save with Pro Filter. You can get a pre-oiled, ready-to-use filter. Uh, Yeah, I know. I, I buy those on Amazon. They're like 10 bucks a piece. Okay. All yeah. right. Uh, Profilter.com. Please check those guys out as well. Uh, they, uh, they've they been active in the industry for the last decade. They make uh, side-by-sides, uh, dirt bikes. You know, I think it's the same okay. company that used to give me, um, uh, when I was like factory rider, I used them so I didn't have to do my filters. Yeah. They come pre-oiled. So. Yeah. I was all like disposable one kind of. Pulp 20 at checkout. Profilter.com. Yeah. I think I used them for a long, long time. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. Great company. Um, David Villam here. We got the Race Tech rant of the night. Um, what, what are you upset about? What, 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 what do you want to talk about? Race Tech rant. I mean, you already kind of let it all out, but is there anything else? Mm, yeah, we. I think we talked about it. You use Race Tech for your project bikes, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Uh, great. Uh, yeah. Just service, no valving, no nothing. Right. Just put it back, change, you right. know. 
New Orleans. Pulp 21 saves you money. <laughs> Racetech.com. Nah, they hooked me up. They I know. I, I hooked you up. And then they hooked you up. Yeah, but I always thank you. I'm, I'm a nice guy. Right, you are. And, um, but you know, I had to pay because I had uh, a set of forks. Uh, Anodized? Yep. Who does that? Uh, it's tits. Tits. Uh, enough. I know, enough. That's what I said all the time. And uh, yeah, they are uh, super nice. <laughs> you blaming me for it? <laughs> yeah, they they hooked me up, so that's nice. When you build bikes like this, kind of like, I don't really ask for much help. Right. So when people come and uh, out of the blue to help you out, like right. like Randy or Inson helped me, and um, some graphics guy, Eramoto or. All the stuff like well, just you can listen. You're part. You're part of the Pulp family. You can use my guys. They'll help you out. Just give them a little social love. Yeah, but that's forward. what I do. But I don't really ask because I don't want to. I don't want to give back, kind of. You know, like I don't want to. Is it too much trouble to put a social post out? Thank no, you. No, no, yeah. I, I right. do that all the time. Right. But I don't go out of my way to ask for free stuff because I, I'm kind of I'm dreading what they're gonna ask me to do. You kind of understand what I... Steve Tazanari. So... Also, they're yeah. hooking you up. Yeah, I know. He was stoked. Yeah, I was... Uh, dude, I had to cut that, uh, that yeah, thing, no, that boot. Yeah, he did. He did have to cut it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got to cut yeah, it. All me. of them. Yeah. Beautiful. I gave him my 500 one because I, I don't have... I have a hacksaw, right? So I don't but have you, a... I just do it with a razor blade, bro. Are you a no, mechanic no. or what? Dude, it no. was way thicker than it, a razor it, blade will hey, cut it. It doesn't... I did it... With a razor blade, the you, the, the CR, the CR yeah. uh, two fifty yeah, and five hundred, yeah. it's, it's almost the same thing. So yeah, you go and uh, you have to wet it a little bit, and then you go a little bit by a little bit, and then the, you kind of push on it. I did it with a mm. with a cutter blade. Wow, Stevie's you're pretty strong. Right. That plastic was pretty pretty thick. I would have a it's it's a, a rubber. Hard time. It's, it's rubber. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, whatever it was, it's, it's the same. It's mm-hmm. I, I hacksawed off the big part of yeah. it, and then yeah. I had a little nub, Seriously. and I gave it to him because he had a wire wheel. You call okay? yourself a factory mechanic? You can <laughs> cut a freaking intake boot for a V-force uh, red valve. Come uh, on, I bro. can, hey, but DV, so, so can tits. You should ask to see his tool collection. It's really impressive. The guy is a gri- the definition of grips and graphics, Yeah, right? He's got a bag of Allen wrenches that he's acquired <laughs> from, from all the Ikea furniture he's put together. You're crazy. <laughs> Let me know when you guys are done. <laughs> We're done. Okay. Uh, so please check that out. That, we'll get the code So that was my rent, my first rent. <laughs> Your first rent? Okay. My uh, race tech rant of the night. Again, if you follow my social, you saw it. It's the fucking tough blocks. They're just getting knocked onto the track again. And the guys are the guys are. What do you want to do? You want to put it. those uh, uh, showbiz uh, crappy things? No. On? How about you? How about you get some some hooks and some velcro straps and and train them together so that it yeah, takes but, a big hit to move them. So, yeah, but so I, not the slightest graze I, of a foot peg. I think knocks it in the track. I think it's it's almost okay if they move. It's maybe safer, right? It's not safer for the guy that comes behind, but for somebody that hits it, right? It's better if you don't hit it. Just like the chest protector. Okay. Don't hit it. So Don't crash. So Yeah, don't hit it. You don't need to attach them. Listen, or... how many times have tough blocks tumbled out and hit a guy coming from, you know, from another right behind a guy? Like, it happens all the time. And, like, there's weight. Like, how about you just put some weight in them? Put, like, a, I don't know, 
Uh, sandbags. Sandbags. Thank you. Something in the bottom so that when you don't breathe on them, they go onto the track. Look at McAdoo's crash into the whoops. Fucking tough blocks everywhere. If there was somebody behind him, dude, that guy would have died. Like, there's... Look, at you go to Bercy? You go to Geneva? You've been to, have they you been worse. to Bercy? They're worse. Those uh, air balloon type deal? Yeah. Yeah, they suck. They, no. You rebound on them. That's great. Who cares? You don't knock them onto the track. Yeah, but you... No, they, they actually... They're worse. No, they're not. Trust me. Have you raced Supercross? <laughs> yes, I have. No. I, I've raced Supercross. Well, super, where, on, on PS4? No. No, I've raced real Supercross. Atlanta Amateur Day. <laughs> amateur hour yeah. over here. Keyword, amateur. They still have tough blocks. Hey, Bales. No, seriously. So, th those, um, the, the air buoy yeah, type of deal, yeah. it, they're so dangerous. Why? Because you land on them, it's like... It's like um, okay, but maybe we could change... A trampoline. You jump off like a spider monkey. Yeah, That's yeah fine. You, you jump yeah. on it, you yeah, get ejected. Yeah, yeah, good, whatever. Don't fall I, off. I, At least they don't move onto the track with when you breathe onto them. I understand. Them. But okay, how about this? I Listen, think let's it, make a compromise. You overreacting. Let's, let's take a compromise here. Okay. okay. So the 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 airbags are too much because they're springy, right? Yeah. But they are twenty feet long, right? They're super long. So can we make twenty feet long? But I've I've seen tough those, blocks? those 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 air thing. Yeah. Uh, go like across the track. Nobody could go anywhere. They, okay. They but, would go well, like that. I mean, it's not perfect. But yeah, the, some but, are really long. Twenty so, feet. So, uh, so let's make a twenty foot long, flexible tough block that you can lay on the side of the track. Okay, lay it on the side of a whoops, right? And then it, you can you can flex it to so it goes up and down with the contours of the jump. And that it doesn't just get knocked into the track right away. Like, I don't understand. Like, if you hit it, then, and if something happens to you, that's your fault. You hit it. But why should the guy behind you, who's just fucking racing, get taken out by your fucking stupidity by hitting a tough block? Yeah, but that happens all the time. But we can know? fix it. Yeah. We, we didn't used to have nets. I came up with the nets. <laughs> save lives. I'm coming up with another idea to save a life. Like, honestly, the tough block this weekend, you guys saw it, right, my social? Like, on Instagram? Which one oh, was yes. this? Yes. What, what actually are you talking about? In the elevated turn. Okay. The, the tough blocks would just get hit, and they would just fall onto the track, and guys would hit them all the time. Yeah. And then a, a dig dug would come running, put it back. Two minutes later, <laughs> dig dug. Like, yeah, so one, but I like the one they put on the inside. They blew sometimes. Yeah, like, they're, they're, it's like a it's a hexagon shape. They designed yeah, right, right. to be in, Those are kind of cool. Great. Let's, but let's I think Coop crashed or he hit yeah, one. Like, I don't know at, when. Uh, yeah, one of the Houstons, I think. Yeah. yeah. But like, because that was, but that guy didn't put it back in the right spot. So that guy, the thing moved. The dig dug comes over and puts it in the rut. We're closer to the rut than it was. Coop comes around and, and like, ah, you know, it's, it's right by the rut. So we got a dig dug problem. We got a tough block problem. It just, we can be better. We can be better than tough blocks. We can fix but, this. But I think that that could be way down the list of priorities. It's rider top. safety is way down the list of priorities. Yeah, TV. but I don't think, I don't see it like a, as a big There's, the issue. Steve, the solution is just don't crash and you'll be fine or stay in boundaries of the track stay in the boundaries of the, cr of the track I'm and just, you'll be there's, fine there's but what do you want to do what do you want to do you want to put a service uh, stakes with uh, with uh, tape no with I just told tape? you what I want to do yeah but that that won't work that's kind of you know what they said the same thing about the nets the nets the nets oh, and, yeah. they, and they fucking work like a charm the nets hey, they, hey they should have made they should have put a net I At the end of the woo section uh, yesterday, you see that guy, a 250 guy that kind of like went uh, 
maybe it was a I think it was the LCQ. He lost control and then his bike went on the other side of the truck. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of accidents, DV, have you been in a motorcycle or car accident? Did well, somebody or some sell, idiot? You me insurance? Did somebody Are you a lawyer? Did That's like Are you Jacoby right and uh, Jacoby and Myers? Myers? You need to call attorney Arthur Draper. He's a friend <laughs> of the show. Yes. He's a moto guy. What, what's your problem over there? I'm truly impressed. I was, I'm sitting here and I'm in awe. I'm like, that was seamless. Thank you. Well done. No, Thank seriously. I, uh, I'm going to... Arthur I'll call Giuliani. It's fine. It's visit ArthurDraper.com. Uh, more importantly, Arthur only gets paid if you get paid. No risk to you. I'll Just call Rudy. Call. Rudy is going to get me out. <laughs> Wasn't that going to be one of your rants tonight? No. You not? You don't? I, I you, can't. You can't? I can't? No. I, yeah. I, I, can't, I cannot battle a lost cause. It's a lost cause? Yeah. Especially okay. on this stupid show. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> some, of the, some of the people in the motocross world, their views are very... And talking about anything. I'm done. <laughs> what was your day, Mathis? You like Vegas? I like your new house. ArthurDraper.com. You did a great job with this man cave. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Arthur yeah. will take the time to know you personally and find out your case. And uh, he only gets paid if, if uh, you get paid. ArthurDraper.com. No yeah. Like every other lawyer. Uh, He's uh, a slow motor guy turned attorney. So please check it out, DV, if you uh, you know you could have used that. Better than uh, Jacoby and Mayors? Yes, Mayors? absolutely better. 100%. Uh, David Villain on the show, presented by Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, and, of course, the uh, the folks at Decal Works. We're going to have the Motorsport.com Tweet at Tit segment. You have your questions ready? Or Got a whole that? bunch, yep. All right, here we go. How, how's, how fast is it going to Are those the Twitter uh, questions? Yeah. How fast is it going to r- rattle through those, Marks, you think? Uh, are we doing those, like, I, right now? I no, have 30, no, okay. Okay. and I'll ask five. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> weeds them out. Hey, let's talk about your <laughs> retro builds a little bit. I want to get into that. Because I've, I've done a bunch. I've done a, a, a 90 KX250, an 88 YZ250, that 89 CR125 behind you, and then I found my old 500 from when I raced, Nash, yeah. Millville National, and I'm redoing it right now. Me, Millville uh, National Amateur Day? No, Pro, pro Day. Oh. Um, so, uh, Did you, you make the show? Yeah. You make the motos? One time. What was your score? Oh, fuck. I got lapped like twice. What year was that? 92. So was uh, Bradshaw on the uh, Yeah, Bale, prop? Bradshaw, Stanton. Um, Bradshaw was on the WR490? 500, yeah. yeah. They called it a 500. But that's, that was a 490, yeah. right? Um, so can, you, can you believe this guy? Now we talk about... Let, let's do like a little uh, aparté, you know, about this. But we're in 2021, we What's talk he talking about, about. We talk about. Let me finish. Okay. We, we talk about like bike setup, bike this, and Dada collection, and all this crap, and Showa hybrid forks, yeah. half hair, half right. spring, whatever. Bradshaw, racing those dude yeah. with a WR. With a WR. With, 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 honestly, it was not far off of Glover's 84 bike. Yeah, it, it was really a was piece of, yeah. a junk. Right, piece of junk. What about Bradshaw making the podium at 17? A 450 Supercross podium at 17 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't Lachine won one? Uh, Lachine won 16, yeah. 16? Yeah. 224? Yeah. Number two. Orlando. Um, nice. Okay. Are we done? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was okay. So your, your retro builds. What'd you build so far? So first I built like a YZ250. What year? An 03. Okay. Original um, plastic. So it was my first one. So yep. we... We did powder coating, uh, we did uh, vapor blasting, and I tried to find everything, you know. Yep. And the people came on board, like Michelin, Era for the Era Moto for the graphics, um, Race MX wheels, wheels from France. The guy said, oh, I see you building a bike. I'm going to send you a set of wheels. Uh, so I had aftermarket wheels on it. 
and uh, I had an old FMF pipe in a box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Old, but all they call it in the in the, uh, building world is um, NOS. Yeah, new, new old stock. New old stock. Right. Like a kind of like factory pipe, right? right? And uh, a guy, I think a friend from you, uh, from here, sent me a silencer, a factory one. Oh, okay. Did you go bicycling with him? What's his name? I don't know who you're talking about. Name Justin or something? Or I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Do you go bicycling with some? Uh, oh yeah, with Jr. Jr. Who's that? What's his name? Justin. Justin what? Rosetti. Yeah. I think this oh, guy. That's right. He saw, I remember that now. Yeah. That guy. He he was it was Nick Way's old sounder. There we go. Yeah. Which is like kind of factory right. spec with right. the ring and everything. Yeah, yeah. The the stinger tip. Yeah. And he said, "Oh, I have this thing." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'll take it. I have one, but you know, um, I have the with the cap, yeah. not the stinger." And uh, and oh, yeah, I'm interested. I'll buy it for you, you know, whatever. And then he sent it. Uh, yeah. Sent it for free. Yeah, so he's that a good was guy. cool. So yeah. um, and so I got this, and then I built a. Uh, uh, YZ125. That's my eighth build in yeah, uh, yeah. less than two years. Yeah, you, year you, you go through them quick. You do you do them fast. Yeah, but um, I have all the time in the world, so though. That's wh why. Why do you... Uh, do you as your 97 Bradshaw one was good. Yeah, So you sell them all. I did the 01 uh, YDF bike, Bubba's bike, yep. the Honda. Yep. Uh, why do you sell them? You just... Because I have a two-car garage, yep. I, li I live in the in, in a townhouse. Yeah. So do you make uh, money on every one? Uh, no, some I lose money. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, you don't care. If I make money, if I make uh, three hundred bucks, uh, the Honda, I, I lost money. I sold it for like three thousand or something. Yep. I mean, I had to put more into it for right. sure. But it's more like a hobby. A, yep. a hobby by definition you is you spend money to have fun. Right, right. That's that's the definition right. of a hobby. Sure, it's not a business, you know. So I'm doing this. Yes, I get some stuff for free, but I'm not really asking. If you give me a deal, if you give me cost, I'll buy it. Right. You know, like Spec Bolt gave me. I have a fifty percent code. When I log in, I get half price, which you know they make money a little right. bit. I make money. Uh, you um, know. Um. But um, have a two car garage. You know, so I cannot have it. Was there one that you wanted to keep more than the the first one? I, I still have. Oh, you do. You have the yeah. O three YZ fifty. And and then you did an one twenty five up with your Europe graphics. Yeah, your European graphics. I, did that, right? I, I I sold it to a guy in Denver. I think you know. Yeah, he bought my Yamaha. Yeah, uh, and uh, sold the the CR one twenty five to a guy in New Jersey. I think. Or and this is all on social. People just reach out and yeah, yeah. yeah. When I but. I saw some stuff on uh, uh, on OfferUp. With no, they did not know me or whatever. Your Honda went to Australia. Yeah, yeah. Went to, the Bracho went to Australia, and uh, I like doing it. Yeah, you know, it's kind of rewarding. You know, yeah, and yeah. there's always uh, people talking shit. Oh, you should have put this. And oh, there, there, there's so much and, debate and, on that. And, and the call, yeah. the call, this, and it's not the right color graphics. It's not the right yeah, this, yeah. and the front lever should be like black instead of just. Just fucking do one, you know, and after you can comment. I do whatever I want. Th those are not re replicas. Right. You know, I'm not doing like like my friend in Minnesota where he builds like actual factory bikes with factory parts and everything like right. crazy, right? Me, I'm like, have fun 
taking yeah. like a piece of crap that yes. nobody would buy. I mean, there's guys that say, if you're going to do those, there's guys that put stock bars on, right? They make them OEM as a dealership. Yes. And I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. That's too much so, work. I understand. Yeah, they yeah. do that. They, they like that. And then there's a uh, there's a bunch of guys on on um, uh, there's a guy that gave me a um, uh, crossbar pad, uh, wheeler or something. He, he makes uh, he builds bike too. I don't I don't th I don't know if it's wheeler or Miller or s I, don't, I don't remember his name. And there's another guy, throwback MX mm -hmm. guy or whatever his name is. He builds great bike. He he built like a crazy Brian Swink one. Um, they have some great lot of people actually. Yeah, oh yeah, no, hey, I've got I've gotten into it, man. Yeah, it's, yeah, and it's fun. And I build it like the way I kind of if it was my bike and I wanted yeah. to go ride on the right. on a Saturday just to have fun. Yep. So they're not real. They're not replica. You know, there's my number on it, and I did that um, Boba with the Woody Woodpecker or whatever. Yeah. That was kind of fun. Yeah, that, that Honda one, it's got Kodrowski's number on it. That's the year he won the title. Yeah. Right? So I put Kodrowski's number on it, which is my number. But then I put I had KTM forks, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna put this bike came with conventionals. And I put I put I had KTM forks. I'm like, I'm gonna put KTM forks on this. Why? Because I fucking want to. Yeah. Because I just yeah, want to. Yeah, because I saw you have a Magura <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, disc master. Or, yeah, master yeah, yeah, because it's a whole KTM front end. Yeah. So I'm asking so, for it, but I'm not saying, oh, you suck. You put it. Right, yeah. You do whatever like, you want. Yeah. It's your money. It's right. your bike. And, yeah. you know. Yeah. I got Gary Emig made me custom made those clamps, you know, yeah. uh, to fit the forks and everything, the, the steering stops. But yeah. It looks good. Yeah. It's just, you just do what you want, right? You just do what, however that's, you want. Yeah. It, right? That's the way I do it. You know, I bought uh, for like uh, my builds. I found like, uh, you're going you're gonna to hate me for oh, this. Oh, God. <laughs> On Offer Up, there was a guy. This guy is a mechanic. He works for a rich amateur kid, right? Okay. Uh, that rides twice and changes tires. He had like a bunch of tires. Uh, he was sending like tires uh, with two or three rides on them for like 10 bucks. Oh, yeah. So I drove to Menifee and I bought like six or seven of them. But I, I didn't buy all of them. I went through them, inspected all of them, and I, I got the best ones. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I put this on my belt. Right. 20 bucks set of tires. Right. You know, right. like, because I kind of also feel bad, feel bad if I'm not going to uh, keep the bike yeah. to ask for stuff for free. I'm like, ah, that's kind of right, right. not really right. And um, But see, for me, I agree with that, except I put my bike in Racer X magazine and on Pulp X, so I'm giving publicity to all the companies. So then I. It's the same yeah. thing for me, right? right? But it's always this thing like it doesn't feel too much. Right. Even if I don't make money out of it, it's yeah. just like my hobby. Uh, it still doesn't feel yeah. very right to get something for free and sell it after, you know? I, uh, I, by, I, by 90KX, I had chicken ride it. I did a video and had yeah, chicken so ride it. Number 20, right? Yeah. yeah. I, my my uh, 88. Diamond. Diamond. Yeah. I had Mickey come out and ride it. I tried to get Kurdowski to do this. I could never get a hold of him. Well, same thing. But Kiefer and Rich Taylor came out and did a test on video of the 89-125 and my 88-YZ250. They went back to back, and they were, like, riding them and everything. And I actually put Kiefer in this gear, this exact outfit. He fit into all this stuff. Uh, this is, like, a 30 or 28 or something, 30. Size spans? Uh, that's 30. Yeah, I think those are 30, yeah, 32. Kiefer fit into all that. So uh, so it was a really cool thing to do. Like for And my 500, I'm going to do the same thing. You know, I got I got some uh, some stuff done to that. And, you know. Who's going to ride it? Kiefer and, I don't know, I'm trying to get Stanton or something. So. Uh, it's a buddy, right? Six times? Yeah. Well, RJ? Yeah. Yeah, maybe RJ can. I got number two on it because it was matching Stanton's year. Uh, Stanton, that yeah. Year. Um, but by the way, speaking of Stanton, he wanted me to remind everybody of the Road to Recovery auction for Todd DeHoop.
So please check that out. Some really cool stuff on there. Todd DeHoops, a Michigan Mafia guy, got hurt down at the Daytona Amateur Supercross, and uh, and uh, he's got a long road to recovery going on. So please check that out, uh, a road to recovery, and uh, and get a bid on there and everything else. So it's pretty cool uh, on that. Um, which build was the hardest to sell? Which one? Like, was there one that you're like, ah, I'm going to hold on to this? Um, I don't. No? They're all pretty much the same. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There wasn't one that was. Obviously, when I, I share them on um, social media. Yeah. It goes quicker, yeah. Right, and then uh, it reaches. No, more but I people. meant which one did you not maybe not maybe not want to sell? Was there one that you really took a uh, the, affection the fir- for? The first one I don't want to sell the, because the, the like, three, right? yeah, 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 the first one, right. But I really like the uh, the Bradshaw uh, yeah. that I did the the YZ250. Um, but same thing, you know, I got a. Uh, I can't really have a two-car garage yeah. when you put that many bikes in there. Yeah, yeah. But the guy is actually uh, uh, a sheriff that bought this bike, oh, okay. and he absolutely loved it. Oh yeah, you know, I sold yeah. it for like I think thirty-five hundred or something, or 30, yeah, I think three thousand or thirty-five hundred. That's pretty much the way they go. Yeah, you they, know? yeah, yeah. And uh, he was so stoked, you know, yeah. he really loved it. And that bike was like, you know. It looked like shit. I bought it for like six hundred bucks, yep. but I had to find a, a gas tank and put so much stuff into it. I'm well over thirty-five, yeah. but I had fun doing it. And yep. when you see, like nobody would have bought this bike for six hundred bucks. He had no plastic. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the gas tank was a ninety-two, and that was a ninety-four bike. Oh yeah, know? so yeah, it, yeah. it wouldn't fit. Yeah. I had to find one, which was a, a challenge. And uh, actually, finding parts that's missing is so fun. You know, it's right. it's yeah. so frustrating. Yeah. But when you oh, finally yeah. Yeah. put that part number, I was looking for a, a, a link axle for um, the the ninety nine CR two fifty, which was uh, discontinued. It was no. The uh, link? Or what, what do you mean the axle? Front, yeah, pivot the, axle? Pivot? No. Um, or for the the linkage? Okay. One, the one that goes through the swing arm. Uh, the one, the rocker and the linkage. Oh, okay. Right? You had, to, you had to find the, what was wrong with the stock one? The stock, it was stripped. Oh, okay. Okay. And uh, I, it was stripped. So I had to find another one. And uh, I couldn't get a new one. Right. And I put a, every day I would go on eBay <laughs> and put the part number. Yeah. And maybe two weeks, three weeks later, yeah. into the build, yeah. one showed up. One showed up used. Yeah, you know, by now, yeah, yeah. and now you get like <laughs> so happy, right? I've been there, man. Yeah, I and my- I made it. They were all smooth. I got some uh, some stuff were uh, challenging. Yeah, but the biggest uh, mistake I made was with the ninety five CR two fifty. I got the bike, and then the radiator was like crooked and stuff. So I put like aftermarket brand new radiator. Ah, uh, they're on. not good. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, you think? I, I yeah. don't want the way they look or fit. I, I, they look I used, factory, kind of. I used them on my Cowie. I didn't like it, but anyways. Yeah, but okay, right. it's fine. Right. Well, um, so, and I threw away the the Louvres. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, no, you got to hang on to those Louvres. The Louvres were like, uh, eh, they were like a, a 5 out of 10, but yeah. I could have, you know, yeah. with a razor blade and kind of like make them look kind of yeah. like nice. And um, I threw them away. I'm like, ah, I'm going to buy OEM brand new. It looks good, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Dude, no, those impossible are... to oh, find yeah. OEM. Yep. You can find the 125. There's, they're everywhere. But the the 250 yep. is impossible. It's not the same radiator, 125 and 250. 
And um, I had uh, them made uh, by 3D, 3D printing. I saw that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And they were turned out, I got them. It turned out nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. My Honda, the 500, CR500, I'd get new cases for mine. Mine must have thrown a rod at some point, And so then they were welded. They want an arm and a leg. Well, the it's right one was brand new from Honda. No problem. Any NOS, 250 bucks. The left one was discontinued, and everyone on eBay fucking knew it, right? Yeah. And so I paid $900 for a left case. Dude, and then if you take those guys that, that build bikes, legit. Not like us with like uh, mine is very legit, but they're not original. Yeah, right. right. And uh, so my, my friend in, in uh, Minnesota, I'm sure he talked to you maybe as I give you – he has like a few uh, Bubba's race bike. Oh, okay. PCs. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But they're original. Yeah. They, they, the frame Bubba used, his engine. Right. You know. And all those guys, those those things, it's pretty much like parts that were like thrown away, yeah. stolen, taken. Right. It's, you know, but they're actual parts, right? Right. And those guys that, that build those kind of bikes, they don't want to go to. Uh, Gka works and get a replica graphics. Yeah, they want the original the, the graphics, graphics. Yeah, you know that yeah. was like uh, yep. old school. Yeah, not, not digital. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I've seen they sell like a graphics for like twenty five, three thousand dollars for a simple green. I should I set. Should, I should show you some of the ones set, I have. Set of graphics. Yeah, yeah. they go for twenty five hundred bucks <laughs> because they want the original. Yeah, they, the, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. It's, um, seat covers and all that. It's yeah. insane. No, hey, I've, the, I've, I've the dove black into market, this. the black market, and the price yeah. of parts is insane. And then there's special places on the web. That you can find like a lot of European works parts, transmissions and gas tanks. You have to go to Holland. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Holland, Holland or no. Belgium. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Everything that was stolen in the GP, they ended yeah. up in Belgium uh, or Holland. Holland. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I bought some of that. I've used some of that stuff before. Um, and I'm always looking, right? I'm always checking it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like to build my Cowie, I think I had to buy four sets of Kips valves. Because everything was discontinued. So this one had a good gear on the bottom. This one had the rod that was good. I took the valve out of like to make one kit I ne- system. Was, I, need a, you know, I, I had to do that for uh, the power valve um, activation arm. Um, I had to buy the um, uh, the case and the gear. Yeah. Everything together or yeah. just to get that little piece. Yeah, you know, yeah. Right? It's, yeah. Uh, it's frustrating, but it is rewarding, like you said. So is When there- you're done with it and then... The- Right. You finish, you you kickstart it, and it looks like better than new. I can't believe how like, how fast you go through them, though, for sure. Like it takes me forever. Like my this five hundred's been a special thing. Yeah, but but, but you know, yeah, full time yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. You no. know, you ride, you yeah. the show, you go to the races. Me, like sometimes when I, you know, I, I'm home, like. I spend like four or five hours doing stuff and I yeah. bring my frame to my guy. Right. And, uh, you know, I drop my suspension array stack, I come back. And uh, sometimes, like, I start working on my bike 11 at night. Yeah. I'm not tired. I'm like, right. I have a few things to do, so I'm going to work on yeah. stuff. And it's like so uh, soothing. Yeah. And then, no, uh, I, agree. I agree. Therapeutic yep. almost. I put my, my music on and ke- ke- keeps me out of the casino and playing poker, yep. which is. I really like playing poker. It's fun, but um, it's not really uh, it's not healthy, right? Right. The, right. When you you can do it once in a while, but yeah, yeah. yeah, but, yeah but when you play until like nine o'clock in the morning, and you were there like uh, since noon the day before, <laughs> it's not good. You know, like <laughs> you get out and 
you have the sun in your face. You feel like shit. You're like, dude, what are you doing? What right. are you doing to yourself, right? And uh, so you can't do that, dude. And, and then the COVID, and and I wanted to find a hobby really yeah. to keep me in the house and having right. s- something fun to do, right? right? And and same thing with the e-bike thing. You know, I wanted yeah. to kind of have a little workout and try it out. And um, yeah, good. Keeps, keeps me busy. No, it's, it's kind good. Of fun. The, the builds are really cool. They're really neat to. Th- to track and everything else and to watch and everything. So I, I've enjoyed that. And I, I've helped you a little bit with the Steve Tazanari stuff and everything else. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm stoked. And maybe some of our guys who are listening can help you out as well and, and do it. I, I got a, I got a, uh, my 500 is coming together. It, it's, I just got my suspension back from SGB and uh, it's all coming together. I, uh, I don't, I don't do the motors because I don't have a solvent tank or a vice or anything, you know, I don't have a vice. I don't have a, and do you, uh, you do all your motors and stuff? And no, I, I don't have a vice. I don't have uh, anything. So same thing. It's either I get equipped, which yeah. is like um, an investment. Yeah. Right. I need the engine. Uh, yeah, engine mount. Ha- like, yeah. Uh, I would need that. We need a, a few things. I would need the, those uh, bearing extractors yep. and yep. that I don't have. Right. Right. I don't even. I can't even take out the the flywheel. I don't have that tool. <laughs> you don't have flywheel. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't have a flywheel right. remover. Right. So um, and. I can also feel like uh, I could do that stuff, which uh, it's okay. It would take me maybe more time. Uh, but I don't mind making my local guy, yeah. which does that for a living, yeah. and I bring my engine, yeah. and then he's stoked that he does it. Yep. It gives me a good deal. And Yeah, Berluti does mine. Yeah. I drop him off at Berluti's. I'm like, hey, man, here's all the parts. Yeah. There you go. Rebuild my – I don't know if I – yeah, I, I can't tell last time I rebuilt a crank. I'm like, here, brother, you can rebuild this crank. I don't yeah. want to do so it. So I bring so, to this guy, yeah. which was working out of his house, and now he has a shop in, in Temecula. Uh, it's, uh, if you guys are from here, his name is, it's, I think it's on Instagram, Doc MX Services. Right. His name is David. Yeah. Uh, super cool guy from Ireland, or right. he has an accent from over there. Right. And super cool stock to do my stuff, you know. Yep. And, so, um yeah, I'm waiting on uh, – so this bike I had to get custom clamps for because I put different front ends well, That's on crazy, it. yeah. And then I'm waiting on custom clamps from Doc Wobbles for the 500 because I'm putting 07 450 forks on, which are twin so, chambers and everything. Talking you know? about somebody so. that overcharged for uh, bolts. Doc Wobbles? <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, I come across his eBay account sometimes. They sell you some stuff like uh, he gives me a good deal. I know, yeah. but his stuff is expensive. Yeah, right? he's got to make yeah, a living. Yeah, no, yeah, his, no, absolutely. His, his stuff um, is I've got a 280 front disc from him on for the 500. It's really bad. I'll show you in the commercial. Is huge. Yeah, it's huge. 270 it's is the usual. Right? I know. So, anyways, uh, all right, that's the retro builds. Uh, we'll talk more about that. We'll do the motorsport.com tweet it. Uh, uh, DV and myself after this commercial break here. We'll take the last one of the night. Come back. We got DV's music coming up. Also coming back out of commercial. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Be right back after this break. Yeah, but they don't know shit. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. 
We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at motosport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. It's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin Motorcycle Tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring Tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 Tire and the Michelin Power GP Tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 Tire Range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with the right sprocket and chain kit for your bike. With more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex EK has more gearing than your garage has room for. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Star Racing Yamaha and Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, orange, silver, and Kawasaki green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will be. Call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559. And mention promo code PULPMX2021 and get the best deal on your next order. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. 
Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So, um, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here. You guys have some of that on your bike? It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Hey, Pulp Nation, Andy from Guts Racing. We are the leaders in seat technology. We feel like for any need that you have with your seat, we've got you covered. For 2021, we're going to be adding more colors to our, our product line, and we're going to be adding more merchandise to our product line. Also new for 2021, we've expanded our distribution through motorsportoutlet.com. So please support the people that support Pulp, support Guts Racing, and also support motorsportoutlet.com. Hope to see you guys at the track soon. Once again, this is Andy Gregg from Guts Racing. Thanks again to Pulp Nation for all the support. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. 
Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then while the competition has been trying to catch up. Grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys that wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Our guys at Works Connection have always been there for the Pulp MX show, and they're there for you as well. Uh, they're just as passionate as dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30 years, Works Connection has been designing and producing innovative products like the Pro Launch Start Device, the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, and much, much more. You'll find Works Connection products on AMA Pro Riders bikes under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, as well as top teams and privateers alike. The best part of this deal is Pulp MX20 code saves you money at worksconnection.com. Stop by your local outlet and check out the new lineup of Works Connection products for 2021. I've got the perch on my bike. I've got the engine plugs. I absolutely love it. Great product. I've got the uh, start device as well, which helped me in one moto at the World Vet Championships in one moto. Not so much. Worksconnection.com. Pulp MX20 is the code to save. Please check them out. All new. 2021 products now available. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Mm-hmm. 
the good old mess. They drove a serious tank, Cadillac, and wore a cigar on his lip. Don't you know the devil wears a suit and tie? Saw him driving down the 61 in early July. Wide as a cotton field and sharp as a knife. I heard him howling as he passed me by. Said, I know you, I know you, young man. I know you by the state of your hands. You're a six string picker, just as I, I am. Let me learn you some, I know a few turns to make all the Welcome back, everybody. Pop Mix Show presented by Motorsport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works. David Villeman in studio. Thanks to Rutledge Wood. Thanks to Ricky Carmichael. Thank you, Hunter Lawrence. Alex Ray, of course, called in. JT, of course. And, uh, yeah, lots to talk about when it comes to Dallas, too. We're going to be back in on Monday, uh, this Dallas, uh, after Dallas 3. Uh, Cade Clayson will be in studio. So looking forward to that. And, uh, again, thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Sponsored deals. You know where to get all the codes for all the guys. And uh, speaking of codes, cambio-usa.com, cambio-usa.com. There's a Pulpamex link on their website, and uh, please check it out. Uh, they offer the finest pure and organic CBD products available, including athlete-inspired performance and recovery packs. Uh, visit cambio-usa.com and look for the Pulpamex link there. And uh, whether it's uh, creams, whether it's uh, pain relief, whether it's sleep stuff, cambio-usa.com has got you covered. And... Uh, Having fun, DV? Making your return to the studio? Yeah. For the first good. time since 2018. I get a little too excited about stuff. but You you get really excited about your builds. You're very passionate. Yeah. You're French. They always told me to stop putting emotion in my stuff, but too much. Too much emotion in my opinion. No? It was a good show. No, it's good. Are we done? No. I see. We're not done. No, we're not done. <laughs> Those who ride dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs know Motorsport is the best place for OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear, and accessories. Motorsport.com's dedicated team of gearheads have the knowledge and expertise to help get your ride working at peak performance and have you looking good, too, whether you race on the track, ride on the trails, or commute on the street. Make your next ride your best ride at Motorsport.com. Uh, myself and Ryan Villapoto, our Motorsport.com athletes, Filthy Phil Nicoletti, will be sponsored by Motorsport as well for his assault on the Nationals. And uh, great company, as I told DV, I... Um, I had no problem with uh, uh, getting OEM parts super fast. I had a return, and it was easy to do. Uh, OEM parts, uh, like I said, they've got you dialed in. Aftermarket parts, free shipping over 79 bucks. That'll appeal to, to David Villeman. And, uh, yeah, thanks to the folks at Motorsport.com. This is the Tweet at Tit segment. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from Motorsport.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Tits. These questions are submitted to at Paul Pomex Show on Twitter for myself and David Villeman. And uh, Tits Legendary over there picks the best ones. What would you make of uh, Talon's intro? Yeah, I liked it. Not on. I liked it. It was fun. Okay. I mean, Talon, I guess, is a... Part of a bird, which is where the whole like thing came from. So it wasn't like a direct correlation, but you know, I'm not going to nitpick. We, we that got much. it right. 
Um, all right, let's go. Let's go, Tits. Let's read the, read the best ones you got. Let's do it. All right. The first one is from Mark Russell. Uh, DV, what has been the biggest challenge when learning how to coach, support uh, one of your writers? Uh, I think biggest challenge. Biggest challenge is to um, understand how they react to the critique and how to do it. Um, all writers are different, so it's uh, really like uh, everybody's different. Uh, some has to, uh, they have to be uh, uh, pushed. Uh, some you have to be more of a teacher, be a little nicer. So it's complicated, and you have to learn the um, uh, vocabulary. You know the the language they use, like the words they yeah. use to yeah. describe something. You would describe with different words, especially with the, maybe the testing, the feel with the bike. Yep. They need to be different. That's very important to know. What type of worlds they they use? Yeah. Right. All right. Okay. Uh, the next one is from Christoph Tomacek. Uh, Steve, if you were Honda, and Ken finished second in Supercross, and he came and asked you to take the summer off to to get ready for Supercross next year, would you do it? No, I wouldn't. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't pay him. Right? Like last summer, he didn't get paid. But no, you hire a rider for a supercross and motocross, and that's the job, and that's what it's for. So um, I never understood, you know, why these teams do that to, for some guys. But uh, no, I would I would say no, no. We went, we we hired you all year. Okay, uh, DV. This one's from Randy Allen. Uh, in your opinion, why does Roxon not look as good as the first half of the season? Is he just being beaten mentally more than anything? Um, if he all shot Arlington one and two, does he beat Webb? Yeah, if you all shot, there's a, there's a better chance, obviously. Um, I think there's uh, more pressure now, more the pressure of the uh, to to have results and not lose points or gain points. Um, before that, it's before halfway, it's kind of like uh, um, almost easier. But when it gets to the to the end of it or when it's close. Uh, you have the pressure to start good, to ride good, to be fast, to be consistent, and uh, to perform. Uh, and at this game, Webb right now is maybe the best guy. Okay. Uh, Steve, from Zach Richardson, can you give us any update on Wilson's contract for next year? Uh, could we see a potential Plessinger replacement? Um, oh, I don't know. The Dean's up. Anderson's up. Osborne, I heard, signed a new two-year deal with Husky again, so he'll be back. But, yeah, Anderson's up and Dino's up, so I don't know what they're what, – depends on what, what Rockstar does and which way they go. I think AP's already almost done enough to get another deal. Yeah, I think he's performing to, yes. to get another right, right? right and right. Uh, um, there's not too many guys to take, right? It's the same pie every time. Yep. And uh, I think the the – KTM family has been very loyal to their riders. We see Marvin there for a long time, and uh, Anderson. Do you think Marvin hangs it up? I don't know. There's a good chance. Yeah, there's a good chance yep. he's, he's called quits. He wanted to. I heard not from him, but from the grapevine that he wanted to retire last year. Yeah. Or the year before, but they wanted to sign him for a two-year deal instead mm -hmm. of one. Yep. Um, so there's a chance, but knowing that. Anderson brought Husky a championship, and that company as a whole has been pretty loyal to their guys. 
I don't see him going anywhere else. Right. Okay. Uh, DV, this is from Tim Goosewell. What would you do to help Brandon Hartranft? He's a better rider than he's shown this year. Uh, I think it, it goes to uh, a lot of guys, you know, um, from the top to the the top guys the guys the top five top ten to the guys that are fighting to get in the main event um i think it's a, a different approach in training and practicing uh obviously those guys they they like in speed you know so doesn't matter how long they can go at that point they need to get the second or second and a half or two seconds um so working on technique on speed on on stuff to do first to get to to that level of speed and then work on going for a long time uh, i think that's important and uh i don't see when i see all those guys i see a bunch of guys mm-hmm. um riding during the week uh, on public tracks supercross track even outdoors during the summer uh everybody does pretty much the same thing you know pitboard motos but they ride for 20 minutes or 30 plus two outdoors they do the same thing over and over um during a moto but they don't improve their overall speed or the technique or uh so i think uh, just a different approach of uh of the training stop doing the same thing over and over <laughs> yeah and then do things to make you faster first right you know f- what's important is to get the speed right and then when you get the speed, you, we can work on fitness and going longer. But priority is going fast. Right. Okay. Uh, this next one is from Aaron Pendergast. Did Moran's get Boren Shoker updates from Team Tedder? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Those whole shots are Dude. quite amazing. Bone stock bike. You know, he's got a muffler on it. KTM, he's pulling whole shots from the outside. Or, or getting good starts, not whole shots. But, but yeah. what you have to understand with those grid now, um, it's okay to have... S- I don't know, 65, yeah. 7 years per on a bike. Uh, you have to have usable power. It's tough right. to manage with the with the clutch and everything. Something that's the grid is so grabby right. and the bike is so fast. But the you have something that that actually is right. easy to start, right? right? Uh, and yeah, the stock the te- bike is there's not much to to think about, right? right? But the, but the teams are putting start maps into you know back down the, the map to give yeah, yourself... So, some you know, of so them do, yeah. yeah so. They push a button, then right. when they shift to third, it, yeah. it goes away. Right. Or they have a, an RPM indicator, hey, this is where you need to be. Yeah, whatever, but there's so. a... Uh, I've seen, even in my days, like uh, a stock bike doesn't stall bad, actually. Right. You know? It's it's not a... It's a myth that you need to have a factory bike to start good. Some, some stock bike... Uh, but he's also coming from the outside. You know what I mean? He's not coming... He's got shitty start gates. And he's still doing it. Yeah, you know? but so yeah, but let's shitty, just give Kevin Moran some some, yeah, some credit. Yeah, we give some credit. That's okay. great. But <laughs> when you have, you have a shitty gate, you're around not so good guys right. with not so good bikes. Yeah. So if you're a good starter, you have room to move. You, yeah. You have room, and then for the first turn, you're Dude. more you're usually more open to 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 get in and then break fast uh, later, right? right? So that's actually not a bad thing. One year at Yamaha, Timmy's starts were so bad. We started going outside of the box to where privateers are because we were on a 454 stroke. And I'm like, dude, we got to get, 
we just got to get a wheel on people because you're not getting any wheels on anybody right now. So you got to get we got you got to get handlebar above these guys. And dude, we, we we tried it for two races. He couldn't do it. He was getting garbage starts still. I'm like, you're on a 450 four stroke against two stroke guys that are plumbers and carpenters, <laughs> and you can't pull a start. Uh, ah, dude, that's what uh, that's what I don't like about uh, Dylan winning eight races or doing good in eight race is he cannot uh, line up next to guys that had shitty bikes yeah. or not so good starter as as a strategy because he's not a great starter. Right. I'm like, don't don't go next to a guy that starts good. Yeah. Because that's gonna mess you up. Mm -hmm. You know. Off, yeah. Even if it's you kind of like out of the way. Yeah, but they don't know shit. Be between two guys that have like. Let's say start next to RMZ250. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that would help you like get right. your elbow in front, yeah. and you have you have room. For it's sure. a little better for you, and then you can shift turn and do your thing. Right. But if you're next to the guys that always starts good, like lining lining up next to Alessi is not a good strategy. No, because sometimes we would go. So sometimes we would go to Alessi or or Carmichael. We'd go one to the right if the corner was a left. So that you, they're gonna they're gonna get your stump, and they're gonna go you inside. Can, can kinda, you just yeah. follow? That didn't work either. We were fucking doing everything. It, it, didn't, <laughs> it didn't work. Yeah. Red dog. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Jordan wants to know who will be Cooper Webb's teammate in 2022. Well, we just talked about that with Marv. Maybe Marv calls it a, a career. Uh, it's a possibility. I don't know. It's it's weird because um, I've worked with him. I've, I've known him since. Right. Over well, 20 that, years. There's that infamous photo of him at Bercy. Yeah. Right. Um, he's 12 or whatever. And, yeah. yeah. So the thing is, he's 32, but he's, he acts like he's 23. Like, he's, he's really a fan of writing. He loves writing. Yep. Um, I'm not sure if he loves competing, but you can see in his, in his writing, he has the creativity, he tries mm -hmm. things, like, yeah. he plays. He's not burnt out. Right. Maybe Bernard had injuries. He got his knees, uh, uh, problem with his knees a little bit. He got it fixed. But I think he has a, a couple more years or he, he can yeah, I think still so. do good because he doesn't look burnt out. And like you said, KTM's pretty loyal. Yeah. He's done a lot for KTM. Yeah. He's won a lot of races for those guys. Yeah, world champion twice, right. you know. So. Uh, but after, um, you don't know who's going to be on the market. I don't know who's on the market. Right. The top guys. Um, Anderson. Yeah, but he's but not going to go from gonna, one to the no, other. No, um, Yeah, AP, Buki, you know, but they're not going to they're gonna take that ride. Yeah. Um, so. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. Cowie, Cowie guys are good. Honda guys are good. So. A-Ray's yeah. Ray, on the market? Mm. Mm. Nope. All right. Okay. Nope. Uh, Lawrence's teammate... Steve, if you could give one retired rider his youth back and put him in the mix right now, who's it going to be and what are they riding? Stu. Isn't it sad? Lawrence, what, what was it? No, it's it, the, it, the third Twitter handle. It's Lawrence's uh, okay. teammate. Isn't it scary that we're old enough now where these kids haven't really seen James? Uh, James is something else. We were talking about Aussie being the... You know the best ever, which yeah. which he is in my opinion, but the best rider, the best skilled rider, obviously James by a mile. Mm -hmm. That was insane. When you look at races now, you never go, "Wow, right? What what did I just see?" 
you don't say that no. anymore. There's no more like there's no Baba or guys like this. And Baba's d- been doing it from 125. I remember winning races into 50. I will never miss a practice of Baba because I know I was gonna right. be like impressed <laughs> somehow. But it's it's crazy that we'll never. Maybe in our lifetime, we'll never yeah. see a guy like that. That's a helmet right there. Yeah, see that. Yeah, beautiful. Okay. Next one is from Black Sheep 356. Does Plessinger's new bike make him a contender for the outdoors? I don't think so, no. I don't think so. Um, he looks good, though. Good good job for AFI for turning around right now. Yes. Yeah, yes. very so like, good. Uh, this winter at uh, the Yamaha track, I wasn't really confident. Mm-hmm. A little bit behind the eight ball, but... He's turning around. Yep. Uh, uh, obviously, there's um, yes confidence in in his new crew, and uh, he lets them do uh, pretty much whatever they want with the bike and what whatever they feel like yeah. is working. He admits he's a bad tester. Yeah, you know. So, so and seriously, when you look at him, uh, like I said in the beginning of the show, uh, bike looks good. Yeah, bike looks good, and he's good outdoor rider. But days like. Uh, crazy fast guys in the uh, yeah. outdoors that's going to be a, a deep field yeah a good season <laughs> yeah. you know Roxanne is good yeah. and Tomac oh, yeah. is good Webb is good Osborne will be back Osborne and then Dylan's going to be good yeah. Adam's good Did to Sexton to Sexton obviously <laughs> like to break the top five on yeah. the 450 outdoors you're going to have yeah. to go for it alright okay the voice of the drunken people does Pulp Fantasy hurt Jerry Robbins' stock in the eyes of sponsors and teams? If it wasn't for Fantasy, would anyone notice his issues? I, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think it hurts him. Yes, a little bit. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Jerry. <laughs> Jerry's gonna Jerry. That was that was yeah, the thing. I right? know. I know. Cheers, but, gonna cheers. Right, but but is that is that the, is that just what we what we talk about, or do other people hear about that and know about that? You know, maybe they they wouldn't notice yeah. if you did not say anything. Listen, we've done. There's a lot of things we've done at Pulp that is really fucked up, but one of the things that we've done really good is bring the spotlight to privateer guys and yeah. guys like Antignap and Phil. And Jerry's and a good guy. And, like, yeah. he, I right. helped him out last summer. Like, uh, right. He wanted a little help, so he came with us with Dylan and stuff. A nice guy. Right. You know, like um, he has potential. Okay. Daniel Pierce. That's uh, for you, DV. Is the steel frame the answer Barsha was looking for, or what do you speculate has clicked for his better results? Uh, More points on the Yamaha this time last year. Uh, just saying. I, yeah, I think. Um, and his bike, if you look at these guys, guys, it, it looks. The setup looks close to his Yamaha, if you look at it. Like high from the rear. Uh, he obviously did not change his riding style. Um, and I don't, uh, I don't buy the, I don't buy this, uh, steel frame, aluminum frame. Um, I, b- I buy it, uh, on the 250 Yamaha, like from 04 to 05. Um, we struggled, but nowadays I don't think that's, uh, that's, uh, that's an issue. Okay. Uh, probably for Steve. Uh, this is from D. Have you heard uh, Ken Roxon has his mechanic burn all of his gear after the races other than the stuff he gives away, like for auctions? Something about his agent says it devalues his brand to be giving stuff out for free? No. You know, you know anything about no, that? No. I mean, I know they're super tight with giving away gear, but I don't know about burning gear. No, I, I'm not sure. He needs practice gear. I mean, I, I, no, I, no. 
All right, Brad Street Racing. Um, is it just me, or does the Hep Suzuki just look big and bulky? Just doesn't look sleek and smooth like the other manufacturers. What is the heaviest bike out there? Stock. It's been for yeah, 12, yeah, right. 15 years. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Max, NC looks good. NC's fine. NC looks good. He's steady. I thought he'd be more of a train wreck in Supercross. He's not crashing. I mean, you're not watching him on TV because he's never on TV. But yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, he looks okay. Okay. Uh, from Micho, can you get Will Christian on the show? I'd love to hear what she has to say, except I can't understand a word she says on the broadcast. We can get her on, but I don't want DV yelling at her, so we'll have to clear it with clear it with. Hey, I was nice when you had a <laughs> what's her name? Uh, that was OLN or something. Uh, she was doing outdoors at one point. Kelly Savage. Maybe she was know. in she, studio. She yeah. was in studio. Yeah, yeah, I was in studio with oh, her. Oh, you were. I was oh, nice yeah. with her. Okay, yeah, she, I, she lives I was in there. Vegas, yeah. Man. Remember when uh, we had Jenna Hayes? Were you here for that? I was not uh, oh. here for that. No, that was that before I came awkward. in. Was that? Is that a? We had a porn star here. Ken, she from Kenny, Mercedes Kenny. Terrell. Oh, yeah. She was dating. Uh, you were here for Mercedes? Yeah. Yep. Yep. She gave me a hug. She was cool. Uh, we had a Jenna Hayes, is a very big porn star, and uh, Kenny knew the her boyfriend at the time, so she came in studio, and we we have some drops from her somewhere along the line. I was uh, friends with uh, Brianna Banks. Oh, you were? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we race Ryder D. We'll get there. Yeah. We race him when it's time. That's Deegan. All right. So this will be the last question. I don't know how much you actually know about Timmy and uh, uh, Evan. Uh, is there something you see that Timmy's doing with Evan that you disagree with or that you would change? I don't know. If Me or DV? DV, sorry. Uh, no. I, I, I don't know how much I, you have follow you close I to don't that. follow anybody on Instagram. and uh, I see him go by. You don't follow anybody? No. You don't follow me? No. You used to follow me on Twitter. Yeah. You don't have Twitter anymore? I have one, but I'm uh, under the radar. Okay. I just read okay. the news. That's it. Uh, Is that where you get your political stuff from? <laughs> Fox News. Uh, OAN, o- uh, O-A-N- Newsmax, mm-hmm. uh, all, all the good stuff. You know, like, um, but um, no, I mean, like, uh, Twitter for, like, uh, motocross news or right, whatever. Right. Am I, do, uh, I, do you follow me on that fake account, uh, of that burner account? It's me. not a broner. I don't interact. Okay. You know. Is, but, it, uh, is it DV? Is it like Cobra? No, it's no okay. nothing. Okay. It's a uh, little DV. It's, it's just like a, a random stuff where I follow uh, maybe Racer X, you, and that's it. Maybe five guys. Mm-hmm. I make the cut there. I don't make just, the cut on Instagram though. So mm-hmm. I can. Uh, so I just. Right. I see the news. Okay. Uh, sometimes you say something that's other than the jacket counts. You know. Yeah. Th- there's some stuff that. Okay. That's uh, the jacket counts are very key, <laughs> very important. Very important. Yeah, no jackets this weekend at all. But yeah, is is Evan good? Yeah, he's he's good. He's definitely coming into his own a little bit. Yeah, it, lo- it looks good. Yeah, right? yeah. when I see him ride, like yeah. uh, he's young, right? Yeah, he's he uh, just started 15, with the 15, he just started with the two fifty. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah just getting on one now. So, so uh, like a few more years. Yeah, they're Timmy said two this year and next year and then pro. So. T- 23? Yeah. Can you imagine if I'm still doing this in 2023 and I got to go talk to him about his suspension? No, but you will. You will be doing this. If. What else are you going to do? I don't know. Something I'm going to deliver a DoorDash or what are you going to do? Yeah, I'll be Uber. Uber Eats. (laughs) (laughs) What else are you going to do with your life? I don't know, DV, but I'm getting. But that's cool. I don't understand. Like, uh, obviously, my son is big in basketball. Yeah. You know, but uh, there's no way that. I would want him to ride uh, or race. Maybe ride, yes, but he can't hardly 
ride a, a bicycle, uh, but he's a great basketball player. Yeah, which is going to be a senior next year. Can you get a scholarship somewhere? Uh, he's talking to um, a few uh, colleges already. Oh, that'd be awesome! He, he just get free a, education, man. That'd be amazing. He's had um, phone calls with uh, UC San Diego. Okay. Uh, uni- University of Arkansas. Oh boy. Uh, You'll fit in really well there. Uh, South Carolina. Uh, he's had like phone yeah. calls with like basketball coaches right, already. Right. Oh, awesome. You know they had like a website or you upload your highlights, your stats. Oh, you do. Okay. And uh, they film every game. And there's this uh, website called uh, Huddle, where um, you can make your own highlight during the yep. the games. Yeah, yeah. You can cut your thing. Right. You do wow. your highlight reel, and then you post it. And you post your stats, and then uh, in his uh, little, the league is in. He was uh, last year was the best uh, three-point shooter percentage. Oh, nice! Of the league. Listen, just get a free education. That'd be awesome. Yeah, even if it's not free. Or something. Right. Yeah. Think of all the money you'll save. <laughs> no, but it's not that expensive. If you stay in 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 state in a state school like public. It's not that bad, right? So it's not like he was talking about Stanford or right, right. like, you know. Uh, all right, that's it. That's old news, right? Motorsport.com. Please check them out. Great OEM prices, great uh, aftermarket prices. Go through the banner on com or com, and we get a small slice of that. So it's affiliate program. We're working with the folks at Motorsport, and uh, they'll dial you. Oh, DV's done. Where, where are you going? Where are you going? You need me for one minute? No. I mean, normally guests just don't leave, though. He put the headphones the wrong way down, though. See the microphones touching? I would say something to him, but he'll fucking freak out. Yeah, he will. He, so I'll just, just move, start yelling just, at just you. Just move it on, right? Just move it on. I'll be like Rutledge to him. Yeah. Uh, again, thank you to our sponsors, of course. Thanks to our guests tonight. Uh, appreciate it. We'll be back Monday with Cade Clayson, of course. Uh, lots still to talk about. Uh, the Ride Engineering guys, ride-engineering.com. Uh, r- this week, the product uh, is Ride Engineering Brake Lines. They're adjustable for a perfect fit, improve braking power, and get paired up with a billet mounting bracket size specifically to hold the smaller diameter brake lines. Just ask Robbie Wageman or Hardy Munoz, who upgraded their front brake system for Arlington 2. The quote, uh, the steel braided bra- front line brakes will put a stop to any sort of spongy front brake feel. Lines are 69 bucks. The mounts are $34. Use Pulp Fan 20 to save money. So please check that out, ride-engineering.com. Uh, thanks to those guys for coming on board. The Ride Engineering uh, uh, Steel Braided uh, Brake Line is the, uh, is the product of the week this week. So thanks to those guys for making it happen. Um, DV? Yes. I'm going to read our sponsors off on our show. I have to say a word about them. Yeah. We've tried that before. It didn't work out well. You remember? Uh, somebody remember? Like, Hell yeah. Yeah. It's, I figured it's been a while. It's, it's, not, a, while, it's not a good idea. Okay. Well. Just put on your happy face and I gave be, you a firepower chain for your next build. Whatever build you do. Fire Save me 50 parts. bucks right here. Yep. Fire I power think my, parts. Uh, 50 bucks. Hold it up for the camera so people can see it. Uh, yep, there we go. 50 bucks Smile. saved. Firepowerparts.com. 50 bucks saved. It's the same chain that Alex Ray uses and Kyle Chisholm. Yeah, it, I'm fine with the chain. Right, yeah, the chain hasn't broken once. No, yeah. of the, muffler breaks and his body breaks, but the chains are fine. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, thanks to Hunter Lawrence, Ricky Carmichael, Rutledge Wood for coming on. Of course, Alex Ray, of course. Uh, DV, thank you, man. Appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for coming. It was yeah fun. Did you like it? 
Yeah. Will, will you maybe not come back in less than two years? Will you come back in less than two years? If you give me dates, you need someone to co-host, and be, I'll be there. There was a big problem with you coming up when you were working with Dylan every week. You're like, I don't want to fly. I don't want, I'm busy. You know what I mean? Now you're not going to every race. It's, it's yeah, it, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, right. But but I'm saying there there were invitations put out by me that you turned down because of this Dylan Ferrandez guy. So. Yeah, I had to help him uh, win some races. Right. Uh, how's his Airbnb going? Did you see the, the leaks he had in his roof? I don't follow anybody, so I don't know. You don't follow Ferrandis? I follow zero people. It literally says zero on his page. Oh like God. zero. Jesus. I don't, Just I, post I don't, I don't care what you had for lunch. Okay. You know? All right. That's pretty much my thing. All right. Okay. Well, I post my builds, uh, whatever I feel like posting. And, right. Uh, yeah. Now I've been very busy on uh, social media. Okay. And uh, the thing is, when I follow someone, I, I get frustrated. I get mad. Right. Stuff that they do. Yeah, or say or whatever. Yeah. Right. right. So mm-hmm. I stay out of. Uh, you just don't want to get frustrated and mad, so you just I don't quit, follow anybody. I quit Twitter because it's 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 a lost cause. You know. Yep. You, Why? You can't argue, or there's always uh, something. Uh, you should know about it. You're in feuds all the time. You know? no, no, I'm not in feuds all the time, but I have been in some, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like it's my Twitter feed to put out hockey thoughts, political thoughts, uh, motocross thoughts, basset hound thoughts, and if you don't like it, fuck off. I, I, That's I how I feel. I understand, yeah. but mine as well, you'll never change people's mind. No, I know. About yeah. hockey, about yeah. political right, stuff, right. about basset hounds. Their, their views, you know, right. so... Um, to have an opinion, it's better maybe to do it uh, uh, as an op-ed rather right. than you know posting yeah, stuff. That seems, that seems and, like a lot of work. And and giving giving people um, a platform to argue something you don't want to argue with. Right. Nobody's going to change your views on hockey, right? Maple Leafs going to be the Maple Leafs, and they're going to win the cup. Yeah, and uh, you know, and you don't like Donny, so what's the? You don't like who? Donnie. Donnie. Oh, Donald. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't like God, the Donald? And I tried to give away my stimulus check. I made a lot of people ang- angry. Oh, yeah, get the second one. I got the first one. Oh, no, I, got, I, gave, I gave away my first one. Yeah, yeah, I got the first one, and then the 600 bucks I did not get, and the latest one I did not get. Maybe I made too much money in between or something. I, I I probably. Maybe you should be spending more on bike builds. I know. I think the first one went right into... Uh, uh, eBay. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, well, thanks, man. You did a good job here tonight. Thank you for coming in. Always. And sorry a good time. if I, you know, if I was out of line with uh, uh, Rut- Rutledge. Yes. Rutledge. His name is. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. A little guys. late now. Huh? A little I, late I, now to I say think that. The apology you owe is to Rutledge, not to Steve. So. What was that bad? No, I just gave my opinion, right? Tits. <laughs> I was kidding, but okay. yes. At least he wasn't a feud with Ping on Twitter, right? No, yeah, that's true. Does he owe Rutledge an apology, either one of you guys? Uh, I'm going to have to re-listen and take everything all in again, and then I will get back to you, because no, that, it seemed very tense, but I don't. I didn't right. follow everything. Well, you're exactly. so busy over there. I, I, are yeah, you yeah. Really a lot gonna... of phone calls I'm not answering, hey, okay? I can think of, like... 3,000 things I'd rather do than listen to that segment again. <laughs> Just to yeah. be honest. 934 things. Yeah, you can say that. Marks? No, I think it was fine. Okay. They Marks, were both going Marks back and forth. Marks think it was fine. Yeah, they were good. At least I say what I yeah. think, right? That's yeah, what the people did. want. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, people seem to like it. I Don't looked, sugarcoat I, anything. I checked the Twitter mentions during the commercial break, and people were very uh, excited about you giving it to Rutledge Wood. 
Yeah, I, t- I, took, I took the side of <laughs> of our fence. Right. Of our, you did. You know, like our sport, our base. Right. You know, um, because I'm part of it now. You know, well, like, I appreciate you coming in. Uh, I got your hotel room. I'm going to give you some gas money. Would you like some Art of Sports stuff? You got a firepower parts chain. Would talking you like? about the room, I don't think you paid for it. So Yes, I did. Yeah. What are you talking about? I'll, I'll send you the the receipt. You did not. I paid. F- the check at the check-in yeah. said that the room is not paid for. What? Uh-oh. Yeah. So that was a reservation. You know, buy I it. gave them my credit card information. Yes, if I don't show up. But I showed up. No, they took no. my card. I, I, I get people rooms all the time. Okay. And, and they, they never said that I'd, I haven't paid for it. But Can we get a follow up on this once we get to oh, the bottom of it? A hundred percent. I am paying yes. for this. He, he shit. gave a credit card. <laughs> he gave a credit card for, for incidentals. I'm going to give you the receipt with the f- the last four digits of my uh, credit card with the uh, with the price. It's oh, okay. Oh, what do we got? We got here Hyatt Place. Here we go. Don't uh, tell people uh, where uh, I'm at. Uh, there could be many Hyatt well, I'm going to have a Rutledge fans show up on my door. You know, like <laughs> wanting to beat me up. You know, I'm gonna end up in Clark County Jail somewhere. Yeah, it doesn't. I need maybe this is a different reservation. Uh-oh, it's buddy. a reservation. Uh-oh. I'm 100 percent right. I, I specifically asked the woman. She was nice. I checked. It says, "Well, is this room paid for?" She said, "No." That is odd. So I gave my number tomorrow. I send you. Uh, a photo of the receipt and then you can Venmo make sure you put overhead and profit on that for your time and everything pipe like down that. concrete guy <laughs> yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna go like a 20% yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know I, I put my credit card information in I booked it everything and I, and I did the same thing I normally do for other people's hotel rooms so we'll figure that out I, and I will pay it for you but anyway so you're, you're getting a free hotel room you got a fire power. I got a real terrible. You got art of sports <laughs> stuff. It's crazy. It looks oh, like I'm paying for it. Hey, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm, you are paying for it. I know. It. So you're getting a free hotel you're, room. Yeah. A free so, hotel room to come to Vegas to be on the show. Mm. It's not like you, you got me a hotel room in Tulum for a vacation, right? Can you let me finish? You got yeah. gas money, you too. You got a hotel so room. You're getting gas that. money. You got yeah. a firepower parts chain. You got art of sport body wash. Would you like some Pulpamex stickers? Can I interest you in anything else for, for your coming up here like a Price is Right thing, like a, like a parting gift? Do you have uh, radiator louvers for a No, I don't. No, I do not. <laughs> I would I, take those. I had to put white ones on my 500 because the blacks are no, not gone. They're discontinued. So I had to put newer model white ones on. You can. I'm sure you can get them to my guy. That I sent a little you. late now. So they're, they're a little pricey. I might, I might get you a, a little deal. Okay. If you pay for my room. Mm. All right, everybody. Uh, tits, great, great work. Thank you. Please check the hot tub before you go. Yeah, I'll check it. Okay. Yeah, I'll throw some chemicals in there and yep. make sure you're all, all set right. up. Well, that's what the other so guy does. So Tits does yeah. your skid plate, your hot tub, and your bicycle stuff? No, I, I do not do the hot tub. He's The other guy does the other that guy stuff. Does the hot so. tub. Ah. He does mountain biking. But I do all of his mountain biking stuff, the exclusive mechanic of Mr. Mathis. And and, and it's, so a, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of so, work. So the guy is a factory mechanic. Yes. Quote, unquote. Won't, won't touch did, anything on his mountain bike. I, I don't he doesn't work. do his engines, his suspension on his mm-hmm. dirt bikes, mm-hmm. grips and graphics. And then you do his uh, bicycle stuff. Yep. Everything It's fantastic. It. It's great. Okay. And then that way, when he's doing that, I can sit here and do podcasts and type and make money. Mm-hmm. So you can pay him. So I can job pay him. security. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you changed uh, my tires uh, one time. Good job. Yeah, thanks. Yep. Uh, I put tires on for him. One did time. your wheel uh, fall off? No, oh, here we go. <laughs> Luckily, it did your master cylinder <laughs> still. On, your, your, um, I hate I hate working on bicycles. I can't stand that derailleur shit and all that. Like it's such a pain in the ass. I uh, I don't know how to set it. 
Right. There's like those two screws. I yeah, don't even know what they he'll, do. He'll, he'll help you. you. Use Google. I know. YouTube yes. is your friend. Yeah. Why, yeah. why do you do like That's how stuff? I learned half of the stuff I, I did. So. Yeah, like I said, I need to bleed those brakes. They're kind of mushy. So okay. I'm going to have to go through the YouTube stuff. The, I have a Magura M7 or something. Mm. I'm going to have to check them out. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Marks, Hi. Marks, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks to, uh, <laughs> thanks to Pookie, of course. Thanks to uh, Weege for the questions. What? It's great. You have tits and mini tits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> together, bonding. Yeah. Mini tits. Working Get together. Get that drop. Tits and mini tits. Yep. No, it's fantastic. And I got another guy, Talon, that fills in whenever tits doesn't feel like coming in. Mm-hmm. But you'll be here tomorrow for the Fly Racing Moto yeah, 60 show. Yeah, two days in a row, man. Yeah. It's going to be rough. Yep, tomorrow, Fly Racing Moto 60 show at, at nice. 11, 11 a.m. Uh, everybody, enjoy the race this weekend. Like I said, we'll be back. Uh, thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to David Villeman. See you Monday. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.